Painkiller Ready, episode 403 with our guest comedian Josh Wolf. Kyle? Yeah, a couple sponsors tonight. Stitch Fix, uh, NBA 2K19, uh, Monster Energy Espresso coming back, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. This episode is brought to you by Square Enix, Terrifying Zombies, Unforgiving Jungles, A Mayan Apocalypse. It's just another day for Laura Croft. In Shadow of the Tomb Raider, witness Laura Croft's defining moments as she engages in brutal combat, heart-stopping stealth, and challenging puzzles to stop the apocalypse and ultimately become the Tomb Raider. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider coming to Xbox One on September 14th. Pre-order the Croft Edition for 48 hours early access, as well as uh, Monster Hunter. Painkill Already is proud to be, be brought to you by Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, now available on Nintendo Switch. Choose from 14 unique weapons and then fight tooth and nail with colossal foes in this deep action RPG. Visit at Monster Hunter on Twitter or head on over to MonsterHunter.com for more information. Hunt solo, hunt online, hunt ultimate. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're very excited to have Josh with us. Uh, we can tell from the pre-show that you're not the kind of person we're going to have to pull any words out of. We kept like, being oh, like, oh. all right, so we're going to get the show going. Josh is like, one second, the kind of guy I am. We're <laughs> 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 like, oh, this is hilarious. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, dude. I, I uh, had enough time to watch quite a bit of stuff of yours on YouTube, and it was hilarious. Like The way I see stand-up comedy is like 90% of it is just bad like masquerading as okay. And yeah. then it's really good when you find someone who's actually like gets like out loud laughs. And the story you were telling about the prank you pulled, yeah. I was, I was literally gut laughing watching it. It was so funny to me. So kudos to that. Oh, I'm thanks man. I appreciate that. You know, um, I, it's a, it's a story about my best practical joke and I grew up with three older brothers. So I was well versed in fucking with people, you know, I, and I, I play pranks on my kids, too. Like, if you have kids and you're not playing pranks on your kids, why did you have kids? Like, there are two reasons to have kids. Like, you need people to do chores around your house, and you, you want some people to fuck with, like, for a little sense of humor. <laughs> like, so, like, you know, I, like, I want to get something out of it, too. Like, you know, so, and so they're, I, my best, my favorite practical joke that I ever played, well, my son goes crazy. Like, and I do little things to him. Like, I took his underwear out of his drawer one morning when he was probably 13 or 14. And you know mm -hmm. when they all, they all had a voice like this? <laughs> Every boy, right? They all talk like this. And I took all of his underwear out of his drawer and I replaced him with panties that had the days of the week on it. <laughs> and so he woke up and I just hear from the other room, hey, what are these? <laughs> hey, Dick. Hey, these aren't my underwear. And I was like, hey, just put your Mondays on, sunshine. I had that same exact experience. Whose day is it? What day is it? Yeah. My uncle. My uncle did that same thing to me, but 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 he was serious. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. And which ones did he like you to wear? Did he like you to wear his Fridays? Uh, Mondays, Mondays. He'd come home angry from that day of that day of work, and 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 he wanted the cheekies. It was only uh, a six-day regimen. There was no Monday. That was no, the problem. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, my, I'll tell you what I thought made this practical joke my best practical joke. Like, I pull a lot of them, but I've always said the best ones are the ones that when you're done with them, something else happens like a month or two later, and you're like, oh, it's still going? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I, I was done with it. It's still happening? So... Okay, I'll give you a brief version. I don't want to bore you guys too much. It's a long story. No, but, 
my buddy asked me, he said, hey, man, will you throw me a bachelor party? And I was like, you know, that's a bad idea. Because, and I tell everybody, if you want something special done for you, I'm not the guy. I'm a comedian. <laughs> I would much rather see you in some sort of emotional pain, you know, and then we'll laugh about it. And then we can high five later. But he was like, no, man, you do it. You plan the party. You get the girl. And I said, all right. And I got him a girl for his party um, because that's what he liked. But, like, I'm not a stripper guy. Never been my thing. And I wanted something that I like to look at. And I like weird shit. So I went on Craigslist in Vegas because I was sure I could find something weird on there. And I found an advertisement. This woman's advertisement was only three words. And it said, uh, I'll wrestle you. And I was like, (laughs) you're going to wrestle somebody. I called her on the phone. And she said, she told me she was six foot 250. And um, <laughs> that what she does, she gets hired to come over to people's house and get naked and just throw them around for a little while. And I was like, well, why aren't you in your car yet? Like, you should be driving. <laughs> what time are you going to get here? I will set it up. So I'm setting up the hotel room and there's nobody there. I'm setting it up early. I knock on the door and I open the door. She was six foot, but she was not 250 pounds. She was well over 300 pounds. And I said, this wasn't in the video. That's a fat there, woman. That's a big that's a huge woman. She's big. She was just big. I don't even know if fat is the right word, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Just maybe like girthy, Hulking. like barrel chested. Just big. Just a big person. It, it was so when she showed up and I asked her, why you didn't tell, why, why not tell me you were 300 pounds? And she said, I didn't want to scare you away. And I had to tell her, I said, look, for the future of your business, just so you know, anybody who's calling for 250 isn't scared of 300. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you probably could have charged me extra. You should char- charge him by the pound. You yeah, would make yeah. a lot more money. You know what I mean? <laughs> so she comes in, and she was holding a foot-long sub and like 24 buffalo wings. Because <laughs> she, she was there two hours before the party. And she waved them in my face, and she was like, you got a room? Where I could go fuel up before the match. Can't and go I was two like, hours without <laughs> 2,400 calories. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, better get, you better get those calories in, girl. We're going to be working hard. So she went off into her room. Oh, by the way, here is like the funny. When she waved him, like she was like, and she said, you got a room where I could go fuel up before the match. I had to tell her, yeah, I got a room right there. But I also had to tell her, just so you know, the person you're wrestling today doesn't know there's going to be a match. <laughs> so you should probably keep that in mind when you come out of the room. You know what I mean? So she, my friends come over. My buddy's blindfolded. He's fucking so excited. And he's shaking with excitement. And um, I call her out. And uh, so my, none of my other friends knew what I had planned, by the way. So when she walked out of the room naked, all my other friends were like, what the fuck? Like they were expecting. Can you describe like the body, like the folds and the areas hanging? You said she wasn't necessarily fat, so I picture a weird golem-looking person. Yeah, no, she was just big all over. My buddy was only is only like five. She had the biggest cans I think I've ever seen. <laughs> person, like you, my buddy's five eight one forty. You could have fit him under one of her titties. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that is the size. He's five eight one forty. He's half the person she is. Yeah. Yes, less than half. Mm. Okay, and she he he's like zero muscle tone. Do you know those like the just a skinny like a hoo-hoo? Yeah. So she was standing in front of him. And I take off his blindfold, and the only word he got out of his mouth before it lit, she literally 
ripped him out of his chair. He just looked up in the air and he goes, why? Like that. <laughs> and, and, and she lifted him up in the air with one arm, lifted him up. And she was just started to toss him around the room like a rag doll. And me and my friends were like, oh my God. It was like the best thing we'd ever seen. She had one point would jump on top of him, right? And she had to push, he had to push her fat out of his face to talk to him. <laughs> he was like, tell her to stop. How long is she going to be here? <laughs> I can't breathe. Well, we paid for she four hours. Right? <laughs> she had sauce around her mouth. She hadn't wiped that shit off. Right? Oh, she, she would sit on top of him and beat him in the face with her titties. And guys, so this isn't like a, a, um, like a five foot two, like a bink, bink titties. Six foot three hondo. Those titties come down on you like, they were like hammers. Like those women who use them to like crush full tall boys By on the, way, the internet. Her name is Blondie and she dances at a place called Claremont Lounge in Atlanta. That person you're talking about. Oh, if you've ever been to Atlanta, go to Claremont Lounge. I was uh, in Atlanta and I said to a cab driver, I go, hey, take me someplace where I can't see anything. I can't, where I can see something I can't see anywhere else. Dude turns around and he goes, you ever seen a grown woman crush beer cans with her titties? And I was like, mm. no. And he goes, do you want to? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Claire Lounge, her name is, her name is Blondie. PK her Amita. tits are 50, she's 80. <laughs> but they are massive. So yes, but that size. So she was beating him in the face. Like, like you know, like in a Rocky movie when he would get hit <laughs> in the face and his cheek would go, <laughs> like his whole spit was flying out of his mouth. She was pummeling him. So she gets up, and this is a part that's not online because he was super embarrassed about it. She's pummeling him. She gets up. What you have to know about this entire time, she's been undressing him. So at this point of the night when she stands up, he's, got, he's wearing boxers and one sock, and he's on the ground on one knee. Because he's been, guys, he's been getting the shit beat out of him for 20 minutes. He's head to toe sweat. His hair's fucked up. He's breathing heavy because she would smother him with her titties and when she pulled her titties back, this was the best part. When she pulled her titties back, he would be like, <gasps> because he couldn't breathe. He <laughs> <laughs> like was being titty boarded. Do you know what I mean? Like, titty boarded. You might get some more answers. But, but <laughs> he would smother him. <gasps> so he's having trouble breathing. He's sweating profusely. And he starts to crawl off the floor, off the middle, out of the, out of the living room. She is not having that. She walks over, grabs his ankle, and this is one of the parts, man, that's not on the video. Pulls him back to the middle of the room. Picks him up. This is how strong she was and how small he was. Picks him up by his ankle like this, with this hand. And with this hand, like this, boink, checks the oil. Finger in the oh, asshole, no. right? Oh, no. A finger oh. that we found out later, man, that still had buffalo wings sauce <laughs> on it, right? Oh, well, you got to get Luke to check the oil. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. So <laughs> when he rolled over right away to kind of, you know, push her finger out of his asshole, yeah. you know, uh, but I could see the look on his face. And I turned to my friends. I'm like, oh, there's about to be a fight because we've known this dude forever. And they were like, oh, yeah, he, Tim's been pushed over the edge. So when she puts him down, he looked at her. Something in his face snapped. You could tell he was not having it. Yeah. And he just looked at her and he goes, I'm going to fuck you up. And she, <laughs> she wasn't scared at all. <laughs> just by the 20 minutes, she was pretty sure. She doubled him in weight. Like, She's what a professional wrestler. Yes. 
and he's a professional wow. nothing. So she, <laughs> he runs at her, and he's like, I'm going to take you down. And he ran into her as hard as he could. Not only did he not take her down, but all I can, the only way I can explain it to you is like, when he ran into her, his little body, when it hit hers, it's almost like she absorbed him for a second. <laughs> and he disappeared. And none of, I was like, where the fuck did he go? And then she just, boom, shot him out across the room. And he slid on the floor. Boom, and my friend ran up to him and was like, that just fucking happened to you. <laughs> and then we were all like, yay. And this is said, a mean-spirited bachelor party. Right? <laughs> so we hired someone to molest you for 45 minutes to an hour. She might great. stay longer if she's having That's fun. Great. Her fingers are spicy. Beware. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> because here's what you have to know about this guy. This would have never happened. The reason this happens is he is marrying his high school sweetheart. He's the squarest square any of us have ever met. He is the, like, never done, he's never seen another woman naked in person before. Do you understand? Mm, this is wow. the guy at all of our bachelor parties who's like, I can't go to the strip club, guys. I'm, you know, because my, you know, I've been dating, and he knows, I'll just call her Mary. I've been dating Mary, you know, since we were 15, and I'm, you know, Never seen another set of boobs. I'm not going to start now. This is why I needed to do this to him. Because this was on his bucket list to see a beautiful woman. You know what's on my bucket list? Fucking up people's bucket list. <laughs> I you know what I mean? I, that gives me a little bit of joy. And, and when I asked my friends later, I was like, do you think I went too far? And they were like, no. You would have been a bad friend. How I grew up, you know you're close with somebody if they fuck uh -huh. with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if, if you're not getting fucked with, if you're not getting teased, you're not part of the group. It's just, true, especially with you know them. what I mean? It's just kind of how we grew up. Really, and it's not if you want to, like, take even more credit, you potentially saved this relationship. <laughs> because never will he look with more lust at his wife's body than that time right after seeing this grotesque woman. Yo, like, that's always the point of comparison now. Well, I will tell you, to be fair, he had never seen a grown man, woman, another grown woman naked before, so he was hard for the beginning of the... Oh, no. She yeah, that was that. even more embarrassing. <laughs> 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 yeah, I left that part out. Of the I'm not telling you to entirely stop, but slow it down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, he had other boobs in his face, and I think it was hot until he couldn't breathe. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> but was, so, he, was he clearly... Was there, was there any point, you know, when he had his, his boner where... You thought, oh, this might have backfired. He's enjoying this a bit. Or was the transition so quick? It, no, no, it, it didn't matter. The fact that he did boner made it better for me. The <laughs> fact that there was a large woman tossing him around the room and he had a tiny little fucking pink, pink, chapinky. <laughs> I was super excited. But she did things afterwards that I didn't pay for. That was the best part. When he ran after her and he knocked, she knocked him down, she got mad. She went off script. And she said... He was kind of laying there, a little stunned, and he goes, "You want?" She said to me, "Do you want to see my finishing move?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." Mm -hmm. But I grew up with Hulk Hogan and Randy the Macho Man Savage. You know what I mean? So I was like, "You, you better fucking finish him. Like whatever we, you came here, let's see it." So she started to run to him, and she goes, "You want to see that finishing move?" And we were like, "Yeah." She goes, "You ready for the finishing move?" And we go, "Yeah." She goes, "Finishing move?" And we go, "Yeah." And she sat on his head, and we were like, "No." Because his little head disappeared. I don't know if I can do this well on screen. <laughs> All you could see 
guys, were his little arms slapping her back like this. You couldn't see his head. Oh. Just, just doing like this. Oh, and this is after yeah. like 20 minutes of wrestling. That's a sweaty crotch. What is oh, the yeah. opposite and of a birth called? That's what it was. It was <laughs> that's what we called it. To this day, we were like, man, you you got reverse birthed. Was, <laughs> he was reborn. So born again. Here's, here's why it's like my favorite joke. Because, well, not only this. Because now every time he gets a little HPV store, he'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> so he developed a nickname that night, which wasn't in the video, which is my favorite. My friend, when he was walking, you want to guess what, maybe? You maybe have a guess what the nickname is? Uh, oh. Aren't you that little bitch that got beat up at his bachelor party? Second like, place. shorter than that. That's a long nickname. That's kind of a... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more of a it's phrase. More of a title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more, more of a Twitter handle. Um, he walked by my friend, and my friend goes, "Damn, man, you look like a glazed donut." <laughs> and I was like, oh. "So I, I got uninvited to the wedding." Shocker. Yeah, you but did? I made all the groomsmen uh, glazed donut T-shirts because I was a groomsman too. And when he walked down the aisle, they all went. They were like, "What's up?" And he was like, "Ah." Oh. Actively ruined this man's wedding. Yes. <laughs> his mom afterwards called me and she was like, "Those are cute T-shirts. Can I get one?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I'll make you one in every fucking color." <laughs> and this is why it's my best ba- my best prank because I got uninvited and for a good reason. The reason he uninvited me was because he knows. He said, "Look, if you're coming, if you come, dude, you're gonna tell everybody this story. I can't have that." And I was like, "Man, that's actually really smart." So I run into his dad two weeks before the wedding. <laughs> I was like, you're not coming to the wedding. And I, because he, all he knew is I wasn't coming. And uh, I said, nah. And he goes, why not? And I said, oh, uh, I said, Tim didn't tell you? And he said, no. And I said, oh. I said, well, you got a couple minutes? Sit down. Sit down. And then his dad used that story as his best man speech at the wedding. No. You have to go to this oh. fucking wedding to still kind of ruin it. It was like <laughs> the best of all bests. And he Jesus called Christ. me laughing. He called me laughing. He was like, hey, man. He goes, I got to tell you, well played. Did you <laughs> call my dad? And I go, no, I just bumped into him by accident. And he took the reins. He goes, I'm telling that story. I was like, you, Tim's going to be really mad. He was like, this is exactly what his dad said. He goes, fuck him. He shouldn't have been such a pussy to uninvite you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, dad. <laughs> how much, uh, I'm not how sure much I can was... handle you as a friend. It might be too much for me. <laughs> I'm on board. How much was the uh, the wrestler? How much did she cost? Five hundred bucks. Oh, that's see, like 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 two dollars a theoretical pound. Yeah, this is the sort of thing that would make a that would be amazing on a live stream. This is this is the sort of thing that 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 would be hilarious to do. We she only cost five hundred dollars. We could get her easy and make more than that. Doing exactly. something. We have to pick someone for her to fight. I don't want to do it. That sounds gross. Um, <laughs> we it would be a round robin. We would, would try to take her in secession. So I, w- I promise you, who lives in the biggest city out of you guys? Kyle. Uh, Kyle, Atlanta. I oh that dude, Atlanta for sure. I I can't say I know for a fact, but it is a very popular fetish mm-hmm. to have either muscle women or just big women come over and beat the shit out of you. Yeah. You can even hire. I was going back and forth between this woman, but they had literal bodybuilders like muscle, muscle. But I was like, yeah, at that point, one seemed worse than the other to me, Humiliation-wise. Uh, humiliation 
Yeah, fat is more humiliating. Yeah, and the and the muscle woman, she was like, I'm gonna get him between my legs and just squeeze his head. I'm like, that I don't I'd rather have like See now it's not fun. And I don't want to yeah, see you yeah, in your yeah. little outfit with your big HGH clip mm. poking out. This might yeah. be fun no. to me. Tell me more about this clip. Stroke that clip. I might be back now, in. I think I want to be your friend, be your Josh. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, how much clit is too much clit? The amount I'm picturing. By the way, I have to tell you, that is a question, and it's a great question. Mm. Because that's a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, we've all seen pictures where you're like, that is like, I don't know, that would be intimidating to me. I think. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, big clip, you mean? Yeah. yeah. I think so. But it have might you... have other advantages, like super easy to mess around and deal with. But I think they also get less sensitive the bigger they are, right? Because like I the don't know. I don't think nerves. that's accurate. Um, yeah. I've never seen a really big one, but I've seen one like. Like that, like the like like the the last knuckle of your pinky forward. It's a pretty like, sizable clip. I'm looking well, at some really big ones right now. Some of these girl. are like penises. Um, yeah, you might be looking at the wrong side, dude. Those yeah, yeah. pretty similar. Girls. These, these actually yeah. look exactly like penises. Yeah, yeah. some of them have scrotums. Yeah. Is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hop over to Bing. That's just yeah. a small <laughs> cock. Yeah. By the way, get it off your personal pictures and let's go to. Look at yeah. this one on the right, three down. I don't think that's a clit at all. One on the right, three down. Oh, some of these look so much like a penis. But isn't that, am I wrong? <laughs> now, listen, this is three dumb dudes, four oh. dumb dudes trying oh, no. to fix this. <laughs> but isn't the clit kind of like? A small penis? It absolutely is. Well, uh, one of these clits has is. a cock ring on it, so it, it, it's it's thing. absolutely analogous to, to to the penis. Like like yeah, the penis is a big clit. Like the absolutely. clit is like the initial one because I mean everybody starts female. Everybody until, starts with a clit. It's and the starter then... kit. The clit is the starter penis. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like a kind of like a bullshit penis. Like all the features haven't been updated. It's like a plasma screen TV in two thousand one. Like it's you wouldn't want it given the option. So are you? you sh- we should all get together and write a kids' book called "Everybody Starts with a Clit." Ah, yes. <laughs> this is good thinking. Or the coming of age from after that. Maybe we should make it a coloring book. Everybody oh. starts with a clit. I'm you know, <laughs> before I was it's looking at these pictures, idea. I really thought there was no clit too large, right? I, I was yeah. I was going to be like, you guys are really judgmental. Look at the one about- I just linked. Yeah, but some of these are. Yeah, that yeah. one's. They've got like a really kind of like a stalagmite or a stalactite kind of look, whichever one hangs down. Yeah. These really large ones. There's, yeah. I see one of but them. But even here. then, she's, if, she's sitting on a man's dick. She's riding him. And her clit is laying down on top of his dick. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it looks like the uh, ladyboard porn that uh, I, I may or may not have, have seen quite a lot of and <laughs> several <laughs> websites and, and plan my yearly vacations around. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> loves Thailand. <laughs> it's the Where are you going this year? Thailand. God damn. You, know? you get like one you get like one fake photo in a rented wetsuit out by the ocean one day. You know, real you know, the sun's in the same position, you switch into different outfits real quick, yeah. put the illusion up. You see him the same pose, he just photoshops himself into different places. Oh yeah, Jim Norton and Patrice O'Neill and Bobby Kelly used to talk about that on Opie and Anthony, where when they used to go to Brazil and go on like prostitute fucking trips. They'd be like, huh? yeah, we do the whole day doing uh, like a whole trip 
And then the last day, we frantically are, like, changing into and out of clothes, taking pictures in front <laughs> of different restaurants, like, really trying to build up a catalog of activities that would, you know, feasibly take a week. And that... Oh, but that why hilarious. do you have to go to Brazil to have sex with a hooker? I guess that's they wanted to be really risky. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but then you get the whole, like, I don't know, sex slave experience. I think. Yeah, right? like that's you, what you're looking for, right? The way they were telling these stories, they did, that didn't seem to cross their mind. I think I, they just thought prostitution. Did oh. they mention, and I, I don't know, but like we, we've looked at it before, maybe the age <laughs> of consent is quite low in places like Brazil, and they were looking for some uh, so, some like 15-year-old guys. See, maybe I, that was the case. Here's, here's my experience. I, I used to go to the Dominican Republic on these surfing vacations. And yeah, right. I know. I swear, I was just surfing. Man doesn't even know how to surf. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> he, can't, uh, he can't swim. <laughs> so, um, but while we were there, like we go to the beach or we go to restaurants and stuff, and there'd be these dudes. They're like sixty years old, have not kept up with themselves. Big beer bellies, fat. It's not looking good with these hot, like twenty-one-year-old. Uh, girlfriends you know that they were obviously locals they're just eating with them hanging on their every word touching their hand like attentively and i think that's the experience that you can't get here or i get I, oh well, you, you, can, you can get it you can get that it's, here, just, yeah. it's oh. just more expensive or you know you gotta you gotta work it i, I was yeah. i was trying to convince or a young to, lady like, today a woman who loves you and cares about you and it's a huge thing oh, you don't want thing. any of that that that's the last thing you want what, they, what they, i think I, is funny aka clingy you, I can't I show you these giant uh, clicks, these giant yeah. clits, but if you look in the reflection right about there, you can see that I'm still checking them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before, before we move on, we need to come, we need to, come to a conclusion on the clit thing. So, now, yeah. Kyle is, is hyper-critical about... rabbit uh, hole of the deep clit rabbit hole. <laughs> well, we've talked about the pussy lips many times. Kyle is of the mind... Uh, that he likes the simp ones, which looks like Homer Simpson's mouth turned to the side, where there's like there's not a lot of of, of labia laps, majora and not a lot of labia down there. Woody and I are of the opinion like it's it's got to be fucking bananas for it to override You've be something. Like I'd have to like to pull her panties down and be like, this is on what? It, <laughs> were you okay showing me like this is insane? Like it would have to be out there. Same thing you... with clits. And I want to know Kyle. How big does mm -hmm. a clit have to be before you shut it down? What if it's mm. a perfect little simp pussy the way you like, but it's a, a nice meaty clit like this? I, I, I don't know how to describe how big the clit. Like if it's the all right, here I'm I'm thinking of like items that we can all, you know, think of. Like so like a, a drinking straw, like you get at a yeah. fast food restaurant. That is the diameter that I feel comfortable with. The length, I'm thinking like the last knuckle down to the end of my like like, like that much. Like, so you there know shouldn't what I mean? be there shouldn't be any kind of gag reflex involved when you put it in your exactly, mouth. Exactly. Yeah, got it. Okay, got it. Got no it. gag reflex. I, I don't want to be able to stroke it if I want. Like, if, if I'm able to grab the clit and, like, jerk the clit off, there's probably too much clit. Not now, only would I do but that. But if you loved this girl, would you jack her clit off? I, I, if Is that I, in if, the wedding vows? That sounds like it might be in the wedding vows. I, probably in so. In sickness or in health? Yeah. Probably so. In cute little clit or in big nasty ones? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I suppose so. Now, I'm, I'm much less judgmental about the clitoris than mm. I am about the, the labia, though, because I just find labia, like big, gross labia, that are especially the ones that are darker in color, it's a real big turnoff for me. And, and maybe yeah. that makes me a little gay. Maybe that makes me not as like straight as everyone else, but it's just... 
or, or maybe I just have more options than the average fellow. I, I, I don't know, but, but I I, I'm just not into it. We're in Mexico, and my buddy had never been to a strip club before, ever. So Starting this is on one the of the end. Chelsea lately. She, she used to pay for all of us to go on three or four day vacations to Mexico or wherever. The whole show's down there. And one of the dudes who works on the show, he's never been to a strip club. So another girl who works on the show was like, I'll go with you. So the, I, right, right away, I'm like, this is going to be a great, by the way, this is going to be a great time for a practical joke. So I walk up, I go, hey, I tell my buddy, hey, I'm going to set you up. I walk up to the manager. I go, hey, you got a boom boom room? And he goes, yeah. I go, all right, get me the nastiest girl you've got. What happens and in I'm, the boom boom room? Is that a sex room or just like a it's dance? The sh- it's, like, it's the champagne room. Okay. All right, it's, it's wherever you take him. And he, and he goes, uh, oh, you want uh, somebody hot who does nasty? I go, no, not hot. I want nasty. <laughs> just nasty. <laughs> I said, and then my next thing was, who's the oldest stripper you got here? Ooh. And he was like, well, and he said her name. Let's call her Esmeralda. He goes, it's Esmeralda. I'm like, great. I'm like, let's bring my buddy into the boom boom room. Send Esmeralda. In. <laughs> Esmeralda, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her uh, late 40s. Um, do you know the body type where the booty is flat, the belly is big, and the titties are small? Ooh. Like a pear. Yes. So, I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I'm doing a podcast right now. Yeah. No, I'm good. Thanks. Um, so, I go, hey, go in there. And so, he goes in there, and I sit down with this girl. And we're watching this girl dance, and she squints like that. And she goes, what's coming out of her vagina? And I said, her vagina is coming out of her vagina. She goes, what do you mean? I go, she's got an Audi. Most, some people have innies. She's got an Audi. And she, had, as a woman, had never known that sometimes it, it drops out a little bit. Oh, and this it, is a girl you're playing the joke on? No, the girl, the guy was in the other room. The girl just oh. had never seen. So, like, her pelvic been... floor was like burst out, just <laughs> a, a hanging clam. Wait, I, I'm sorry, I have to confirm this. Are we talking about large lips, or are we talking about like a medical issue? <laughs> it, it's a, it's, it's not a prolapse. Okay. From the other side, but or a rosebud, definitely... as we in the community call. It. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like a, a simp, as you're saying, because yeah. there's a little bit hanging out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little of the fruit is coming out. The fruit is about to fall off the tree. Mm. It's hanging on. You know how the, like, the apple is hanging on by like a... Uh, so it, she was like, is that a thing? I go, yes, sometimes there's Audis. Most people have minis. Uh, and right about that time, my buddy comes <laughs> sprinting out of the room. We're leaving now. We're leaving now. And so we walk out. And um, I'm, he, he was like, oh. And he's not saying anything. I go, how was it, man? What was going on? And he goes, well, first of all, this old woman walks in <laughs> and I go, yeah. And he was like, I didn't know that. I go, yeah. In the boom, boom room, it's all old women. And he was like, what? <laughs> so, so I just, but it, he, I go, well, what happened? He goes, well, she started dance for me. Cause you had paid for it. I didn't want to be rude. And he said, she was like, do you want to, um, you know, she wanted a little extra money. So he was like, she goes, do you want to? And he was like, no, no, no. And she was like, do you want to? And he was like, no, no, no. And she was like, do you want to taste? And he goes, no, no, no. Do you want to taste? No, no, no. And as he's saying, no, 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 she had put her fingers in her vagina and put it in his mouth. Fuck that. Because she biological warfare. She was like, you need to taste. In his mouth, the fingers that were We're going to fight. 
Yeah. <laughs> First, I'm kicking your ass, old lady, and then the bouncer's kicking mine. But there's going to be two fights tonight. And All right, I'm, I'm going to do a fun joke against my friend Josh Wolf. I've told the Menendez cartel that he's selling drugs in their territory. <laughs> <laughs> now watch as they slowly saw his head off, place his genitals in his mouth, and circulate the photo online. Like, <laughs> That's what she, I thought she was just going to be a gross person who danced. If I'm the gagging guy a little. told me this was going to happen, I'd have been like, "Let's what's one step down from there? Mm. Like, I don't need that to happen to him. I just need, like, you know, something, you know. That's a 10. Let's drop it to a 7. Fuck. But, but like, but I, but it was such a, because all the women there, most of them had those Audis that I don't think you would like. No, mm. man, no. Maybe that's a Mexican thing. I don't know. Did uh, you, what you done if those fingers had gone in your mouth? I, I, they wouldn't have gone in my mouth. I like to, I, I, I like to imagine that I'd have stopped her before they got in there, but I'd have smacked her. I'd have definitely shoved her. Yeah. I'd have definitely shoved her off of me in a really aggressive, like not the shove that you'd normally, like I'd have shoved her hard. Like maybe, maybe like 80% shove, like, like she goes across the room. Oh, I'd like put a foot on her lower belly to keep her at bay. You know, keep uh, you'll kill the baby then. I started off being polite in my head. I was like, yeah, old lady dancing is not what I'm looking for, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. But when she begins yeah. the biological warfare. Well, yeah, I've never experienced that. I've been in like those rooms in like Florida and places like that. And the chicks, you know, will will fuck you or blow you or whatever. And they'll show you their pussy. And like I, I, I I've often been like lucky enough to get to go to those places with a guide. So like I won't say the guy's name, but like I was with a guy who was very well known and like mm-hmm. 100 millionaire. And and we go to his club like that changes that he, your experience. Totally. Because he's yeah. like, hey. This guy's with me, and this mm-hmm. is a guy who probably drops, you know, ten thousand dollars a month in this club. And so all the girls are like, I guess they think I'm a hundred millionaire, mm-hmm. and, and and she's back there. She's like, she's like, you want some of this? And she's not even supposed to take her bottoms off, you know. It, it's a it's a wonderful experience. And these are like eights out of ten, I would yeah. say, you know. These are these are hot fucking strippers that don't. I've never had an old Mexican lady <laughs> expose me to her, her her pussy juice though, and I would not. That would be that. kindly. I wonder Let's if she converts this. many well, clients. With that <laughs> method, right? Are many people like, well, now that I've had a taste, you know what? You were right all along. <laughs> what if it was like, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wait a goddamn minute. Yeah. Pretty you know, you <laughs> might be diabetic. This is so sweet. Yeah, <laughs> this is fantastic. It's like flan. Yeah. yeah it's like flan. Carmely, uh, Carmely <laughs> I want to ask you guys. <laughs> what would you have done? Because I know what he did. And I started to think what I would have done. What would you have done to sanitize your mouth? Mm. Before anything, I would have walked out of there and open mouth kissed you because we're in this together. <laughs> oh, good one, by the way. I would have respected that. I would have respected uh, yeah. that. Hey, guess what? Now we both have to go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you can't drop me off. We're going We're going to go to this bullshit Tijuana clinic and they're going to check us out and give us some bootleg penicillin or whatever. So I would have yeah. done that and then probably assaulted you. <laughs> because like, if it happened in the U.S., I wouldn't. But I'm like, this is fucking Mexico. Like, I'm going to get away with it. You know? <laughs> I, I'm going right to the bar and ordering like a double shot of Bacardi 151, Ooh. and I'm spitting it on the floor. That's way better than, than gargling hand sanitizer that I was about to do. Yeah, yeah. Just straight fucking, you know, 151 yeah. is, is like 76% alcohol or whatever. I'm, I'm fucking gargling. I'm carefully not swallowing or anything, you know, like. God, I'm starting to gag a little. Just he went of... straight. He did one gargle with tequila, spit it out, and then did two shots of tequila just to kill whatever was going down. Mm-hmm. Genius. And um, 
I, by the way, I apologize to him. I don't usually apologize for practical jokes because, like you said, like he something could have he could have like something yeah. yeah something could have caught something that he could have had permanently yeah do you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, oh. life altering yeah, a number not, of STDs that's yes. all it takes and that's not what I I'm not for me. Hang on a minute. You had that other man digitally raped, and <laughs> it was raped by the letter of the law. I, I by the way, but with bu- with buffalo sauce. Again, that was off script. <laughs> that was off script. I didn't. That was that will not hold the... up in the court of law. You play a dangerous he, game, Josh, Josh Wolf. <laughs> did you uh, did you he check her Better her. Business Bureau stats with, before you, you hired her? <laughs> her LinkedIn mentioned none of this. <laughs> all it said is, "I'll wrestle you." How was I to know there was oil checking involved? <laughs> her LinkedIn just says "sticky bitch" from 01 to twenty seventeen. What, what does that mean? Like, what, what has she been doing this whole time? Chicken wings never far away. These are not these. These aren't requisites to any kind of job. Yeah, it's so funny. That, that's funny. Uh, I, I heard David Spade on the Stern Show once, and he was talking about uh, Chris Farley, who, of course, he was super close with for years. And, and he was talking about doing uh, shows in Canada and how, like, after the show or b- the night before the show, they'd go to a strip club. And and Chris Farley's running joke that he would do with, like, whoever was new in their little group who was, like, touring with them and they didn't really know really well, he'd go to the biggest, fattest, ugliest stripper in the place, and he'd duke her out like a grand and be like, hey, that guy over there, he's your job tonight. I, no matter what he says, you're on him. And, and he, would, he would basically just hire a fucking stripper what? assassin to be on this guy, like, like all over him. Like, she doesn't ask if he wants a, a dance. She dances. Yeah. She's all over him. I love That'd be that. a fun friend to have. I love that. Yeah, he, that he sounds more fun than me, to tell you the truth. Yeah, definitely so. He didn't, David Spade safer. didn't mention the, 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 the herpes that he, that he <laughs> contracted during one of Farley's uh, yeah. pranks or anything. Like I said, th- that, that went a little... That, but, I mean, the look on his face when she came out, I knew something had gone terribly wrong. How old was she? He said up to 40s. Gotta be mid, mid to late 40s. So in Mexican years, so she was 65, 70, least, something, yeah, like 78, something like that. They age well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and what's funny <laughs> is when he called her, like she came out of the kitchen... So, like, it's not like she was a normal stripper. Mm. It sounds like she was, like, when the place is packed, they bring her out from behind the grill, and they're like, hey, Esmeralda. Sopapilla seasoning on her hands. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to need you tonight. (laughs) It's like they go to the bullpen. We're calling in the righty. Esmeralda, come on in. There's no way I would have been taken to, like, his purification method, like, you're in Mexico. I don't know, you know, what better you could do than take shots of tequila but I don't know how many shots it takes to fill up a human stomach. And I think Kyle's going to be the one who comes down the same side as me. Mm. Like, I'm drinking until I vomit, and then I'm drinking again. Like, I need to know every inch of my stomach touched. That's interesting. Whatever yeah. it was. Like, I don't, I don't think, yeah. like, I don't think me, that works, give me man. Two full body, dude, it would, give, it would make me feel better. Like, two little uh, shots, I'm going to jump up and down and hope that it coats everything. I don't know how the shit works. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know, based on last week's show, if I, I, I could have fucking blown an AIDS patient, and I'd have been A-OK. Drink so fucking much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you drink a lot? Yeah, we did a drinking episode last week. And when I say drinking episode, none of us really drink that much. Like, yeah. like I drink maybe two drinks a, a week or something. Like, if I get home late, I'll have a drink and go to bed. Taylor probably drinks on weekends occasionally, a few beers. Woody is a non-drinker, and I, and I really do mean that legitimately. And when we do a drinking episode here, 
we we like force ourselves to do many many shots and by the time the night was over i drank an entire fifth of vodka uh and, and a, a little, little bit more. yeah 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 I, I i don't know 25 shots or 30 shots or something whatever it was um, we only do it a couple times a year at most yeah. because you just it's just awful the next oh, yeah. day because nobody wants to watch like yeah they get like reasonably drunk like at one point i could almost tell that they were you know getting tipsy like it's not like fireside whiskey it's like getting tanked forcing each other to drink when we don't want to yeah and then of course talking about whatever the hell online they out. said i had european shot glasses is that a thing are shot glasses not standardized everywhere no nah, they're not standardized no like like so this this is a two ounce shot glass um and if you fill it up to the top um but like, there's one ounce shot glasses bigger. and there's there's two and a quarter ounce shot glasses these are where i was drinking all night um so. i didn't Just, even know it, i was having smaller shots than the, than the group well, the normal shot, like I used to work, I think it's an ounce, or that's what they go by the ounce, yeah. is yeah. what we do here, I think, is an ounce. Yeah. Like at a bar, if you had a shot, I think it would be an ounce. Yeah. I don't drink either, though. I'm just a, I'm a weed guy. Uh, you know, and I, I like, but I agree with you. Like, I do a show every Monday night from my backyard called The High Live. And so it's like a weird science experiment. You get to watch someone go from 100% sober over an hour become like go to he shouldn't be in public so you watch the transformation of high and so you go from zero to 100 in an hour and it's really broken down into quadrants really zero to 15 i'm not high i'm just kind of getting the the juices flowing uh -huh. 15 to 30 you can see it's starting to hit me from 30 to 45 is the real sweet spot but from 45 minute on like <laughs> If you want to see a legitimately stupid fucking person try to read comments and like not get distracted, it's a it's a crazy. But I like I get twenty thousand people that watch me every Monday. Nice. How do you smoke it? Is it just a like weed that you burn in a pipe? Like I, I guess it flour. Are you smoking I, flour or concentrated doing edibles? Like I doing? take an edible before the show. How many milligrams? I, I'm sorry, uh, it's a hundred milligrams. Holy fuck. All right, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have Kyle's that attention and my ignorance. I, I don't that know. hits me right around the 30-minute mark, which is why 30 to 60 is like, <gasps> Is this even fun for you? Or are you like, you, you feel the point of the high no longer being fun, and you're like, I'm doing the, the high live. Keep it going. Mm. So no. you got me smoking every day, eh? I am an edible guy. I yeah. only smoke on Mondays for the high live. Okay. But yes, it's really fun for me, man, because... I like, I like isn't the right word. I love the unknown. I love the, I don't know how this is going to go tonight. I love, I love that. I, I think it's what people tune in for, you know? It, Where can it, I watch that show? Do you go ahead and plug that bitch? It's on, I'm my, um, on my Facebook fan page, but also it's on my YouTube channel. Cool. Um, and it's every Monday night at seven o'clock if you want to watch live and chime in. And it's a really cool community, man. And, you can tell different people come to watch different 15-minute blocks. Depending Do you stream on, on YouTube? I, 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 so I'm going to start streaming on YouTube next month, but right now I just stream on Facebook. Yeah, I'm not sure. This, I, I may, I, obviously, Facebook isn't. Uh, I don't know if YouTube will give you any, any flack for, for streaming and smoking. I know there are like marijuana channels where like yeah. guys, they, they, and, and it's a great idea. I, 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 we had one of the guys who does it on before. He like reviews different strains of marijuana and, and like, pipes yeah and like i guess if you're a weed head like he gets an infinite number of fucking pipes and yeah. and and 
to me, that seems really cool. Like whatever you're into, if, if you can make your, uh, your, uh, your, your job, you know, be what you, you enjoy and be getting a lot of free fucking like stuff to go along with. That's, that's a good gig. Dude, the, the, I get free weed. And like I said, to have, t- I don't know how many people watch the video throughout the week, but to try to, the funny thing is, is watching me try to high, try to interact with 20,000 people is like a, a shit show um, because they're, Comments are coming up about something I said 10 minutes ago, but I don't fucking remember what I said 10 mm-hmm. minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a whole new situation for me. I'm like, I don't even, the, the phrase for the show that people repeat to me all the time on the road is, because I guess I say it about 100 times, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I say it all the time. I read a comment, I'm like, I don't, I don't have any idea what that means. But I've, as I've gotten older and done this more, it's one of the reasons that I love podcasts. I love things that are the same but different every time you do them. You know that this is your show and you're comfortable doing it. It's the same, but it's different. So you never get bored. You're not, it's, it's not yeah, uh, what you're saying. super monotonous like a job at a bank where you're doing the same thing and the same thing. You're mm-hmm. going to the same place and doing the same fucking thing every day. You guys are going to the same place, but different shit happens depending on who you've got on this end. I yeah, love sure. things that are the same but different. It's what make, keeps me going in this job for sure. Huh. You high right now? Um, I'm gonna be in about 45 minutes. Oh, that sounds nice. Good. Would you like what, me? Was, no, no, it wasn't accusatory or anything. I was just curious because I know, I, like, I oh, we fully support you, uh, you. You, you know, doing doing whatever you'd like to do over there if you wanna if you wanna get altered. I, I, um, I can show you the the edibles that I get. So I get these 175 millimeter, milligram edibles. That I eat the 100 milligram edible on stage. Uh, my late show on Saturday. What is it? Is it a brownie, a cookie, a it's gummy a, bear? It's a cheapachu. It's like a little Tootsie Roll. Okay. And um, it's just tiny, tiny, tiny. And I'll eat 100 milligrams while I'm on stage. Just so I want everybody to know I'm not pretending, I'm not faking. And, Saturday, and I always do it Saturday night late shows. So if anybody likes to see a, And Saturday night late show is like an hour different. It's all different than Saturday early. But I just like mm-hmm. it because... Yo, I just say and do things I would never say and do, and then I find jokes. You know, a lot of those tags for that story, mm-hmm. I found high. I found them high because I'm on stage and I'm not restricted by what I think the story's supposed to do or where I think it's supposed to go. I get rid of all the written rules that I have as a comic, my rigid rules, and when I'm high, I get rid of them and it loosens it up to really give the story a little bit of sauce. You know? And if you do bomb, who gives a fuck? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're too high to even know. You're like on the way home being like, I already got well? paid. Yeah, it yeah. usually goes well. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so like, um, by the time the edibles hits is usually when I've picked up my guitar. My last 15 minutes are with the guitar. And, um, and I know when I say that, people are like, oh my God, that sounds terrible. Hmm. But it's not like, a, it's, it's just gives it a full show. But when I'm high... It's so much fun. It's so, it's just like, I'm uh, just, yeah. I'm curious, like, because I know you have kids. I'm not sure how old they are now. Like, how do you uh, broach the subject of weed with them? Because they must know that you, you use it often. Do you, like, give them pep talks? Like, hey, I'm doing this because it's for, you know, I do it with my job, but you need to be wary. You know, it's still a drug. Be careful with it the way you would alcohol or like how have you found that difficult to handle or not really well you know in this state you have to be 18 to get your medical license and i ran into 
my son in the store where I buy my weed because he's old enough. And I walked in and I go, hey, man. And he turned around. And he goes, oh, hey. I go, what are you doing here? He goes, I think the same thing you're doing yeah. here. Right? <laughs> and then he put his wallet away. I go, what are you doing? He goes, well, you're here. You're buying, right? I was like, no, dude. Like, we didn't just leave your Little League game, man. You know what I mean? I'm not buying you three scoops of OG Kush. This is not Baskin or Robbins. That's not how this works. You know, you can have a Capri Sun and an orange slice, I guess, if you want. But it's, I would much rather have my kids smoke than drink. Much rather. I think that's fair. If I think of the, just think of the, the decisions you make when you're high and the decisions you make when you're drunk. The only challenge I'd put there. Yes. It's not legal in this state. Right. So if they drink, there's not really heavy legal ramifications that come with them. I, I don't know what kind of trouble you can get into. I think it's a misdemeanor in North Carolina, so I think it's a ticket. Oh. That's For most like uh, marijuana charges now, I know they decriminalized it in St. Yeah. Louis, where I live. Like you kind of have to be a drug dealer to get yes. in trouble. Like someone who sells large amounts of weed. Whereas if some Joe Blow out there buys a little bit for himself. They're not going to waste the time. Like ticket. They'll give you, I think it's a $250 ticket is what I heard. We, have a, we know a guy in Illinois, I'm talking about white boy, who uh, avoided some real trouble because the way they found it turned out to be like illegal search or something. So he didn't get any trouble at all. Yeah, he was swatted. But he was facing. He trouble. was? Yeah. Well, yeah, he Good. was swatted. And, uh, and when they came in, they discovered a, a bag of marijuana and, uh, you know, there were some pending charges, but obviously got thrown out because, you know, there wasn't a legit search. They were there under stupid ridiculous pretenses so you know it got thrown out i don't i don't guess they gave him his bag back but you know nothing came of it and part of the no. they found more than an ounce and he's not a dealer no one thinks he's a dealer but right. he is an avid smoker i think that's fair to say i'm not looking to throw him under the bus so uh he's just the kind of guy who would own more than an ounce for himself yeah well i i um you know i've had tsa i travel with edibles i've had tsa take my edibles out of my bag before hmm Really? There's one time she took the edibles out of the bag and she held them up like this because almonds, they'll take them out of your bag because they, they look like a bomb because they're a mass that they can't x-ray through. Almonds? So some, almonds, a bag of almonds. And so I had my almonds near my podcast stuff. So it was a mass with wires. Mm -hmm. So they went through my carry-on and near my, near my uh, – my almonds, where's my weed? Because that's where I keep my snacks next to, you know, next to each other. Yeah. And uh, she took a bag of probably 15 edibles out. And she held them up and she said, do you want to talk about this? And I said, um, you know, only if you do. Do they and smell like said, pot? How does she know? They're not Tootsie because, Rolls. Because it says. Oh. And it's in a city. And I won't say which, which city it was in because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But it was in a city where weed is legal. So I'm sure they know what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, are you planning on taking these on the plane? And I said, I'll eat them all right now if you want me to. <laughs> like, you know, I'm a team player. If, yeah. <laughs> if Just make sure somebody wakes me up when I get to New York is all I'm You got to get me one of those guys yeah. with the cart to drive me to my gate. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, hallucinating. As long as there's a wheelchair waiting for me when I get off, I think we're good. If you need me to eat them all right now, I will. But it's so not a big deal, mm. you know. But interestingly, even though I'm pro-weed, and I'm not a drinker. I still feel weird smoking weed. I still have not smoked weed with my kids. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. On paper, you would think, oh, it's not a big deal. Because 
My son's 21. I'd have a beer with him. I just still think it's weird to light up a joint with him for some reason. Like the stigma I, of it or like the, the I, smoking act of like, eh, this still probably isn't very good for me. Yeah, maybe. I don't really know. I really don't know why it's such a big deal. My oldest son is in the army, so he's not, he's not a weed guy mm-hmm. at all. But my, daughter, my other daughter and my, my daughter and my other son, are, they both like weed. But they're both, you know, my kids, man, I don't know if you know anything about me. I met a woman who had two kids. We had a kid together. I kicked her out, but I kept all three kids. So I kept her two kids and my kid. And I was a single dad for a long time. And then I met my current wife. And, but, so my kids are old, man. Like, I Did have you get my more kids. kids with the current wife? Because you're collecting a lot of children at this point. No, no, no. I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, and then I, I left yeah. some uh, ice cream cones on the front step. And <laughs> they just kind of gather. <laughs> I'm going to the store. Don't pick up any more kids. Got it. Um, this one follows yeah. me home. <laughs> um, but so I have old kids. So my oldest son is in the is in the army, and um, he's done a tour in, in Afghanistan and done the whole thing. And I got a daughter and I got a son. They're all over 21. Did the tour mess him up at all? Uh, you mean did he come back with something he didn't leave with? Yeah, you know, a little, little stress, a little different view. Yes, different have... view entirely, yes. Um, it was a very interesting... Um, Transformation. Yeah, 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 but I completely understood it, and, and um, it, was a, it was one of the... Do any of you have kids? I have two. What I'm he the does. only one. So, you know, I guess it never really dawned on me so specifically. I guess it was just kind of understood that your, one of your jobs is to keep your kids safe. And it was the first time any of my kids, even though he was older and not lived there, he wasn't a plane ride away. He wasn't two hours away for me to come in and save the day if, I, if he needed me. Mm-hmm. And for that to be so far out of touch for me um, and in a literal war zone was a complete mindfuck. And then I remember talking to him, and he basically said to me one time, we were Skyping, and he said, basically, he said, I got to stop you right here, because I was asking him all these questions. And I go, what's up? He goes, I I can't call you and have you seem worried. I'm already worried. I can't can't have you worried. This Mm -hmm. can't be this conversation. I need to call you and forget about my worry. So if you're going to add more stress, we're not going to talk. Yeah. That makes and, sense. Yeah, but I, but and it was so direct. It was so, mm-hmm. and that was one of the first changes. I was like, oh, he would have never said that something like that to me three months ago. Mm. But it, 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 there, you know, when you're out there worrying, I can't even imagine. But it, when mm-hmm. you wake up every morning and there's a thought in your mind, like, all right, I just gotta stay alive. That's gotta fuck you up a little bit, even if nothing ever happens. Oh Think yeah, you, just the concern. Just the concern. I think has to fuck you up in some way, shape, or form. Or change you. Fuck you up might not be the right words. but Were you, uh, were you happy when he was like, I'm going to join the army? Or were you kind of like, well, let's, you know, let's think this through, see if this is you know, really a good idea? Or were you, you know, supportive the whole time because you could tell that was what he wanted? Well, my first question, because I wanted to know, was why. And if I didn't like the reason, you know, I'm, I, don't, I wouldn't say I would try to talk them out of it. I don't try to talk my kids out of too much. Mm-hmm. When they were very young, all of my kids got shocked by an outlet because I told them once, hey, don't stick your finger in there. Mm-hmm. 
But I never stopped him. <laughs> I was like, hey, don't stick your finger in there because if you stick your finger in there, it's going to hurt. And you know when a kid will like look at you and slowly do it like this? Yeah. I would be like, okay. And I would just sit. And they would, all of them got shocked. <laughs> that's how I learned. Yeah, that's I've how I shocked. learned about the stove. My dad. Yeah. Like the <laughs> how else are you gonna learn? So, uh, but like, so, yeah. That, I, I, for me, always learning by. What trial. was his reason? Can you share it? Why, why did he join yeah. the army? I said why, and he said, um, "Okay, so when my ex and I split up, mm-hmm. he had uh, he was the one that really went and lived with her when as he got older." Mm-hmm. And um, I said he was in college. It was his first semester in college, and he was up in Washington State. And he called me. He said, "I'm dropping out." I said, "Why?" He goes, "I'm going to fail out." I was like, "Dude, it's the first week. Yeah. Are you already failing out? Like that's I don't know how you. I do haven't that. kept up with the <laughs> syllabus explanations. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> have you taken a test yet? How do you fail in the first week? But he just said, "I have no discipline. I have no. I have no ability to structure myself." And I need to go somewhere where that's going to happen. Now, I was prepared to tell him, hey, can we find why? Because it was at, wars were happening. Mm-hmm. If it what had been year peace, is this, roughly? Uh, six years ago. Yeah, seven okay. Years ago, seven years ago, happening? maybe. No, happening. Yeah, happening. Yeah, I follow. And uh, so that was the thing. Like, But when he said that, I couldn't argue with that. He had a real reason that for me to, to actually be able to live my life, I need some hard discipline and structure right now or it's not going to be good for me. And like, do I want him to go and, and am I, am I, do I respect and honor his choice and is he braver than I've ever been and do I respect and honor the people who are in uniform? Of course. Did I want my son to go overseas and do a war zone? Of course not. Of course not. So it was really like, but it was what he wanted to do. So you join the National Guard? (laughs) (laughs) You know who has a lot of discipline? The Coast Guard. Uh (laughs) That's still a little risky, Woody, with those Somali pirates inching closer and closer. Like, how about uh, about, like the Park Rangers? Not terrible. You know what? Greenpeace. A lot of discipline. A lot of, a lot of structure. Mm-hmm. That's but, true. Get those stinky sponges at whale ships. Yeah. You know, you know that TV <laughs> show where they protect the whales? shot by like a Japanese guy who's not... Have you ever seen those clips of yep. like the Greenpeace people who like are used to dealing with not like other American or European ships or something and they attack them and throw this stinky stuff? Oh, and no. Every once in a while, they accidentally go up against like one of the Japanese ones. And they don't play that shit. They'll like fire water cannons back and like actively fight back. It's hilarious. hilarious. That's whale that. wars you're thinking those... about. I love Real whale what? wars. That's whale wars. That's Paul Watson. That's that Paul Watson guy. Yeah, that happened to that show. Remember when there were like four of those shows going on at the same time? The fucking whale wars. It, it was mostly it was whales. Yeah, yeah, and 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 um, it's got. When you watch the intro to the show, you're like, holy shit. These are some badass motherfuckers. Because, like, the intro music is like, the world is a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) And there's, like, a montage of these guys, like, up on the, like, 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 prowl of the ship with the white, salty air in their their hair. And they're just, like, riding the waves. Like, yeah, there's the Japs. (laughs) Like, they look so bad. And then you watch the show, and they're like, there's this guy with, like, the weakest mustache you've ever seen. He's like, we're almost there, sir. Prepare 
the water balloon. We're not going to shoot them. We don't even have like one of those big harpoons to like impale some. Of, like, no, we're not going to ram them. They're, no, they're throwing water balloons and like stink bombs and shit. Always made me <laughs> laugh. Is like their ship. I don't know what the speed is. Call it nineteen miles an hour. They're chasing yeah. down ships that go. 18 and a half miles an hour. Yeah. So it's like six and a half hours where they slowly inch up on them. It's <laughs> just the most boring car ever. <laughs> you could tell that like most, like half the guys who were on that boat were just there to fuck the chicks who were there to save the whales. And they're just, they're just, and then they realized that the kind of chicks who were there to save the whales are not the kind of chicks that they were after. And now they're just stuck on this boat somewhere in the fucking Arctic sea with Paul Watson and his bitch boy with the mustache. It it was a, I watched a lot of that show, but I never How could saw you an waste episode your that time? was. Dude, it was. We watched it like 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 everybody I knew was into it. We we watched every single episode, and you were always waiting on something to actually happen, and nothing ever did. Sometimes it the, did. The biggest thing that ever happened is Paul Watson pretended to get shot. Mm-mm. No, pretended the the biggest thing that ever happened is like come two three seasons uh, in, they got this nimble little fast boat. And the, this one was like a, like a cigarette boat almost. But it looked like a badass cigarette boat. It had like armor on it. It was like sealed on the top. And, and they could chase down boats and do nothing, I guess. So... Hey! <laughs> stop! Yeah! <laughs> a real... Whoa! Oh, what, what does the white man scream at me? <laughs> Not even, because they're like indoors, like under cover. Like... Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> hey, knock it off from inside. So... They run down to the, they, they catch the ship, right? Because they're catching this giant, like, ocean liner type thing, and they're in a little cigarette boat. They catch it, and the big boat runs them over and slices it in half and sinks them. What? Yeah. Yeah. And shit went down. And they, Good. like, yeah, they had um, some sort of, like, you know rescue outfits on. Like, they were prepared for this, and they got plucked out of the sea, and they lost their expensive cigarette boat. I bet you a whale clit. <laughs> is probably bigger than you would because i've seen the picture of the blue whale penis which is like a boat but the way are you going to google whale clit i hope oh, i'm way <laughs> ahead of you buddy <laughs> like it's not in our favorites already i guess i'm yeah, oh, yeah. the first thing that popped up this article called getting to know whale vaginas and seven steps seven? <laughs> can i guess what they are seven steps yeah Okay. Uh, if you go to Bing, it's just a bunch of fat women's pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Seven steps of a whale. Okay. Well, the fir- first has got to be like the, the the labia major, right? The outside? You would think Leverage so. Leverage Victorian's obsession with sea creatures. I, yeah, I don't right? know. What I've got a good one right here. Here's a, an artist rendition of what it probably looks like. Oh, I like it. It doesn't have a... Um, the site I'm on doesn't have... <laughs> A picture or a size, but it does say this. The blue whale's clitoris is, in fact, the longest known in the animal kingdom. The vagina is six to eight feet long, quite sufficiently roomy, to accommodate the ten-foot-long whale penis known as a dork. A dork? Mm-hmm. So that's what they were calling me, a magnificent penis throughout elementary school. I have so many. So six feet long. That's not. Six to eight. Yep. Does it give a uh, any a width too? Oh, this will require more searching. Girth <laughs> analysis. Largest clitoris oh. in the world. Well, this. What's is... the the yaw the yaw of the shrimp? <laughs> 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 
Oh, Kyle, look at those two links I just clicked. I, I, I see. I There's don't some know sort if you of, can uh, show those yet. Yeah, there's some sort ones. of an animated whale who's who's like he he's in like a runner's stance, like a three point stance, very seductive, with the largest like it's not I don't know how to describe the penis other than saying it looks like a tentacle emerging from its crotch. Hmm. And and if you look closely, he has some sort of a sailor's tattoo on his ass. And they gave him <laughs> fingers, which I don't care for. You yeah. don't like the whale with fingers? No. no. I like no. his doomy eyes. No, we know a whale with fingers. He, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I honestly can say that I a six to eight foot vagina. A blue whale's so clitoris is up to three feet long. It's taller than me. Do you yeah. think there are any guys who are like super into bestiality? Who like really want to get up in there? I just so linked much. you yes. to cartoon images of whale sexual. Of, there are people out there, my friend. Yeah, but I'm saying that. enough. Look at how that much they detail like, they put into that fake asshole. They like get their <laughs> class three scuba certification. They get their rebreather, and they're down there chasing after whale, whale pussy, trying to get in it with their entire body. A hundred percent chance. Some dude. A hundred percent chance. Some dude was like, guys, you know what I'm gonna try to do. <laughs> I'm going to get scuba certified, and I'm going to swim and do a whale's pussy. China. Yeah. And you what know his dies. friends are like, That's how you die. What, it's, you, what if he died? No, oh, no, no. If, once you get in the pussy, the whale dives. Oh. It goes to the depths of the ocean. Would you be pressure equalized within the vagina, the vaginal See, this canal? Is, you're, you're not considering the clear solution, which is making a tampon of sorts. So you have a long stream with a flotation ball at the end uh -huh. that inflates when you pull something. So you tuck yourself in there with the rope around your waist. Yes. And then once you're nestled in the, in the whale pussy, you, you stick your arm out, pull the thing, and you let the rope go up to the top. So then when you need to escape, you just pull yourself out through the rope. Ah, just like, like the Jules Verne novel. Yeah. Could just like the you, you know where I stole it from. Then. <laughs> could you you could kind of paramotor in and paramotor out? You put give yourself a little motor on the back. You hydromotor in. I was yep. working for looking for a way to work that into the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for the entry. Yep, yep, yep. No pun intended. Yeah, that, that that would be if you were into trying to sneak into a whale's vagina. It'd be difficult to get your certifications. Could you'd have to be like, all right, well you're certified, Mister Mister Stevenson. Yeah, but I need to. I need to do the class where I can do it by myself, like <laughs> no one around for preferably miles. Okay. Yeah. It seems okay. like if you had scuba gear in right. there, you could enter the whale vagina, and then as you breathe, it would eventually fill up and become a room that you could be happy in. Right? It would just so inflate the room. I, huh? <laughs> I don't know my Bible that well. Are you sure he had scuba gear? <laughs> <laughs> Jonah and the whale, an erotic tale. <laughs> Dude, I bet, I bet a whale pussy would, like, squeeze hard Are enough to, Are you sure like, he was in the pussy, too? Suffocate you. <laughs> God. You, know, they, they, you know, there's a lot of mistranslations in that Old Testament. You know, there, there could have been. <laughs> when it says that he went into the fish, and we know it's a whale, maybe a fish scent. You know, the gaping maw of the beast. Mm. Maybe Jonah was gay, and he didn't, he didn't want to do it. Gaping maw. These like are that theories that Woody's parents need to know about. <laughs> <laughs> gaping maw sounds Christ. pretty... Pretty gross. I've seen so. some gaping maws on the internet. I, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That might be a website already. Gaping maw. Okay. Oh, I wanted to ask you about this. I saw a clip where you were talking about. Uh, oh, I love fucked up shit. Like I like yeah. looking at fucked up shit, shit on the internet. I like looking at like weird, odd things. We all enjoy that as well. 
Yeah. What uh? What are some of your? Because everybody has like go-to categories. Like I love, for example, I love watching animals maul peel people to death yeah. when they were fucking with the animal and the animal just does what's natural. Yep. What are your so categories good. that you like that are fucking? Well, okay, I, I'll tell you. It really kind of depends on time of year, what's happening. Right now, I know it's that time of year. Seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> Seasonal. So right now, we're in the SEC fans fighting with each other in the stands season, which is so fun. <laughs> when you see SEC fans, and I'm a college football fan, but nobody scraps in the stands like the SEC fans. They True. go at it. And yo, you're going to see every week a good couple of videos of three or four people tumbling down 30, 40 stairs at once, just in a all-on brawl. Or you get like a good one mm. where like a, a mouthy chick gets too drunk and she like screams at a cop and like pushes them. And it's like the kind of person who's never been told no. And then the cops tells, tells them no in a very quick, succinct, effective manner. Yes. And it's there, there was a, a clip of that a few years ago that everybody that went super viral, this like Alabama fan or maybe Ohio State, I don't recall, but fucked to the cop. The cop did not hesitate, just popped her. And everybody was freaking out. Oh, it was great. So you know, that's a good category. That's this time of year for me, for sports fans. So when, and when when professional football really gets in the swing of things, I love watching Bills fans just do weird shit. Bills Jumping fans on tables and shit, yeah. That are on fire. Yeah, they're bad decision makers over there in Buffalo. I've got nothing to lose in, as a Bills fan. <laughs> it's so like, I like that stuff. I like that stuff a lot. And then, you know, I'm always looking for a practical joke. And seeing what other people do to each other. But, like, I like to watch videos of things that people do to pass out people. The creative ways. The Toy Story one always makes me laugh. You've seen that one, right? I haven't. No. What is it? But guys, you can, I mean, there's multiple ones. But guys are so fucked up that their friends put, like, a, a little Woody from Toy Story hat on them. And they tie strings to them. <laughs> they, move his arm, they move his arms up and down. It's like really fucking funny. So, <laughs> but it's it's back to school season. So um, there's just a, 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 so many. It's such a deep pool of drunk white dudes doing dumb shit. That is just, it's one of my favorite categories. Because I was one of those guys. I just, we just didn't have phones. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. I like all that. You know, anybody trying to, I just went through, I always like looking at videos of guys who think they can jump out of a window into a tree and that'll break their fall. Have you seen those videos? And eventually uh, I, they hit accidental ones. Yeah. Dude, the ones where they try to do it on purpose and grab a branch and they just hit every branch on the way down. Low and success they rate on that move. Zero percent. Zero percent. That's low. They, they disappear for like two seconds and then you just see their limp body fall out of the tree. It's like yeah. one of my favorites. I'll tell you this. Nobody's ever eaten a whole bag of chivachus at an airport and then tried to jump into a tree nope that has never happened no now, never pe people have eaten a whole bag of chivachus at in an airport and thought they saw a tree on a plane that happened <laughs> but they ended up being okay after a brief panic attack <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the worst thing about me flying high is that the flight attendant hates, hates me because Weren't i'm always those, like please? Boom, you got any uh, chips <laughs> boom how about some cookies boom hey a little more ice boom I always, when I'm high, I always tell the flight attendant, hey, so don't hate me. And if you could just bring a lot of food right now, 
I won't bing you every fucking 10 seconds. Put it on the Boggs account. Yeah. <laughs> but let's keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Now, I'm not asking you right now. I'm just asking questions. Is there a personal limit of peanuts, you know, <laughs> that I could get on this yeah, whole flight? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> 10 bags? I'm 15? Here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if I, if I were a flight attendant, I would give people whatever they wanted to keep them out of my hair. Yes. Like it, if it I was seems a waiter, like a super too. annoying job. As a waiter, you and yeah. I are on the same team. We're on team good service, big tip. Yes. The man yes. over there, the man wants you to have less salsa, but me, I will hook you the fuck up with salsa. I'll fill this whole table with salsa. You know, anything that I can get you for free, I'm getting it for you. Mm-hmm. As your server, anything that I can be like, hey, listen, this is going to be between us. Because honestly, I, I, it's not like I'm a company man with points in the company. I want mm-hmm. my money now. Yeah. So if the company's, if I'm giving away a, a, you know, a free burrito, and that's extra five dollars for me. That's a free burrito for you. Yeah. You know, the, the kind they, of employee uh, so, every company wants. <laughs> the kids yeah, yeah. Away freebies <laughs> at the lowest level for their own gain. <laughs> I, I ever eat with an ex server? They're always big tippers, and they know what the heck yes. they're doing. You know, it, like it, we, we were running outside all day long, right? We're hot, sweaty, whatever. We go to the restaurant. It's not a classy joint. And he's like, "We're gonna want two drinks right here. Save us both time." And uh, yeah, I love it. Right? So they're rolling yeah. in two drinks. They're keeping them coming. Yeah, that's a, I don't know. I like good. You know what I hate? Uh, those stories, <clears throat> and I don't know if this is one of those like big talking myths that people say, or if people actually do this because it's it's so bafflingly rude to me that people would. Have you ever talked to someone who's like, "Oh yeah, what I do, or what my dad or whoever does, is at the beginning of the meal they'll put twenty dollars on the table in singles, and then if they do something bad, they start taking money that's off of it." Move. And I'm like, "Dude, this is first of all, I never want to meet your dad. Now your dad sounds like a cunt." Your dad yeah. is, let me tell you if no one's ever told you, your dad's a fucking cunt. Did He's yeah. a George Costanza that. And a bully, by the way. A fucking bully. Did George, I not see George, it on Seinfeld? Help George up, went back and took money. Because George had made a lot of money on like on like a stock deal or something like that. And he was like, he was like, ah, it's on me. He's like paying for like coffee and a bagel or something like that. <laughs> and but then he, he takes two steps away and he's like, I'm not that generous. And he goes <laughs> back and like takes takes like two dollars back off the table. And they catch I, him. Yeah, but th- th- that's that's something no, I can't believe people Kramer actually got caught in the Calzone episode. No, no, no. Jo- no, George got caught taking the tip back out of the tip jar in the Calzone episode because the guy didn't see him put the tip in, and he figures if he didn't if he didn't see me put the tip in, then what's the fucking point? Because he was trying to buy some goodwill. Uh, you know true. that interesting question. I I just had that conversation with my brother the other day. We were at Starbucks and. I took a little bit to put the tip in the jar. He was like, let's go, man. I go, hold on a second. He goes, let's go, man. And I waited until they turned around and put the tip in the jar. And he's like, what are you doing? I go, well, they got to see the tip going. And he said, why? And I said, well, when I, I obviously tip everybody because I have the next server. But then when I come back in and I tip well, I would like what comes with being known as being a good tipper. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make you bad. You're regularly no. going somewhere. You need to make sure they know, ah. It's it's Josh. <laughs> yes. Take care of him a little yes. quicker because he he gives a fuck. Yes, if I'm going to go out of my way to tip well, I would like the benefits with what comes with that. Yeah, and one I, thing I do, I, just throw I in think, handfuls of change loudly yes. so they don't know. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. And then what I, I do is my, I also go here. <laughs> <laughs> I think of myself as a professional. I pick tipper. up the whole jar and shake it. <laughs> I I know that some places like if you. You know, if you if you if you buy something with your card, like if you buy the meal with your card and you write in the tip, like they're not getting that whole tip in some places. Like they'll get fucked over. And post, they're 
Uh, I, I was a, uh, I can't do that. Never no, mind. No, you cannot, my friend. Yeah, I was. There's. I can't continue with that with that thing. I, what I was gonna say. I, I caught myself, Chiz. Don't worry. Um, uh, I'll write why I can't continue. Do you guys? Do you, all of you? Got uh -huh. it. Got it. Uh, yeah. But the whole sipping thing. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Have you guys ever had to have? Maybe I'm very fortunate in the friends I have that every one of them I know of. I don't check their checks, but I assume they're all tipping. Have you ever had to have a conversation with someone about tipping, like almost Reservoir dog style? Mr. Pink, throw it up, throw a buck in. You know, like, <laughs> I don't believe in it. With my dad, I, because the, they oh, just came from a generation where, and I told them, I go, look, all of your kids have been servers. So just so you know, this is not okay. This, what you're leaving isn't okay. And I don't want to embarrass you, but I will leave money on top of your money if you don't tip better. And that is not, a, that's not an indictment tipping? on you. And that should embarrass you. And it was a total indictment on in. him. But how low is he tipping? Well, for me, 15% isn't enough. Mm -hmm. As, as somebody who worked 20. in a restaurant, 15%, I'm tipping out 5% at least. So at the most, I'm only getting 10% anyways, mm -hmm. which isn't enough. So 20% is like the bare minimum. You have to be such a bad server for me to give you less than 20%. Like you have to actively do a fucking shitty job. For me, Here's yeah. a, so let me tell you a quick story about the, the, the instance where I gave zero tip. Yes, um, I've got one. No, she got her drink order wrong three times, and this was a very simple drink order. Um, she, I, I kept having to be like, no, no, no. I, a, a sweet tea. This, yeah. The tea over I see it. It's over there. I, I mean, yeah. I could go get it. You know, she gets it wrong three times. First, it's a Coke. Then it's unsweet tea. Then it doesn't have ice. And I was like, why didn't you put the ice in it? It's iced tea. And and the whole time <laughs> we're thinking, the title. It's, it's got away. two ingredients and they're both in the name. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time my Here's girlfriend and I, <laughs> the whole time my girlfriend and I, we smell something, and and it's to the point where we're both checking our shoes to see if we stepped no. in dog shit. You know, we're having that conversation. Like, 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 I think some people would be, like, embarrassed if they smelled a smell. Like, oh, is it me? Is it her? But, but, you know, I've been dating this girl for a year. I'm like, hey, you smell that? She's like, yes. I was like, did we step in shit? And we're both checking our, our shoes. And the waitress comes back with the drink order wrong for the second time. And, and I'm like, it's her. When she goes back to fix it for the third time, she got zero tip. She got zero tip. There was something yeah. else. The appetizers didn't come out for like 30 minutes. The appetizer came out and we and it was like lukewarm. And then like two minutes later, the, the main came out and she she got no tip. She smelled like poop. I'm yeah, pretty sure she had shat herself. Yeah, that's by the way, you don't have to go past that. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's the, she that's didn't the deserve zero a tip. tip. I wasn't herself. on your team yeah. until the poop thing came yes. to, to came to fruition. I the one one I can remember, I didn't give a zero tip. I gave a tiny tip, like a dime. That's the worst. Like a that's the slap like a dime. I didn't want her to think it was an accident. And, there and, you and, go. Yeah. So I was mad. So I was young. This is a long time ago. Call me twenty four. And um, I don't like like a really noisy environment, or whatever. So I was like, hey, can we sit here? And she said no. Like, she won't sit us there. It was a part of the restaurant that was closed. And it's, like, lunchtime. Like, I don't know why. But she won't sit us there. And I was like, are you sure? Like, we're not messy or anything. We don't have kids. And she's like, no, you can't sit there. That part's closed. So she sits us in this loud, crowded area. And the place is booming. And then they sat the people after us there. And it was oh. like, you motherfucker. Like, yeah. you just straight up eyeballed me as not worthy, I think. And Can I, I chip in? You whore. Because I know a little bit about serving. 
did the same way did your waitress who told you no did she, was she serving the people in the special area because the way it works in restaurants is like each each waitress has like a zone mm -hmm. i don't know i don't remember if it was and, the same waitress that way in that area. that's why they're sat equally that way one person doesn't get eight tables and somebody else gets none but i used to tell my cuz i ran a place in seattle i used to tell the the hostess like hey try to sit them there but if they want to sit somewhere else, fucking sit them somewhere else. Like I'm not going to have somebody be mad right off the bat because you're not sitting them in an open booth that they want to sit in. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if we're not packed and whatever, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's what I always told them because you're, you're, you're fucking whoever is waiting on that table right off the bat because already they're mad, you know? Yeah, yeah, the only, I think the only time I've ever given zero was when I went to a place with someone a few years ago, and I ordered like a burger and some fucking whatever side, and 20 minutes go by. We're one of the only three tables there, and then this lady comes back, sees our empty waters, and is like, I'm so sorry, we don't have the onion straws to put on that burger or the barbecue sauce. Can you, would you like to pick something else? And I'm like, well, I mean, it's been, I didn't say this, but I'm like, been fucking 20 minutes like i could have picked something else a long time ago i'm not that connected to this item were you back there like we gotta like whip up some onion straws he wants this <laughs> like no it, it'll be fine and so i'm like just a chicken caesar salad then like at this point i'm like something quick that'll come out about the same time as like the other person's meal and she goes back another 20 25 minutes like at this point we're getting like irate where it's like it's been 45 minutes i've had one cup of water there's three people in this restaurant because we're eating lunch at like 3 p.m on a tuesday and then she comes back and she uh with the food gives a messed up version uh, to the other person there and gives me uh, a fucking like cob salad or shit. Like not even the same salad. I'm like, yeah, there's no chicken on here and this isn't a Caesar salad. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. We, we ran out of chicken. So I thought this was like the best we could do. It's like, you're like it, it, this. Do you I have like, food here, ma'am? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You never want to hear somebody be like, that's the best we can do. Yeah. I, I, have, I, I have two major... And she still charged me for fries that she didn't bring out. Yeah, no, no I can't Zero. do that. That's not okay. I, I have two major restaurant pet peeves. One is at like a coffee shop and one is at a restaurant. The coffee shop pet peeve, which drives me crazy. Like, so nuts. When they put the lid on, don't put your hand on the fucking mouth hole. Somehow put it on without your hand. It's not so hard. It's only an eighth of the yeah. lid. Why is your hand touching my mouth hole? These kids You're... are college grads. In women's them, studies. Like, you, you know, that doesn't bother me. I, that like, doesn't like, bother you? If, so I here's the thing. I have this theory about I don't get sick very often. Like uh -huh. almost mm. never. Uh, it's been maybe two years since I've been sick. And I think it's because, like, like for one thing, I, I, I wash my hands fairly regularly but I'm not worried if like I drop some food on the floor and I eat it. I'm not worried about if like somebody has like put their hand on the top of the thing. Like I have this idea that you should be getting a good amount of germs into oh, your look, body look, all the a, time. There's a woman in Mexico I want you to meet. Oh, <laughs> now those, that's a virus. That's a virus. I don't want that. I want, I'm okay with bacteria and microbes, but, oh, but got no, it, got, got no it, viral uh, de Mexican death stew coming out of uh, a, a stripper twat. Two fingers of death? Man. Oh, my God. God, makes a lot of sense. I feel like I need to lick some public restroom doorknobs, you know, get a little uh, Oh, you know what I heard today? So, you know, the, at the airport, the little gray tray that you put your shit in, they yeah. tested those. 
those have the highest instances of viruses and bacteria of anything they had done ever tested in these like studies that they do much higher than toilet seats mm. and there's what? nothing you can do up yeah because think about it. everybody's touching them and nobody's washing them why don't they spray them with it ever tsa oh you're surprised tsa didn't didn't go <laughs> above and beyond to make sure that the gray trays were, By the were way, sparkling clean good point good point good point good point good point good point this is, as soon this as you is, said tsa i'm like got it yeah 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 exactly like like yeah. the most half like like I, not to get into a whole libertarian thing but tsa is a perfect example of, of like where like you need to get rid of a government thing and get a private organization in there uh, like, like there needs to be someone who's making a profit to like secure our airports and fondle our children. Yeah, you know we we had a private organization and 9/11 happened. A private organization <laughs> post 9/11 then like with that knowledge like like I mean you know a lot of things changed you know the, the there was the thing you know we we weren't going to uh, the 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 thing to do when a when a when a plane was taken is do whatever they ask you to do you yeah. know like because the the idea was they. You know, the the longer you keep them on the line, the longer you keep them flying around up there in circles, the, the longer they're not hurting people. But then they realize, oh, these these guys are flying the fucking planes into buildings. That that shit'll never happen again either. But and, I'm with you. I think in jobs like that, where literal lot hundreds and thousands of lives are on the line, mm-hmm. you, there has to be some sort of incentive for them to do a good job. You know, TSA's never found, uh, never caught a terrorist. And have you read the percentage of bad shit that gets through? It's really yes, high. Yes, absolutely. There's I, a I reason spoke for to, that. Um, it, I spoke well, to the TSA one time. Um, yeah. They they recognized us in the airport, uh, and it was me and, uh, and and some some gun guys, and and they were talking about that they are hi- they were hiring people um, to try to get things through as part of a like yes. program. And my friend was like, well, we have a lot of ideas about that because these are guys who build guns and make guns and uh, build explosives legally and make all kinds of explosive devices. He's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be part of that. He's, he's like, I could totally get something in the handle of this of this carry-on here. I could put enough plastique inside this to blow the window out of the air. You know, he's going through all these, like, nightmare scenarios. And they're like, could you come in on Tuesday? And he's like, nah, we're, we're working. See you later. Yeah. Uh, but I would have loved to have done that. But you need some of those people. Yeah. I think you need you because the, what I read scared because I fly almost every weekend. I was like, man, I wish I hadn't fucking read that because because I'm high on planes. I'm nervous enough. <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? I don't need to read the article about the percentage of shit you can get through. It's yeah, just man. not a thing humans are good at. The, the problem is all the people that don't bring weapons, right? Oddly, yeah. if you if I were to give you the task of looking at suitcase after suitcase after suitcase after backpack. And there, nothing happened, nothing happened. Clean, clean, clean. And then one in 5,000 had a bomb. One in 50,000. One in 250,000 is probably a realistic number. You would probably not catch the one in 250,000 because you just go numb from the 249-some. Oh. Have you ever seen, like, I've seen this before, and I, like, I don't assume they're catching anything anyway because if you ever got a good look at the crew at TSA, it's like mm-hmm. these, this is not an elite task force. Assigned I wonder if they pay to, well-ish. Like, right? I, don't, I, I bet they're probably similar to like DMV employees, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I um, don't think it's great. The quality of great. the employees seems, you know, similar in that regard. They seem but very. But I've unhappy. also noticed it where, like, yes. they, like you, you, they're, you know, the guy who sits behind a little shield and he presses the button and you see everything going on his screen mm-hmm. yeah. with yeah. like the bright neon lights. I've seen it multiple times. Like the guy has the finger on the button as things are scanning through, and he'll like turn. 
and like yeah, talk somebody, to a, to another employee and, and shit's just going yeah. through. Yeah. And it's like, if I were a terrorist, you would have just let me hear. Like, I'd be fine. You are a little like, swarthy. You, I am I a little a... swarthy, so you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. and, and I feel like it's one of the, if I were, if I had a group of terror, a terror cell, mm. uh, I would, I would, I would use this little tip that I noticed one time, like, like a girl, I, I flew a girl in to see me and she had her sex toys in, in a bag. And I guess they like popped up on the screen and the lady's like, what's in here? And she goes, butt plugs. And the lady just kind of went, all right. Yeah. All right. I feel <laughs> like she wanted no part. She wanted no of, part of it. All you need is an explosive joke. magic wand and yeah. you got something. Uh-huh. A fun little practical joke when, <laughs> when you're traveling with somebody <laughs> is, is to put a dildo in their carry-on without when they don't know. So it gets flagged, and oh. then they, they – oh, it's so fun to do. You've never put a dildo in somebody's carry-on? And I don't have, have dildos offhand to be tossing into bags. You just They're get a box more expensive for the case, than they okay? should be. Not for a joke. The commitment, you know what I mean? It's got a battery in it. It's so funny. It's got a battery. You that turn happened. it on right before. Kyle, you're looking to get in. Yeah, it's time to do a little ad, ad read. Tell everybody about Stitch Fix. Uh, we'd like to thank Stitch Fix for sponsoring tonight's episode of PKA. Style. Some of us have it. Some of us don't. But just because a sense of style seems elusive to some doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present to discover that, sti that style that you never knew you had. And you can with a little help from our friends over at Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy clothes. Just answer some basic questions about your sizes, favorite styles, and your budget right from your laptop, smartphone, or your tablet, and your personal stylist then springs into action, hand-selecting five brand-new clothing items just for you. I know, I know, personal stylist sounds like something only the rich and famous can afford, but you can, too. Stitch Fix's uh, styling fee is only $20, which is applied as a credit toward anything you keep, and since your personal stylist knows only your preferences... Uh, uses only your preferences to pick your clothes, you're still in complete control. Once your items arrive, try them on, and you only pay for what you keep. Don't like something, need another size, just send the items back, no questions asked, and of course, shipping is free both ways. Get your fix whenever you want, or sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. I love Stitch Fix, and I know you will too. Hurry to stitchfix.com slash PKA and get started now. Uh, if you keep all five items in your box, you get to, you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash PKA, stitchfix.com slash PKA. Yeah, I kept all five of my items. Very happy with everything I got. Uh, the savings was, was pretty significant when you kept all five. Nice. And what kind of, what kind of clothes did you get, man? It's everything. Like, I got, I got button-ups and a, and a pair of jeans, but they had, like, a ton of different selections. Uh, like, 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 whether you wanted graphic tees or... Or like accessories, like they had belts and uh, and socks and stuff like that. But uh, the the holes that were in my my wardrobe at the time when I got it was I, I wanted a few nice button ups and um, a polo and and some stuff like that just to round out the. They get any nipple clamps? Uh, they don't have any of that. That's a that's a whole different uh, website. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's kinkfix.org. Yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't pay us, uh, but, but I do yeah. I do use them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing about those, once you put that nipple clip on, it is yours to keep. You can't really try those on. No. I like it. I like and, it. Uh, I love also it. want to uh, remind everyone, in NBA 2000 redefines what uh, sports uh, gaming has become with their 20th anniversary tile, uh, title, NBA uh, 2019 on Xbox One. From best-in-class graphics and gameplay to groundbreaking game modes and an immersive open-world neighborhood, 
NBA 2K19 pushes the limits and brings gaming one step closer to real-life basketball and the excitement and the culture around it. Uh, purchase the Xbox One NBA 2K19 bundle today. All right. Check them out. And uh, a quick little word from me. I mentioned it on PKN, but uh, uh, and I'll make this super quick, but I, I got a uh, Scum server, so if you guys want to co come play the video game Scum with me, uh, it's PKA Scum, the... Uh, the uh, it's 172.107.179.162 colon 28702 if you want to come play. That's the IP address. But uh, we've been having a lot of fun in there. What is that game? It's, uh, it's like a survival shooter. Um, you, you, you're in this Croatian wasteland as a, as a convict with like nothing. And you, you loot for hours to find like the basics like machine guns and food and stuff. You have to feed and water your character the whole way through or he'll starve or dehydrate. You, you piss, you shit. You have to worry about like your, your vitamin levels um, and, and also like 50 other people who are like somewhere in this 12 kilometer by 12 kilometer world who might be gunning for you to steal all your shit. Uh, I rented cool. the server so that like our listeners here can come play uh, with us. So yeah, it's, it's what I've been playing lately. I play, I play a few video games. I play PUBG. And uh, and that and uh, a few RPGs and stuff. I'll hop on. Um, you know, I do a podcast with Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's a big sea of uh, thieves guy. Oh. So I'll hop on there with him every now and then. Um, but he loves that. He's on. Freddie's a huge gamer. Huge, 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 huge gamer. It's what he does every night at his house. He games. Oh, that's and cool. He, and he's super interactive on Xbox. No matter what he's he's like open. It's pretty fun to watch him get on there. But he's like really, really, really good. He was like, you know, when everybody else in my twenties, he was always been a gamer. He's never out partying. He was always when it wasn't cool to be a nerd, he was like, people thought, you know, I was doing she's all that and I know what she did last summer that I was out partying. Nope. Mario Kart. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we we played a, a good bit of Sea of Thieves when it first came out. And yeah. then uh and then like PUBG came out and we all just really got into that. Uh, it, it, we play on PC. But but the cool thing about Sea of Thieves was there was like um cross platform. Yeah. So the PC guys could play with the Xbox guys. So I, I like that a lot. And it's a huge map. That's it's enormous. Yeah. It's an enormous map. And I'm not a huge gamer, so you know, the same thing with, um, like, Grand Theft. I don't go in to win. I just go in to make people who take it super seriously mad. Mm-hmm. Because there's room, I, for, there's room for people like me to do that. I call that the sandcastle theory. So it, it's the pleasure you get from stomping on a kid's sandcastle that he spent two or three hours putting together. And, and games that give you that ability... To And, and this uh, Scum game that we've been playing is a really good example of that. Because someone... Has been has been playing for three four hours, creeping around in this like deserted wilderness, looking for firewood and rope and matches so they can mm -hmm. cook their meat. And then you shoot them once and they're dead and they lose everything and they don't get it back. <laughs> they come back naked, like like that's it. And, and see, like, see, that would be my motivation. <laughs> that would it's be my motivation. It's fun to take. That would be my motivation. Well, my motivation. High risk, high reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like fun though. Because I don't take – there are some things that I think are important to take seriously. But then everything else, when you put – like especially video games, everybody, fun and you can try to win. But the level that some people – how serious makes me giggle, right? 
So not how much you play and not how much you like it, but like how uh, angry you get. If I know that that makes you angry, I would then like you know that you've got a handhold. Yeah, I'm the you youngest gave them of a grip. boys. This is the easiest. Yeah. I learned early on: if you loved something, don't let everybody know you love it, because then they're coming for it. Yeah, I, I like games that, that that do that. Like, like I mean, it, where, where when you beat someone, they're upset. That's why I liked poker so much. I play a t- I played a ton of like cash game poker when yeah. I when I was a little younger, and when you beat somebody, you just took you know five hundred or thousand dollars off of them. Even guys who are wealthy are just like, fuck. Oh, they're mad. Fuck, they're, they're mad. And, and yeah. of course, it's a poker table, so they try to pretend like they're not. You know, these aren't like kids on Xbox Live, but, but I also like it on Xbox Live when, when you can hear them complaining or, or in this scum game, you know, there's open chat. So I press B and I'm like, ha ha, motherfucker, I've got your shit now. And they're like, fuck you. You, you were lagging and you fuck you. And I'm just like, I, I'm not even going to take your shit. It's, it's, it's garbage shit. I'm just cutting it into rags. Look. That's hilarious. <laughs> can you do you know that? What? Yeah. You can just destroy it. And That's like, hilarious. Ew, this, is, this stuff's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, cutting, I'm cutting your gear into rags and I'm going to wipe my ass with it. Do you know what like, Freddy says to people when they talk shit, especially kids, 14, 15-year-old kids? And he was like, it's okay, bro. Your mom had a poster of me on her wall when she was growing up. <laughs> just know that. Just know that probably when she had sex with your dad, she was thinking about me. Just think about Just know that. Like, he goes in hard. And it's so... It makes me laugh. Oh, it's so. They good. probably don't believe him though. Like I wouldn't believe it. Like, well, like, that, like if he oh, was that, like, "Yeah, I'm pretty Freddie Prince Jr." Like, uh, no, you're not. And no, I don't. I don't believe you. I, I don't believe you. That's and that's a silly lie to tell. <laughs> yeah, it really. And a very I mean, they're, they're 15. They're gonna be like, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Go ask your mom. <laughs> I only know about SoundCloud rappers with facial tattoos. I'm 15. <laughs> yeah. Um, the SoundCloud rapper with the facial tattoo is definitely out of my demo. Yeah, I don't know it either, but I know uh, I know it seems like another one ends up dead every few months. Yeah, it's out of my right? demo. Yeah, it's out yeah, of my demo. Since, since we're talking about gaming, I, I saw this news article, and it's Fox News, so you know you can trust it. Mm. Uh, Boy15 beheaded himself. I'll repeat that. Boy15 beheaded himself. With a chainsaw nope. after losing computer game. Russian police are investigating claims that a boy beheaded himself with a chainsaw after losing a computer game. According to reports, Pavel Mativ, 15, went into his yard Monday morning before he switched on a chainsaw and sawed off his head. Nope. Russian media cited local sources saying that he was addicted to a computer game that his single mother had bought for him. Stayed on Even Russian more surprising... Community. Bullets through both nickels. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But first, before he beheaded himself, he tied his hands together behind his back. What? (laughs) The son of two journalists. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You once you got to about here, I think. Yeah. You would. You would have to set up like. Uh, you'd have to really put some forethought into making sure it got all the way through your head. You'd like need you need to like Goldberg lay yourself machine. down, or no way it gets through your something. Hole. Yeah, there's no way because when you hit the spine, anyways. Yeah, you know I've seen a head taken like, off with a chainsaw. <laughs> it it's huh? it's pretty quick. Yeah. Why? Why? Why have I seen it? 
Yeah. Just on the internet. Um, it's one of those Mexican cartel videos. Um, I didn't electively seek oh, it out, I've seen but I was too. I was in a gun store one time and my buddy was, you know, working the counter and he was like, come, come around here, check this out. And he played it. And basically the cartel have captured these two guys. I don't know what they'd done wrong, probably selling drugs in the wrong place. And he, they give him the option. Your heads are coming off. You want the knife? You want the saw? Uh, the, if anyone out there has ever given this option, you want the chainsaw because the knife takes a very long time to cut a head off. And the entire time you are like gurgling and in agony. The chainsaw, I'm going to say three, five seconds, somewhere in there. It's just... So, like, but done. it goes through... But So, but a, a, a kid doing it by himself, I yeah. think you hit a certain point where you can't hold it anymore. I don't bleed know out, that. like, rapidly before... I would like, think, uh, not the bleeding yeah. out. Like, once you cut your own spine, then you, you can't use your arms. Yes, that's another thing. Yeah, it seems a little... It's yeah. It's on Fox might... News. I don't know why you guys are doubting this. It's clearly I don't, I don't, true. Does your head have to fall off all the way to be a decapitation? Yes, because, because I've otherwise, heard of something called kind of internal bullshit decapita decapitations. Are you doing, Taylor? Yeah, no, nope. an, an internal <laughs> decapitation is a real thing. I, I know of a story. That's when you uh, sever the spine and it moves you, around yeah, by itself. Yeah, the spine is, is totally yeah. shattered, but like your head's still there, connected by nothing but flesh. Yeah, like yeah. that can happen, yeah. but that's not a very exciting decapitation, so, and I choose not to. Throwing this. it out there, before Kyle explained that this happened in Russia, where did you think it happened? Because my money was on Florida. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I for sure somebody's tried to do that to themselves in Florida before, yeah, but Florida, I think Florida man. is a good. Yeah. See, Any... I was I would have guessed like somewhere else, like somewhere with like really rough crime, like Honduras or Brazil or Colombia, somewhere like it's a like suicide my, though. I know, but that's my perspective. I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's a suicide!" Like, <laughs> who who would who would elect that method of suicide? If you talk to any person who like wants to kill themselves, legit, who's suicidal, and you go, "All right, you can do it," but you got to use a chainsaw. They're like, "You know what? Like, <clears throat> life really isn't that bad." <clears throat> Yeah, I'll give it another go. You know, I can't just jump off a building. I can't just, can't just pull a trigger. Oh, Does anyone know this game? That he's playing. No, they didn't mention the name of the game. Yeah. I wanted to know so badly. I wanted to hear like, what if I found out that it was like PUBG, and they and and, and like I found out that I was the one who like took him out and and, and drove him to to and fucking chainsaw. How would that make you feel? So, I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fucking game, you pussy. No need to. No, don't lose your head over it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm here. saying. That's why I like I like doing that because I wouldn't like to have someone cut their head off. But I would like to know they, they take it so seriously. By the way, that's another that that is another subset of videos I like to find online. Is gamers getting too mad, throwing controllers Dude. through TVs? Oh, we, there's a, a friend great, of the show who we could turn you on to. It's a great YouTube. Oh, are you guys? Is there a good? Kyle looks like he's about to throw up. He's so have excited. one for me. I, I, I've decided I'm not going to mock him anymore. Uh, I, 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 that's my uh, uh, like half New Year's resolution or whatever. I'm, I'm not going to give him any shit. September. But, but if you would like to, uh, to introduce... Uh, <laughs> what kind of New Year's resolution happens on September 5th? Yeah, you know, it's only, only about two and a half months. It's a pretty good year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to give it a try. I'm not sure I want to do it the whole year. I don't want to commit too much. We're doing this on yeah. Christmas. <laughs> doing a Q4 resolution. <laughs> <laughs> we should start that. I like Q4 resolution. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's so much easier. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Less of a commitment. Something I really feel like I could commit to Q4. I think. 
Russia I'm has, taking, you know, the holidays off, like December. But Russia no. has several so-called death groups allegedly in, allegedly ex, inciting children and teenagers to take their own lives whilst playing online games. Have you guys not heard in Russia about the 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 basically the fight clubs? They just run around in large groups of young in men suits, yeah. are fighting each other. <laughs> like hooligans. I, I didn't know this was a big thing. No, I, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it is like a, it is like, and I saw it on, I forget, maybe one of the, mag- the, the news magazines on TV, maybe 60 Minutes, but they were basically, they're like, men should fight. This is not that we hate each other, but if you're a grown man and you're not fighting, then you're not a grown man. It's basically the attitude. And they get together and beat the fuck out of each other. Bare knuckles? Knuckle feet. There's group. It's oh, groups. That's it. Fight Club is, just doesn't do as brutally for yeah. And by the way, you can deep dive into that. You know another sport you should deep I'm dive? I'm going to deep dive into this. This looks fun. Here's one you should deep dive. There's a sport that they play once a year in Rome that is a combination of rugby oh. and MMA. Yes. And oh, my God. Have you gosh. seen that before? Yeah. There's a lot of ex-felons like, in that. And so they, they get into basically a, it's like an arena, like a gladiator, like a coliseum. And there's a rugby ball. But the only way to advance the rugby ball is to beat the fuck out of each yeah, other. Yeah, the ball plays a small role in this game, it seems. Very small <laughs> role. But it's, it is the best way I can explain it is rugby with MMA. I don't know what the rules are, and I don't know how you win, but I've seen a couple people lose. <laughs> we don't need the rules. <laughs> well yeah. That's exactly like right. You lose. Dude, it's they're all tatted up and shirtless, and they look like they're <laughs> like freaking super felons. Yeah, if you wanted to, the, I, I linked the YouTube video. It has some kind of crazy orchestral music that you probably don't want to play, but they have like a big free-for-all. Me- I, would call, I think it's a, literally a melee. I think that's what you call that, where there's maybe 15 people fighting 15 people, and that's being rather conservative. In the snow, of course, because it's fucking Russia, and everybody's there. You know, there's ground and town. You up a bit. Mm, there's, yeah. there's, there's soccer ball kicking. They, like, these are pride rules, for sure. Uh, it's, it's, oh, it's dude. A, there are people on the ground, and people will literally run up, running, start, kick, yeah. running, start, kick. Yeah. It's yeah. it's those it's some of the most brutal. But then when you look at this sport, uh, the rugby fight in Rome that they do once a year, it's just outside of the running kick, it is equally brutal. It's yeah. because it's twenty or thirty dudes. <laughs> I'm watching this it. video. There are no allies. In no. this video, I saw like people are just making impromptu decisions. Where like one guy will just walk into the fight and be like signaling to a guy, you know, across from him, like this guy. Okay, I'll grab him. I'll hold him. Throw him a few punches. No. All right, push him on the ground. Kick you, him in the see, head. See, Kyle linked a timestamp, so you can't tell. It's black shirts against white shirts. It's just that where we stepped into the video, the black shirts are winning so overwhelmingly. There's hardly <laughs> anyone to fight back. But if you go to the beginning, go to like one minute oh, in. You, you don't want to be on Team White Shirt because everybody who's losing on Team White Shirt just is putting their coats back on and then yeah, <laughs> the shit out of everybody with the Yeah, they, <laughs> they got a black God shirt damn. on. Team White, white shirt. shirt. Oh, man, at 110, they're very enthusiastic. They think that this is a fight. No. It is not. It's over for Team White Shirt. Yeah. yeah I got the ridiculous Chernobyl letters on a sign. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a, a, a conservative estimate as to how many minutes you're going to deep dive into this today or tonight. Dude, I'm definitely going to watch a couple of videos. I, yeah, I like yeah, fight yeah. videos. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I like, I, I like professional fighting. I watch a lot of MMA and, yeah. uh, and, but, but I'm almost equally interested in amateur fights and the more amateur, the better. 
Like, like I want to see like a 45 year old pot bellied guy take on a 25 year old skinny kid in a, in a McDonald's like lobby. Like, I love that. I, I, the, the only thing is like the people don't seem to realize that like when you get KO'd on the street, you, you, you don't catch yourself and you can hit your head on the asphalt hard enough to die. We have bigger and, KO and, too. Oh, die. Yeah. To die. And, and yeah. like, 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 I feel like even if you hate the other guy, you should be like, all right, you want to fucking go? You want to fucking go? Let's go over here on the grass. Because yeah. we're going to die. Like, like, like I'm go not going to fuck out. But I'm loving this yeah, video, yeah. by the way. This is, so at 110, 1 minute 10 seconds, they started fighting. By 1 minute and 26 seconds, the end was clear. Like you could already <laughs> tell. <laughs> In 16 seconds, it's like these black shirts are kicking their ass. Hey, guys, I got a jet. Mm. All right. I got a jet. I got a jet. Um, what can we tell our listeners about? Man, you know, I, so I self-produced my own special um, because 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 I, Louis C.K. got rich doing it, right? He not, showed you could do it. Yeah, not just that, but like, uh-huh. you know, I want to be. I've heard nightmares of people buy, having their special spot and somebody at a network being like, "Well, oh, I don't like that joke. Can we pull that one?" And I don't. I don't want that unless you're going to write me a check that's so significant where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm willing to take a hit, Mm -hmm. but uh, I'm not in a spot where they're going to write me that check. So I would rather be in control of it and, um, and, and do the special that I want to do. And so it's a special man. I'm a storyteller. It is the premise of the special is, um, that, and if this happened, it's all real and it's all, um, that my son, every man at some point in their life, every boy, man, looks at their dad and thinks to themselves, oh, I could beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> right? Now, not everybody attacks their dad, but everybody at least thinks once, oh, tell me to take out the trash again. Tell me to take out the phone again. <laughs> right? So this special is that story of my son challenging me to a fight and and – and, and now I go in and out of the story to tell, talk about other stories uh-huh. about him and me and my other kids, but it's one, it's an hour, it's one long story. That's awesome. And, and like um, I'll check that out for sure. It 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 uh, it's and when you hear kids stories, it's not like oh this is cute stuff that happened. Not at my house. You mm. know what I mean? That's not how that's not how I run my house. So the I it, the story is so fun, and I ridicule him. And basically, when he challenged me to the fight, I said to him, all right, man, let's go outside. And he goes, no, 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 not now, two weeks. I was like, two weeks? Basically, I was like, what, who are you, Rocky? Like, you think you got to go train? Or? And he goes, yeah, I want to look up some videos online. <laughs> so I spent the next week, because I was like, well, I don't want him to get, like, he's faster than me, stronger than me. The only thing I have mm-hmm. over him is that he's dumb, because he's a teenage boy, and they're dumb. Intellect. Is he yeah, really stronger than you? You don't look weak. No, but like I'm stronger than him for 27 seconds. Okay. okay. And then I'm out. Mm -hmm. I've tapped out because he's, you know what I mean? He's got young and virile quickness. Yeah. And so I basically put a full court mental torture on him. (laughs) And so that the story goes over that. But it is, man, my, it's so interesting. And I don't know if this makes sense. Do I think it's an hour of my best jokes? No, because the bat, the uh, prank story isn't on there, and mm-hmm. that's one of my best jokes. Do I think it was my best hour at the time? A hundred percent. 
Because mm-hmm. to me, it's also about telling a story. It can't just be an hour of separate disjointed shit. I don't, I don't enjoy specials like that. If you're going to have me sit down for an hour, I want to go on the ride. And so this really? is a bunch of great jokes. But it also, look, if you've ever had a kid or been a kid, you'll get this. You'll get this. And so I, I'm really excited about it. And it's coming out on Tuesday. What is next Tuesday? The, the 11th. It's coming okay. out on the 11th. And it's going to be on my website, comedianjoshwolf.com. And you can get it on there and pre-order it. It's just five bucks. You pre-order it. I think we're sending you a signed poster. And um, it, 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 I'm really excited for people to check it out. I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking happy with the way it turned out. And... I had my, I really like doing things in house. I had friends of mine that I've known for over 20 years shoot it. Um, we all did it together. Like, you know, it means a lot to me. So I'm really excited and I'm excited to have it come out and um, I'm excited for people to see it. That's awesome. awesome. I want to see it. So on Tuesday, where do I go to, to get it? Comedianjoshwolf.com. Cool. It, it'll be all on right. my website. And uh, yeah, man, go in there and, and give, it a, give it a click. $5, yours forever. There'll be a link in the description. Sweet, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I, I, I like stories. I, I like that that that, that kind of uh, of comedy. What's the name? The oh, Brett. What's the comedian who tells the the story of the machine? Uh, Bert Kreischer. Yeah, Bert Kreischer. I couldn't I couldn't get his name the out. Guy like, who, t- who takes his shirt off constantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. I, I Man, like that, that, I like that doesn't get old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Some people Bert, say that's a cheap gimmick. I say, uh, you. Know, Eons of comedy. Uh, <laughs> you his don't like special that's out on, on, on uh, Netflix right <laughs> no, now. I don't know his politics at all. Oh, he talks. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, thank you for coming on, man. We really guys, enjoyed you. Thank love- you very much for having me. And I would, I would love. Yeah. Now, are any of you guys ever in Los Angeles? Very rarely. Very, yeah. yeah like, borderline on never. Okay. <laughs> if you ever come on Tuesday nights, I do a talk show on Facebook called Controlled Chaos, which is exactly what the title is last night my son and i because it was beyonce's birthday had a beyonce dance an impromptu beyonce dance off it was as bad as you as it sounds gotcha uh, but it, it's making it's, my stomach hurt it sounds so it, uncomfortable we have really weird people stop by this dude who told me he was half dinosaur half man that we found on craigslist came and he ate salad out of my hand with his mouth cool. it was so weird <laughs> <laughs> but i loved it I washed my hand like 40 times after he did that. But, um, but it's a lot of fun. And if you guys are ever in town on L.A. on a Tuesday and you want to come sit on the couch and shoot the shit for an hour and talk about weird stuff, any or all of you are always invited. Cool, man. Yeah, we appreciate the invite. From there, yeah, yeah. You, you got to come back that. on uh, before too long. I, mean, I know, you know uh, Kyle had some questions about Chelsea Handler's uh, – not her front hole, but her front, uh, but her tits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. For, for the audience's uh, uh, knowledge, like, like you dated Chelsea Handler yes. for, for some amount of time, so you have this inside knowledge, and I'm a big fan of Chelsea's Subject knockers. Subject matter expertise just, on her knockers. Yeah. Just, just Google real quick Chelsea Handler tits, and and you'll all see what I'm talking about. Just just for a 39 year old woman, just she's gifted. I know. They're very very high quality. You can also Google Chelsea Handler Mercadurka. And see our Twitter fight from a couple of years ago. You can do that. <laughs> Which Taylor won. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I, I, you know, I, um, I, I dated her. Dated isn't the right word. Like we, you know, whatever it is that yeah. people do when they're in their twenties. Um, but uh, she is not, and never was shy. And one of the things I loved, she was never shy. <laughs> never <laughs> shy 
about showing her boobs. Like for her, she wanted it to be not sexual and a non-issue. And the way she did, she never sexualized it, which was super, even when the pictures that she shows them, mm-hmm. she's never sexualizing them. She's almost using them as the joke. Yeah. And I always thought that was super interesting because she's got a nice body, but she would never let you sexualize it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but not really because you, you can't control if somebody's sexualizing it. You can, though. It. My favorite picture of her, she's making fun of that picture of Vladimir Putin where he's yeah, shirtless on the horse. Yes. She's shirtless on the horse, posing yes. like he is, but topless, like just as he is. It's, yeah, it's and, great. She's making a joke out of it. Yeah, it's a joke. And so she. I still came. Kyle, was your was your thought when you saw that hilarious, or was it nice kiss? I'm not gonna let them sexualize it. What a what an what the audacity to say I'm not gonna let my tits out be sexualized. It's like it's like man, you you just got your cake and you get to eat it too. Bravo for that little bit of rhetoric. I'm not saying that's what she says. It just seems to me she's never like making a she's never making it making herself sexy. In yeah. any, almost like Jenny McCarthy used to. Sure, yeah. Although, you know, well, forget it. Um, but yeah, I would love to come back on, and you can ask. We can come back on and have a, a Chelsea boob talk if you need to. I don't, I don't know how much I can contribute, but you know, whatever you need me to contribute, I can. Takes me uh, about just, five minutes. Yeah, uh, I will think of a few uh, tangential topics. Uh, okay, he's, he's that's all I need. That. Five minutes of uh, dirty talk. Yep. Really? <laughs> yeah. so you're gonna walk be in the other room. Oh, I used to be yeah. three when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, yeah, I, well, I know you got to go, but you yeah, you can. You're go. welcome back anytime at all. Yeah, a I ton of fun it, getting guys. to talk to you, get to know you. You're a fun guy, easy to talk to. And we'll see you. And uh, and uh, I appreciate you guys letting me talk about the special a little bit. And we'll see you next time. Yep. Yeah, for sure, man. Sounds good, man. Good night. All right, guys. Thank you. Later. Later. Bye. Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed him. He was a great guest. Uh, big thanks to Chiz for uh, for for locking him down. Uh, and he's been he's been really ill for the last couple of weeks. Chiz has, but uh, but he hasn't slacked off. He's out there hunting down good guests for us. Yep, I was telling him like even before the show. I guess he couldn't hear our, our chat. But I was like, he, I was saying, are you going to be in the chat again? Like sometimes he is, and I'm providing us with links and whatnot. And he's like, no, I got a fever again. I wanted to be. I, I like, dude, if you've had a fever for like ten days. You got to go see someone. Yeah, like, he's got to the doctor. Like, a fever that's indicative of like some kind of infection or virus. Or, like you don't know what that could be. Like if I'm on day four of a fever, I'm like, okay, this is probably more than a flu. Like I should get this checked. Are you guys like that, or do you? Yeah, just, for sure. Would you read it, let it run its course for ten days? I, I, if I, I've never had a fever for that long, um, like like that that didn't correspond with like the flu or something like that. Like, and if it's the flu, there's not much you can do, you know. So so I just hydrate and and stay in bed or whatever. Uh, but, but like, yeah, if I'm sick, I go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I'm slow to go to the doctor. Not as slow as Chiz, but I'll go, you know, a week in, it's time to see a doctor. Yeah. I've, I've too many times I've like tried to like tough it out and just suffered for like, you know, if you let the disease, whatever it is, like get to like maximum threshold, you, you know, and it's like two or three weeks till you recover, you know, even on the third week, you're still sniffly and stuff that sucks. But I found that like, if you get in there quick, and you sweet talk your doctor and you get like a steroid shot in your ass and, and some, you know, so something, two or three medications and some, uh, what do they call them, a Z-pack uh, of um, antibiotics or whatever, yeah. you know, you're good to go. Yeah, well, Chiz, if you listen to this, which I know you do, go to a doctor, buddy. You should, you should get that yeah, man. checked out. Like, yeah. and, the, and you'll be happy you did. They, it's, it's a wonderful thing they do in modern day. They'll give you pills and it'll go away. 
Ah. And you won't have to feel terrible. Yeah, definitely so. Yeah. Um, well, gotta, I, we could talk about a few things here. I'm sorry, unless you have something pressing, Woody. Uh, no, it's not pressing. I just had a topic I was going to toss out there. All right. Let, let, let's. T- um, I was. I was thinking that the, the Colin Kaepernick thing is interesting with Nike. Uh, Louis C.K. coming back is interesting to me, um, and and you know sort of the reception he's gotten. I don't know if we've discussed that at any. We did length. that on a, on PKN. Okay. A little okay. bit, but we didn't talk about. Uh, or I guess the Kaepernick thing happened probably the same day as PKN, and we didn't talk about it much. Yeah, I, I've got this mother who punished her son by giving him a swirly. Um, uh, is it? Or is there a video? Of course, there is. So I, we're watching that one. I I need to see the. Talk about the video of Ariana Grande getting groped by that priest. Dude. Ah, yeah, that's a good one too. Oh, that's a good one as well. That like was... I, I watched it the first like time, dude. and I was trying to analyze the body language, and I was like trying to not get sucked up into the hysteria. Where I was like, okay, you know, maybe that is a little squeeze, but then it's like he reaffirmed the squeeze in the same area, even creeping the fingers around a little mm-hmm. bit. And it's like, okay, this is this is tactical groping. There's right just here. no chance that. He's in it. I, I have the video that you want to queue it up at zero. It's only yeah. 28 yeah, seconds long. Yeah, 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 sure. I'm at and zero. you know, like the excuse of he never saw her or didn't didn't feel it. It's like we've all held a woman that way. Dude, yeah. yeah. Like You like, feel their breast. <clears throat> you know the hover hands. Actually, I was telling my wife about this and I did it to her. I gave the same sort of group grope like halfway into the boob. He's not grabbing nipple, I don't think, but he's, he's into the he's boob. Some, yeah. He's definitely real side boob. And it was creepy to do to my wife, right? This guy's at a funeral. <laughs> Let's watch this together. Ready, set, play. I've got to, I've got to apologize. Look at her. Him. Look at him. He, he's getting, he's getting in there. In. It doesn't stop here. Daughter tells me, Look at her body language. She's leaning backwards. 60. Turn your left shoulder in. When I saw Ariana Grande on the program, I thought that was a new something at Taco Bell. Look at that. Look at Girl, the let me give you all he's your doing. respect. He's all over this lady. What is he thinking? Did y'all enjoy this icon? She's an icon. Look at that. Yeah, Come on, man. God, oh, my God. He's got a titty at the end. Yeah. He's not it, innocent. He is just groping her no, on TV in front that of guy, millions. This guy Absolutely. is groping her for sure. And Ariana Grande, I don't know anything about her music or whatever. And as far as her age, to me, she looks like she could be anywhere between 15 <laughs> and 29 what is that <laughs> yeah. she, like, how old is she I don't how old know. is that I'll person Google it. i don't know early 20s. if you told me she was 17 i would believe it if you told me she's 28 i'll believe it. well she's no age is it appropriate to do to do all that, that that's 25 that's well this is a totally separate conundrum i looked okay 25 so i, I was well i guess with the window i gave well, yeah, up, yeah, she <laughs> was between 15 and 45 after all well she's not over 40 <laughs> so not... <laughs> yeah like this dude dude imagine the gall the audacity you have to have to think at Aretha Franklin's funeral, I'm going to grope Ariana Grande while everybody's looking at me. From the front, there are cameras. From the side, there are cameras. From every angle, there are cameras on this tit. And I'm going to give a it a grope. He's a fucking grope. desperate creeper. I don't believe this is his first grope. I don't think... I, uh, I hate you liberals who just go straight for somebody's job, yeah. right? I hate it when liberals are like, oh, step one, let's get them fired and ruin their career. The thing is, though, this guy's in this position of power and influence where he can do shit like this. You need to take it away. I, I'm, I'm positive he's not just, it won't be his last incident. His only, well, his just only keep problem. him at arm's length. I'm sure he gives a good sermon. 
Yeah, he might. I mean, he yeah. must give a hell of a sermon. Yeah. I, I love black preachers. They get they get into And it. I will it's... demonstrate lust for you as I do every week again. <laughs> now, a young lady of this congregation, come up here to me. And he grabs her titty and he shows her, this is what you don't do. See you next time. <laughs> Same time next week. No. <laughs> do you see his side you boob? You feel that side titty. That's kind of bad. Watch heart. me get around on the nipple. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. See, he's yeah doing the... The workplace safety kind of video of it but <laughs> like th- th- this is beyond the pale like i, I tried it to is. watch it and, dude, and there's no world where this guy did not know like what the real reaction would be if that was a mistake like if you accidentally did that with like, a woman like you'd feel it you'd feel the pressure of a bra and a tit and then you'd go oh and you move your hand back yeah no yeah. you'd probably move it he too far down back, like the middle of the back to make yeah. sure you don't make the mistake again you wouldn't go like all right, give me a hug. Let me, let me get another little, ooh, I'm getting there's, close to areola now. There's no reason to be there. That's not how you hold a woman who you're not, like, familiar with. Yeah. Like, like, and I, I mean, like, like, dating or, like, like, a woman who's not okay if you just went honk, honk. If it's not that girl, then you would never grab a woman like that. Like, like you either go low or high, but you don't, like, yeah. reach for the titty. Shoulder or, shoulder probably, you know, because they don't know each other. Waist, yeah. maybe. If he's handsy. He could have his hand, you know, on her hip, waist, small type of her thing. back, yeah, sort of small thing. of her back. That's handsy too. And, and did it's anyone a bit, else yeah. think this a little bit? Like, why does that fucker get to grab her boob? Huh? Like, it should be us. That's the. That... I should be the pastor officiating <laughs> Aretha Franklin's funeral. Am I groping. alone? See, and like... you, I think you might be on that island by yourself. I didn't watch this and go. What? What is your justification? Up. Why do you think you deserve to grab Ariana Grande's I breast? I clearly don't. I just see something amazing happening for someone else. That's a ama- Really? Something amazing. She's this, this got. Is, this that, is Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah. didn't really sexually. If I if I go up to like a famous celebrity that I'm attracted to mm-hmm. and I like molest her with my hands and inappropriate things and like like run running by like slap her on the ass and sprint into an alley do I get to be like yeah I hooked up with a uh, fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones All oh right. really you guys know each other <laughs> nah I like I yell I yelled her name to get her to semi turn around like honked a tit slapped her ass and then I was out of there because her guard was pretty quick so I see where you're and coming like, from no, on you this assault, you, you you're clearly right uh, it, it, but but let's say that it was consensual, hypothetically. I, I, I oh, that ruins it. I don't know. I just feel like uh, <laughs> if it was consensual, that ruins it for you. Yeah, Can't get you're off. You're putting words in my mouth. I only half said that. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> I, I half said it. Uh, I, I don't like, know. I do want to be here, Ariana. <laughs> and you say you don't. Uh, something. I, I just. I think someone listening to this will understand. Like he got a handful of Ariana boob. And that's a nice thing to have. That's all. Now this Sunday, I know I'm under a lot of fire. I will tell you to take the honest words of this podcaster in North Carolina. A madman, children in his home, and he knows. He knows there's nothing wrong. He <laughs> knows that a titty is a beautiful thing. Yeah, the is. Lord made those titties. Now you're making sense. <laughs> and I laid hands on that young lady and he healed did, her. He did, and she, uh, well, I don't know if he healed anything. Of her wicked ways. I tested her for I lumps. I that titty, and now she would be chased. She'd be chased. It was just a funeral slash, like, free mammogram. Oh, no, because now she will that's... look at women with a feeling of fear 
potential danger instead of what trust and love as the Lord did. What you don't understand, parishioners, there was a lump in that breast, <laughs> and the power of the Lord healed that lump. <laughs> <laughs> now come forward, ladies, if you'd like to be healed. I only do ovarian cysts and titty lumps. <laughs> yes, and you have to be between 18 and 30. My my prostate. Oh, ah. <laughs> the Lord is telling me it is your time. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Jesus. <laughs> Go to Jesus. Uh, <laughs> she's you know, only five uh, foot tall. She's an inch away from being a legal little person, I think. Uh, no, it's like four foot one or something. Four yeah. foot one. Four foot four. Four foot yeah, one. Danny DeVito is technically uh, a little person, I believe. No, he's four ten. Mm. I know because I go through that little rabbit hole every time we talk about midgets because I want to get like a, a mental size comparison between like Dinklage and DeVito. Oh. Uh, of course. Of course. It's yeah. 410. Peter Dinklage has a movie coming out and uh, it, it's, it looks very interesting. It's sort of like an end who of did? the world. I missed you there. Who, who is it? Dinklage, the little person oh. from uh, Game of Thrones. And uh, it's, it's... Four foot ten. It seems, the scenario seems to be like... All of the people in the world have died, or something like that, and and like he, it's just him and some girl that he he just met left on the earth, and they're trying to figure out what's happened or something. I, I don't know. The the trailer's bizarre, and unlike most trailers these days, it doesn't give away the whole plot, so I'm not exactly sure. But it looked interesting. I, I think I'm gonna watch it. Hmm. I, I like that guy. I never seem to like him outside of Game of Thrones. Oh, I thought he was hilarious in Elf. <laughs> In when Avengers. he played uh, the the pu- the publisher guy, I don't know what he played. I haven't seen him in the Avengers, but you know the old scene in Elf where he jumps up on the on the table in the publishing house, Woody. And this is when Elf, the Christmas movie. Elf, the Christmas when, when Will Ferrell is like there at his dad's publishing company, mm. and he's like, "Oh, you're an angry oh. Elf," and he hops up and sprints at him. That's Peter Dinklage. He was good. I didn't think of him <laughs> in that. I, I, you're an angry Elf. He sucked yeah. in Infinity War. Some people liked him, but I thought he was absolutely dreadful, terrible. Um, who did he play? Was he a, what he superhero was a he? Giant. It he, was great. He played a giant who is like seeing over this uh, this mechanism that has a neutron star locked within it that they use as like uh, an anvil to create a the mystical the, the super weapon. Uh, and, and and I like that they had kind of a scientific explanation for like how this whole thing works. You know he. So uh, the most the most ridiculous part oh, of that it's, it's condensed is, moonbeams. No, no, it's, <laughs> yeah. they have a they have a star like locked within like like an apparatus, which is a a possible thing. Like, like it's been theorized a lot a lot. I can't think of the name of it. What they call it when you when you do that. But in any case, he um the the most ridiculous part of the Avengers movie, keeping in mind this is a movie full of superheroes flying around and doing magic, mm-hmm. was when Thor physically holds open the door. And is like taking the full brunt of like a neutron star flowing through him to forge his own weapon. It, it, it seemed like if he was that tough, he didn't need the the giant uh, axe thing. What's his character name? I want to look up. I want to look it up. I, I don't uh, know what his character's name is. No, oh, well, fine. It doesn't matter. But so he plays a giant in that. Yes, he's a who guards a neutron star. Yes. And then Thor has to come uh, do some metal work. Using. Yes, this guy's going to create Thor's new weapon because Thor's weapon was destroyed in uh, Thor Ragnarok, and he has no—he needs a—he needs a weapon to go after Thanos. So he goes to this guy, uh, and he forges it using the 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 focused energy of a of a star. You might be uh, familiar. Thor usually has a hammer. Yeah, yeah. Uses, you well, in the movie before the ha- the bad guy broke his hammer. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. So he goes in this movie and forges a hammer axe. There's probably another yeah. name for it, but it's a oh, hammer on 
well, yes, yeah, it's, it's called Stormbreaker, but or Bringer Breaker something. But uh, one side looks like a hammer, the other side looks like an axe. It's Yulimir yeah. 2.0. It's better. It hits harder, and he can summon teleportation with it. Yes. Mm. Although others can lift it now, which seems <laughs> like the downside. I kind of liked it when nobody could lift his thing. And whoever holds it has the power of Thor, which is a little Oh, that's twist. a huge downside. Excellent. Well, not everyone can lift it. You have to be, I don't know. Pretty strong. Yeah, I don't know if you have to be super strong or pure of heart or whatever. Groot lifted it and arguably still is well, lifting it. Yeah, the, well, I mean, the, the new, that's what I was saying. The new one doesn't have that, like, magical thing, whatever Mjolnir had, where no one can lift it unless they're pure of heart. It's just a fucking magic axe that anybody can lift. I don't think that's true. I watched a whole YouTube video about Me it. too. They would know. Can any... Fuck. I'm going to Google this. Right now. I know, right? But I won't be clear until... I know. Mm. Well, I'll, t I'll take this well, moment of Googling to tell you about Monster Energy. Because this episode of PKA is brought to you by Monster Energy's delicious new espresso drink. When you need an extra burst of energy but don't have time to wait in line, grab Espresso Monster. Espresso Monster is a premium blend of smooth espresso and cream packaged in an 8.4-ounce can. It's just the right size and perfect for when you're on the go. Each can has three shots of espresso blended with European milk, just the way the Italians do it. At 150 to 160 milligrams of caffeine per can, it's sure to give you the energy that you need to conquer the day. Espresso Monster has two delicious flavors, flavors to choose from, espresso and cream and vanilla espresso. I prefer the espresso and cream. I've been drinking them all freaking day. Produced in Denmark and the Netherlands, Espresso Monster is made with freshly brewed espresso coffee, hormone-free milk, and a unique energy blend that's complete with taurine and B vitamins. Close your eyes, take a sip, and enjoy Espresso Monster today. Check them out. They taste really good. I actually had one of those before the show. Yeah, That's why I'm I, so perky. Yeah, they're larger than the can is larger than their competitor, whose whose name I shall not utter. But uh, uh, I, I like them; it tastes very good, and uh, they really. I, I have a pretty good uh, like like. I, I can I can deal with a lot of caffeine. Mm -hmm. Two of these things, are uh, are all I want. <laughs> they're all I want. Hmm. Do you want to see this uh, mom give her son a swirly? In ten yes. seconds. It looks like in the movies anyone can lift it. In the comics, not anyone can lift it. Based on my Googling. So Now I know. Even yeah. all those comics you... Never read a comic book in my life. I don't think. Or no, I probably have. Yeah. All right. Are we queuing up on this? Online. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm queued up on it. I'm this is... Uh, I'm not sure what this son has done. Let me see if it says before we start it. It says... No, no. It doesn't say what he's done wrong. But uh, this is a Florida woman, I believe. Ready? Are you, are you injecting that because it's fun or because there's <laughs> clues? Uh, it's the truth. All right, I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Oh, he's crying. Yeah, well, he doesn't seem to like it. It's not much of a swirly. She's oh, wait, his arms it got in better. a way that's like torturous. God, that's mean. Oh. Another kid in the room goes, God, that's mean. <laughs> Dude, if oh. another child is the one who has to point out like how fucked up you're being to a kid, like you're being a little fucked up. Like, did you see the way she was holding his arms back? Yeah. That was yeah. probably more painful than anything. Like, if I take a grown man's arms and pin him back and lift him like that, yeah. like they're gonna be like, ah, ah. That's a Vietnamese and, and torture then, technique. Yeah, and then add that to getting your face dunked in. And she did not. For those listening, 
put the guy's head in the way they do in movies where it's like in the middle of it where you're not uh-huh. getting a lot of nasty bull touching you. She pushed him in like she was trying to like make his entire face scoot along the rim like where your uh like where your dick touches and it feels cold and gross. <sighs> and that is not that that's that makes it much worse than just toilet water. Uh, I wonder what, what happens to her. Yeah, cuz I I honestly she should have her children taken away. That kid will be scarred forever. I don't know. That could be bigger scars. I, it, there's a good reason it, it, that society is reluctant to take children from their parents, right? Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty true. fucked up. Well, because too. the alternative alternative is often really sketchy. Uh, like, like like so many times, like like the foster system has fucking scary people in it who just want, who are just collecting kids because each one's worth a check. Yeah, I don't know. The system, as they call it, is 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 a really sketchy place. I have a friend it, who um, it's a new friend. We're not super close, but he grew up an orphan. God damn. Yeah, and uh, he's actually really smart. He got super great grades, uh, went into the army, uh, but he doesn't have any parents, which is he he has a father that he's not in touch with. He became an orphan because his father went to prison, and. Uh, it was just like, wow, like I never met anyone who was raised in an orphanage. And he talked about the impact that it had on him, which I thought was super interesting. Uh, he, he came out with no concept of personal space, right? So mm. he actually, uh, he, well, keep him anonymous, we'll be all right with this. He told me that when he first got a job, like in the real, or in the real world, that women would complain that he was kind of like creepy close to him. And he's, mm. he was completely shocked by this, right? Mm. He, he wasn't a sexual assaulter. He's a good guy. But he just got a little close to him. And he, he was raised in an environment where you just pack kids in and they don't yeah. have any concept of personal space. Yeah, that, that personal bubble, which is most yeah. considered arm's length around you in every direction, didn't really exist for him as a child. Right. So he had to learn it as an adult. And uh, there were a couple just, you know, things that he seemed like a really sociable, good guy to me. But there were things that he told me that he had to adapt to to get along in the regular world. Mm. So, man, and he never got adopted. See, see, see that's well, he was older. Right? He became an orphan in his early teens ish. Oh, you know? oh, yeah. See, yeah nobody wants that. Age. That's like the old sick dog with, with that needs eye drops every day or something like that. You don't want that one. You want a fresh kid, like he a new one. He would have been a great kid. You want a pup <laughs> that you can teach tricks and, and, and raise up. Like, you get a 13-year-old. You've just gotten a 13-year-old adoptee. Is like That's the worst time, unless it's a girl. And it's the best time. Then you can start melding them into what you, you know, like Woody Allen did. You know, we all like Woody Allen, right? You know, the, the, the pedophile director that nobody has a problem with. <laughs> oh, Which one? Like, uh... I like uh, the tactful use of melding instead of grooming there. I saw you were going to say say grooming. Um, you know. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Yeah, you wouldn't adopt a, a 13 or 14-year-old. You, you want a little fella, preferably one that doesn't remember the horrible things that have been done to him in the past. Yeah, if I, if I were to adopt a kid this very, like, tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm not getting anything older than, like, a 16 kid. You know, like you want a 2016 or younger. Oh, uh, oh like I misunderstood. Model. Yeah, yeah. A I thought you were like, fifteen-year-olds like are fine. Sixteen, no older than that. No, I, I see how that was explained poorly. No, <laughs> I, I mean a 2016 kid, like still fresh, has all the features, and you, you get to really you know, build them into a person kind of after you, like a real yeah. kid. Whereas you Although get a kid you get at a like six... 16, like you, they don't even fucking know you. Having if said you get... that, 
cheapest kid ever, right? You raise them for like two years, send them, them on their way, and put them through college. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. You know, honestly, I I don't I haven't known you long enough to know how you, if you're worth the investment. You know, <laughs> sorry. You sorry. know what? I did for you what I do for any other kid. I started putting aside seventy five dollars a month since I got you, and uh, uh, here, here's five hundred. Here's fifteen hundred dollars. There you go. Here's fifteen hundred bucks. Best of luck. Yes. This yes. will buy your books for. The that, first that's a whole semester like the at our Scott. local community <laughs> college. Yeah, Michael oh, the Scott. Michael I got you a laptop battery. Here you go. <laughs> Michael Scott School for Tots or whatever yes. it was. Oh, Scott's Tots. Dude, that's the hey, that's Mr. one Scott, of Scott. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Make our dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> they prepared a song and dance for you. Like the, oh, the that that's one episode of that show that like I almost have to look away because I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> Just watching Michael's antics. He plays it physically so well, knowing that all these kids are like super psyched <laughs> and their life isn't going to happen the way they thought. Because <laughs> oh. this guy. Oh, and there's no happy ending. No. no. Uh, well, there is a little bit. Like when Aaron tells him that, like, you know, the, the, the principal told me that, like, your group, like, stayed at, like, like they had a higher graduation route, uh, uh, um, rate than any other group. And, you know, a lot of them could have gone to like the, the drug gang as one of the kids said, he's like, when I was growing up, I was tempted to go into the drug gang, but I just kept thinking about Mr. Scott and the promise he made. And then Michael's over there. <laughs> oh, that's a rough episode. Well, I guess he did improve lives then. He totally like, did. You, you would have been a drug dealer and you would, you would also have that drug money for well, if you were a successful drug dealer, you probably wouldn't go to college. So, yeah. But that option would be open. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how many drug dealers are like, all right, I've been flipping, flipping Special K for all high school now. Time to get into school and buckle down. Like, they're probably more likely to be like, man, I can make a lot of money selling illicit substances. Right? Mm. I don't know. Like, well, you see that with strippers, right? Like, 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 so many strippers are stripping to to pay for college. I'm I'm sure there are drug dealers on the other end. Like, if you're a dude, what's the? I feel like drug dealing is the is sort of the moral and and financial equivalent of of stripping for a man. No. Strip to, no. Hey. What is it then? I don't know if there is an equivalent to stripping for men. I'm trying to think, because I do. Stripping. I mean, it might it might be stripping, but. Uh, you know, actually, I'm going to go with that. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. I contemplated being a stripper when I was, uh, I don't know, 20, 19, something like that. I, th- there was a, a ladies' night, and I was like, I could do that, I think. Like, I, I was pretty fit. I, I, Probably, yeah. Yeah. but I, I. And then it was like, you know, I think I was dating the girl right before Jackie. I forget. And I might have been 18 then. And it was like, yeah, you know, do I keep this as a secret from her? Does this make me more of a catch to be a stripper? Stupid Woody mind trying to justify it. <laughs> I never All right, so I'm going to get a job stripping and then send her a flaccid uh, picture <laughs> of my penis. But it's old school, Polaroid, so it's a Polaroid. Course, I'll, yeah. I'll have to knock and slip it in the mail slot and run away. <laughs> yeah. You know who? Damn it, I forgot to write a message at the bottom. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you coming like your, you know, male strippers oftentimes have very elaborate characters. I just imagine you coming out as as the lifeguard. Like you I got was that, a lifeguard at the time. The Super aviators and like a like, like like the banana hammock on and like 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 the life jacket. Maybe you got a life preserver with I, a rope on it. And you like throw it on some forty year old housewife sort that, of reel her in. Not exactly like you're talking about, but like I was like I think I would just wear my legit lifeguard jacket. They, there's a 
you wouldn't know. <laughs> but if you live in the area, you recognize like they sold lifeguard jackets to tourists and they didn't look like the real thing. And then the real thing was like this quality winter jacket type thing. It's like I could go out there with my like government issued clothing. You don't it's even need to come way, up with like, a nickname. Uh, You're Woody. Like, it's funny the way like male and female like patrons at strip clubs are so different. Like there's no male strip club in the country where they like announce someone like, and coming up next, Patty, she's a successful attorney <laughs> uh, coming out here to dance for you. And like, she's like throwing briefcase, you know, contents around the room and like, like peering over her glass, like that kind of shit. Like th- men don't care. Like you, you, you just want the body. Like women, even then they can't just be like, Oh yeah, just get totally naked. It's like, well, I want to know he's gainfully employed first. <laughs> well, I he's a construction worker in his he's spare a time. Fireman. See, now I can be attracted. I'm putting myself in the fantasy of, oh, this is my fireman husband. So strong, so ooh, capable. Lots like that, spare that time. kind of shit. Oh, he's dressed like a doctor. Ooh, <laughs> man. Like I don't know. I really like this. Fun. And uh, and um, what's the? Um, oh God, damn it! I can't think of anything tonight. Um, Chippendales. To me, more in that movie. Um, What's the movie where she strips in? Might be called Stripper. Strip Tease is what it's called. Demi Moore is so fucking hot in that movie. And she she like like her whole routine, like she comes out, if I remember correctly, in kind of like a business suit, almost like a man's suit. And she's so good. Like like Jessica Alba plays a stripper in Sin City, and it's a fucking travesty because her character's supposed to be fucking naked in there. And if and that bitch wasn't willing to show some titty, they should have hired somebody who was. Fuck you, Jessica Alba. Demi Moore comes out, and she's not shy. She's just like, boom. She comes out almost angry about, about getting naked. And she's she's just like, boom, like, like titties <laughs> out. And, like, she's got, like, D cups that are perfect, and they're just all – amazing strip tease. It's incredible. Demi Moore kills it in that movie. And then, like, right after that, she does G.I. Jane, like, shaved head, becoming a fucking Navy SEAL, refusing to promote strip tease because hmm. her head's shaved. Yeah, they, were, they weren't happy about that. I like Demi Moore. Yeah, she's super hot. I Ooh. I can't help but look at her through this lens. I think Demi Moore is super hot in striptease for her age. Right? No. Super hot. But wasn't she young when that came out? Yeah. That that was like 95 or something like that. I... 96. Yeah. It was so in 96. Was... Yeah, yeah, it was. Demi Moore so like she was, like she was 34. Look at Google. Google this real quick. Demi Moore in Charlie's Angels when she's I'm gonna guess 40, 42, something like that. She said she looked in the mirror and saw some cellulite, and she was like, "No." <laughs> and then she went on some kind of maddening uh, physical training program, and she's looking hotter than like the the rest of the fucking Charlie's Angels because she's not one of the angels. She's like the villain, if I remember correctly, in that movie. I, Super hot. I'm looking at her in striptease, and I I swear, like this is what happens with. Hot people, men and women, actually. It's like, wow, here she looks so great for her age. But, you know, if you look carefully at those lines next to his or her nose, you can see it. Ah, you do see his crow's feet. That guy, mm-hmm. like, it, yeah, there's always a tell. No one legitimately looks younger. There are just a lot of parts of them that look younger. Uh, I think she, she probably looks her mm-hmm. best to me in that movie. If Charlie's you, Angels it, or Strip Cheese? Strip tease. If you go back too far with Demi Moore, you kind of go the other direction. Well, maybe not for you because you like them, Harry. Google this real quick. Demi Moore, Playboy, or Demi Moore, Bush, or Demi Moore, Harry Pussy. And, uh, and, and you'll see that Ooh. that, yeah, right? 
I don't mind. You're on board. I think I am more pro hair than most people. Uh, uh-huh. if, if there's no hair, it almost looks juvenile to me. And contrary to popular mm-hmm. belief, that's not my cup of tea. She has gone overboard. Yeah, that's a... Uh, uh, yeah, that the, is... that is. I mean, it's... You can't even her, see her lips. That's a lot scarier than mine. Yeah, and, and you, like it's it's down past her, gone into her, br- into her butt. Yeah, yeah. Big hairy asshole, like, like hairy, like, like up everywhere the entire it's like this was tactical because she's like i gotta get naked but i don't want to show my pussy and it's like you you can't she may as well be wearing bottoms because you can't see anything it's like a it's it's like a a natural merkin that she's got going on it's absurd it's you know what a merkin is taylor yeah it's a pubic wig right yeah yeah (laughs) it's too much what's the purpose of that uh for movies when you when you can't show uh they don't want to show uh lips (laughs) or or, or especially if the chick has an, an Audi vagina things are a bit Become become X rated. That's or part NC-7. of it, but I think sometimes it's a lot of women are bald, and that's not what the scene calls for. Like, like Game that's, of Thrones, yeah. women often have a bush because I feel like they would in that universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I mean, I they yeah they wouldn't be shaven. It's, it's Game of Th- any any pussy before like what like nineteen forty eight probably smelled like like shit, right? Yeah, one of my no, favorite I would, I would uh, subreddits like, is our uh, celebrity pussies. You want to head on over there? That's that's a good time. Celebrity pussies are there? Who are your personal faves? As I'm sure you have a few on the top of mind. Yeah, um, it's um, Rosario Dawson has the best uh, celebrity pussy in existence. Who's she? Rosario Dawson. Um, yeah. She was in Clerks too. Um, she's uh, she's in Daredevil. Uh, she's um, she was in Alexander. Uh, but, but there's a, there's a, she's, there's a shot from a movie where it's full frontal from a low angle with like vagina and boobs. And she's like maybe even oiled up if I remember correctly, like walking toward the camera for like a solid two seconds. And it is, it is some of the best celebrity nudity of all time. I'm not finding celebrity pussies or celebrity pussy or. Hang on. Let me find it. Yeah. I did that there are scientists out there that will want to research this. Poor Rosario yeah. Dawson. I just uh, was was binging her, Here trying to look some of this stuff up, and the auto-corrected thing was uh, uh, HIV. Oh. Just Rosario Dawson, HIV. Yeah, just ignore that. It's worth it. She doesn't have it. Yeah, everything is saying she doesn't. That's why I'm saying it sucks for her. Like, what? why would this? It showed up twice. Twice on the list. Maybe she did. She does, like charity work for it she must yeah yeah there's the um the celebrity pussy subreddit it's our celebrity pussy is it brand new if you sort it by oh i'm sorry i have past 24 hours i need top of all time yeah i think if you go top all you'll probably oh i mean top right now is rosario as of four hours it gets posted so much sahara ray is way up there marjo robbie is that it? Margo? margo robbie yes yes Tiger Woods' ex-wife, Elin Norgadren, a bit of an Audi. I don't know if Kyle would be uh, ranking her at number three all time. I'm not a huge fan. So some of the, I expected this to all be from scenes they did, but mm-hmm. some of these are like upskirt shots and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. They, they've got the famous uh, Britney Spears one where she was just gash flashing uh, everywhere every time she'd get out of a car. Uh, that's the 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 gif that I am 
referring to. Just perfect, you ask me. Dash That's... flashing, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> I just coined that. Yeah. You're the one who coined that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just made it up. Yeah, right there, right there. Yeah, yeah. Gash flash. Becca you Brown said, uh... from School of Rock removed Instagram photo. School of Rock wasn't that children? That came Who out well, in like two thousand. No, nah, that's a Jack Black movie. It's it's kind of a you know. Uh, yeah, those kids I, are over well, six. I mean, there were kids in it. Now, I think it actually. I'm just looking at it. You can't see much because you see her from the back. But uh, I think it's probably one of those kids as an adult. Well, I, I love that this gif of Rosario Dawson is just auto playing in our Skype. It's it's gonna it's <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, <sighs> love that. Love that. I, I just it's all over that. There's a scene where in, in Clerks where she she like has sex with the guy in the the fast food restaurant or whatever, and they're like they're talking about it like weeks later, and she and because they're in a fast food restaurant, they did it on the on like the the preparation counter. And, uh, and he, he was talking about how uncomfortable it was to do it there. And she's like, you're not the one that got mayonnaise in your cooch. And I remember thinking, like, I wouldn't mind a bit. I wouldn't <laughs> mind a bit. You could, you could put fucking Big Mac sauce in there. You could, you could put a whole, like, fucking... For now. And then that sugar ferments and you get an infection. Oh, we're, I'm going to get right after it. I'm, uh, I'm not waiting around. Fair counterpoint. Yeah, it's, it's like putting sugar in a gas mm. tank. Ruins it. I have a topic. I, this is interesting to me. It's not the kind of thing we normally talk about on the show. But it looks like Samsung is coming out with a new cell phone uh, later in 2018, right? So not long from now, with a bendable screen. Mm. Dude, check That's, this out. Like, go to the video. It's a foldable screen. Uh, yeah. just it, it is a cell phone that, like, literally folds in half this Holy screen. Holy shit. Did not like a flip the... phone, like a, like a book. No, it's like a flip phone that, it, it's a smartphone mixed with a flip phone. It's a smartphone that will bend in half like like top to bottom safely it, it, that that's cool as shit yeah now this particular phone is like iphone size and they just but it folds up into like the size of a wallet uh-huh if i'm king phones get a little bigger right i'm okay with the size of my iphone ish but if yeah. i could fold it and have it double that would be something really attractive to me it's basically at that point carrying a tablet yeah, like, but like a, a tablet, tablet that, that folds could... in half, and yeah. a, a small tablet. But yeah, that that's what I think I want because I because I'm old and I have see. But, bad but this is a perfect example of one of those things <laughs> that you do not want to jump into right away. You want to wait for them to figure out the foldable screen because they'll do it quickly. Because as soon as one of them releases a project like that, they're all going to be working tirelessly, spending the you know oodles of cash they have to try and figure it out and make it better. Or like, just buy the same no screens, way. right? Like, I don't know that they Apple might, invents you know, their screen. They just find the best vendor, maybe. Yeah, they, I'm sure they find the best vendor, but, you know, I, I, I just... This is one of those things. It's like That's so really cool. high tech. There's no way it's going to work that. They've been working that. on this, this, uh, this technology for a long time because I've seen their televisions that, that uh, sort of you roll up like an old-timey map, mm -hmm. like a sailor's map, and then you like un un unfurl it, and you've got like a fucking 32-inch screen or something, or even bigger. They make big ones. So I, I think they may have the technology down. I would worry about like, like what if you get like some grit in there and close it on it, or like, like, like I, yeah. I don't know. I, I need to hold it in my hands, but I want one. I fucking want one. I love, because my, my screens are fucked, right? Like, like. This this screen right now is is ruined. It it's cracked everywhere. I you ran this over with a goddamn it? lawnmower. You, you could you can't tell. You can't oh, okay. tell. Like it, it doesn't show up on camera. Like like I ran it over with a lawnmower. 
I, I've, I've broken like every phone I've ever had ever, and I've had like a dozen. Well, now. I don't know that this one's lawnmower proof. It's not lawnmower proof, <laughs> but maybe a folding phone won't jump out of my lawnmower cup holder so fucking readily. It's, it's, it's under the blades. Was it the Dixie so, Chopper? It was the Dixie Chopper. The Dixie Chopper that took thing a will cut a phone, dude. It happened to hit it at such an angle that it like hit it up in this corner and it took a clean slice out of it. But but in do like like the metal is cut through. Dixie Chopper don't fuck around. No, it that's, doesn't. That's a, it's a fine yard implement right there. It is. How wide's the deck? Five foot probably. It's maybe six. Mine's also I, I don't six. Don't know that's what I like. I like a nice seventy-two inch deck. We could turn this thing into lawnmower talks fast. It's got so much power. You know, it's got the zero turning radius. Mm-hmm. It, it, it could pop a wheelie on it. Pop a wheelie on that thing. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah. yeah. That grass doesn't know what's coming. <laughs> Colin pops little wheelies on it. You should see him out there. Colin, like, because we cut in, like, big uh, rectangles kind of in my mm-hmm. yard. And he, like, slides sideways. He's uh, what are they? He's drifting when he cuts <laughs> the yard. He's pretty badass at it. He's got experience. Yeah. yeah that's a good lawnmower. I, I think it's the fastest production lawnmower in the world. I think maybe that's, maybe that's their tagline or something like that. I wouldn't know. I, uh, I don't watch Joe Rogan that regularly. Mm-hmm. Like, it all depends on the guest. Yeah. But I think I'm going to tune in tomorrow because apparently tomorrow Elon Musk is stopping by and he's going to be on Joe Rogan. And I think that could be, you know, depending if, you know, how, you know, into everything they get, like that could be a pretty interesting one. Yeah, for sure. I'll watch that. You know, like in I, the I, midst of his pedo thing, calling that guy a, a pedo. And I think he like I saw somewhere he doubled you know, down, doubled down on it. Yeah, let me he like triple down out. recently. Like yeah, you, he said, uh, he's like, hey, if it weren't true, why hasn't he sued me yet? People have offered him free legal counsel. There's something to this. Dude, if wait, he wait, ends wait, wait, up no, being... You don't know the other half? His attorney immediately said you should be checking your email. And there was oh, a letter okay. in there suing him. Goodness. Oh, can you imagine like the head imploding thing that would happen if it came out like, oh shit, this guy ended up being a pedophile. He just Didn't like, pass the Elon Thailand. eye test. Yeah. Who else Elon. is find He's, who else Elon? Who else? <laughs> <laughs> he just hands out edicts you know, of, of who it is. It's funny how his popularity went from like can do no wrong Superman. Up See down, Taylor saying up and down. I don't know. I, I'm not sure he's recovering this time. I could be wrong, but dude, this guy to me was just more and more and more popular. And I was always the guy like, look, I'm enthusiastic about him. It seems great, but what he's done so far make sending satellites up a little like a lot cheaper is cool it's just not my fantasy you know and they're like no you don't understand it's affordable space travel we'll all be able to go it'll be like a trip to europe uh yeah when he does that i'll be impressed but right now it's just satellites are cheaper yeah maybe your great great grandkids you think we're gonna be hopping on like no this isn't gonna happen they acted like he did it already right this guy is the master of over promising Right, he'll be like, "Yeah, we're gonna do five thousand cars a week by tomorrow," and it doesn't happen. The, 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 he announces a car; it's always a year late. It's something like that. It, he's worse than Apple. Can't can't keep up with demand at all, with the, like Tesla and shit. Like it, it's he's really I kicking like that himself he that he like, that he can't. <coughs> he he's only fulfilling himself. like tiny percentages of the order, which is probably anymore. Uh, yeah, I think he's only making like five thousand a month or something like that, and the demand uh, is like half a million a month or something crazy. It might be five thousand a week, and and he's extended the oh, amount he, of people that can week, do that it right. to like like it used to be that it was the old pre-orders, and now he's like anyone can order, and he's just he's broadening the net of people that can get the car, which 
some, including me, interpret as meaning he doesn't have the giant backlog we hoped he would. Yeah, so Woody, I, I have a question. I know you're a patriot. Maybe maybe this will uh, this will appeal to you. You have a strong uh, uh, opinion. There's this movie called The First Man, or just First Man. Okay. Um, and it's about uh, Adam. It's a it's a no, not quite. It's First Man on the Moon. Hmm. Uh, it's it's about the uh, the first moon mission. It's uh, I think it's starring um, fuck who's that pretty man? Ryan Gosling. Uh, it's starring him, and uh, there's a bit of controversy. Buzz Aldrin himself has raised a big stink about this. Mm. Apparently, they do not show or feature or bring up the planting of the American flag on the moon because, they, because the, the, the makers of the film say that it was a, an achievement for all mankind. That is horseshit. That's fucking retarded. So, I was... That's Very literal changing of history because they have a little agenda. <laughs> Who does it hurt to show how it happened? Like, if anything, little things like that take you out of the moment. Like, when they stick in their world flag or just excise mm. it completely from the film, that pulls you out of it because everyone who knows is like, oh, okay, at this point we're being lied to. Like, yeah. all right, the thing okay, is, this, this happened, I'm not in the, involved. It happened in the midst of a space race, which we were kind of losing, right? It was like first person in space. Oh, that's Russia. A little higher in space. Oh, that's Russia. First was, satellite. First, per, Russia. first satellite, Russia. First dog, Russia. First ape, Russia. And then we're like, ah, oh, move the goalposts, move the goalposts. First one on the moon. That's us, bitches. We're the first people on the moon. And the only people on the moon, I think. And yes. uh, for them to like take away the part of the space race that America actually won, why? Is it and not I'm okay, okay to win? With, We're not I'm allowed okay to, to win something? I'm okay with not whitewashing history. If you want to make a movie where you point out that the fucking, you know, the, the, that Werner von Braun was a fucking Nazi who made V2 rockets to, 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 to fire it at, at England and London... And he was, you know, our, our, the guy who we brought over to, to you know, uh, win the space race. If you want to talk about Nazi technology being incorporated into both space programs, both the Soviet and the U.S., I'm fine with that. You don't have to whitewash it. But I don't like you, like, just ignoring a part of it to, to appeal to a global audience. No, we did the shit. Like, like, when I watch Braveheart, I'm okay that the English win at the end, right? Because they did. I would even be okay with an international version. Right? If they if they cut that scene <laughs> and tried to sell it to Australia, you guys are not on board with me on this. No, that's so, that's even one like small it's, step. A, a it's man capitalist. For one for <laughs> no, but it's not it's like it's silly because Spice like, boomerang. It's to me it's almost <laughs> insulting. It's like, insulting like, to like, the audience. The, space shuttle, the, the, the rocket goes to lift off and it's just a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> like no, no. You gonna put some aboriginals on there too? Dude, if they showed like a if they were know, to a, if, they, if they made a movie the about D Day, and it was a bunch of uh, Brazilians and Mexicans storming out onto the beach, you'd like you'd be very distracted. You'd be like, "This isn't, this isn't, this isn't, it doesn't happen at all." Like now, I, I'm not enjoying the movie. I'm like, not this suggesting isn't, they change history. Only that if they wanted to cut the scene that made it, you know, the American planting of the flag, I'd I'd let them slide on that so they could make a buck. No, I mean, they can do whatever they want. It's just, like, do you think people in Australia are so dumb they see the Australian flag there and they're like, yeah, I knew we did that? Like, no. 
Like they're going to be there. Well, this is a straw man. You're taking my there. argument and you're arguing against something that's to similar clear, to but different. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, actually extending your argument to make my point, which is that it is. That's what a straw man insulting. is. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm extrapol- extrapolating the reasonable repercussions of your argument. Isn't the same as straw man? That's now, not I'm true. You're arguing against something not... that is easier to argue against than cutting the scene. You're, you're, what you're you, taking mine, you're altering right. art, and and arguing against something else instead. Straw man. That's, that's not what's happening right well, now. Well, with the moderators decide to let them the debate, but for now, there might be some funny here. <laughs> yeah. Go some? ahead, Kyle. Yeah, did you want to say? No, I wanted you to finish. You I didn't know where you were I'm, going. I'm, I'm saying, like, just to be clear, like, they're not. They didn't remove. They're not putting like a UN flag or something. They just cut the whole scene out. They they make it. They, they just don't show any flag being planted <laughs> at all. Is, is is what I what I've been told. Yeah, I'm like. I think that's dumb. Like, I, I don't really care either way. I probably wouldn't go see the film. It doesn't interest me that much. But like, if they want to switch it in different countries, I don't really care. It's just who, why would that make more money if you switch the flag? Like, it's like an almost a passive, tacit, little head padding, condescending maneuver to be like putting a Japanese flag on it there when it's like. Everyone in Japan knows they didn't do that. Everyone in in Russia knew they didn't make it to the moon. Everyone in Canada, everyone in Mexico, Brazil, wherever they want to do it, it's like. It's just insulting. Like, it, I, what's, a, what's an achievement from a non-American nation that, would be that they would switch the flag to us? But where they would, like, if they did one about no the Sputnik, flag switching here, though. Why, they, why do we keep arguing against that instead? Well, I, I was talking about your point of like, oh, I don't care if they want to change it to make a box or whatever. That. I said yeah, they didn't. could cut the scene. Uh, okay, you can cut the scene. I don't really mind, but that is kind of removing the crux of it that it was America that did this. Like, if if uh, they made a movie about Sputnik. And they had a, an American flag emblazoned on the side as it was, you know, making it, you know, the, the triumphant, you know, a guy named uh, Ted, uh, Ted Stevenson was was on there. You know, it wasn't Yuri Gargarin. It was Ted Stevenson. And he had an American flag and it went through all oh, the intensity. Are we going to make it? Oh, we're in orbit. Like, are you watching that? Like, oh, USA, <laughs> USA. Or are you like, this isn't what happened. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm taken out of the movie. A lot of movies uh, these days are trying to appeal to the Chinese audience because that's one of the, that's the biggest verging movie going audience in the world right now. That surprises um, me because they steal so much IP. Um, it, it's, well, hmm. but, IP but, but something they can't steal is, is, is what we do best and that that's fucking Hollywood. Right. So, so we try to make movies that will appeal to their, their audience over there. So, um, they constantly I, steal it. Yeah, they, they just do. they get one copy and then they give it away for free or sell but, but it. But the movie without, going audience, the, like the movie theaters. It. Yeah. It, hmm. it, I'm sure there's bootlegs on the street of, of everything, but but a lot of what movies... he knows, he worked on the Great Firewall of China. <laughs> Indirectly, <laughs> so so I wouldn't be surprised if that comes into play a little bit. It's just just fucking ridiculous. I I don't understand why they don't just show what happened. You know, another historical thing that I've recently kind of come full circle on is Christopher mm. Columbus. You know, like like I don't know why I was so pro Christopher Columbus, okay. but he was an absolute monster. Just a, a horrible did, human being. He was somebody was saying that recently. Was it Neil Tyson? NGT, um, whatever his name is. I don't know. Okay. I, what did you learn? Because I, I didn't follow through and read it all. I, I was I, I was rewatching The Sopranos recently, and and there's a whole episode around it, and so I started doing a lot of research. Oh. He was at, he would be tried for war for uh, crimes against humanity today. He was enslaving, taping, taking them, taking the natives as as, as sex slaves. He was cutting off the hands of any of the the men above a certain age so they couldn't like do war against him. Um, like like his own quotes are something like, 
with 50 men, we could subjugate them and have them do our, our bidding or something, you know, something in 1500s talk. He was an absolute <laughs> monster. He was a slave trading, um, genocidal boat captain who was out for profit. The thing about like anyone like that is I feel like you almost have to judge it by the times. Because when you phrase it that way, like, of course, we all know that's terrible. But like when you say it like that, it's like, do you think all the other captains out there were like this Columbus guy? Look at how far he's going. This is getting out of control. Like they were all shitheads. Yeah. That's just how you people, ran a tight raping ship. Raping people. When they said like, they running a tight ship, they were talking about the tourniquet on the wrist. Tight. Th- this is. Look yeah, this I, up, guys. Yeah, I have no problem with looking at it within the context of the times. George Washington owned slaves, right? But yeah. don't raise this guy up to be a hero. Don't he, have a like, 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 don't act like Columbus Day is, uh, is, is, is something to be necessarily proud of. I mean, he, he, he was the captain of the ship that, that made its way here. And if I remember correctly, I hope I'm not confusing him with a different like explorer. There was some kind of a, a bonus that would be paid to the first person who laid eyes on the like new mm-hmm. new territory or something like that, like like from, uh, I don't know the the government back home, the the the, the Spanish government, like like oh if whichever sailor sees the rock first, he gets like a a pension is what it amounted to, mm-hmm. and some guys some guy was like ah land ho, and Christopher Columbus was like ah no. No, I, I, I'm going to see it in like two days. And, and like he took the uh, he took the pension. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Just just raping, murdering, enslaving. See, the only way I'm OK with us getting rid of Columbus Day is if it's immediately replaced by another day that we also get off. I will not be a member of a, any. I don't care if I would get a fucking Genghis Khan day. You know, uh, like Attila the Hun day. I don't care. As long as it still gives you the day off, I'm fine. But what I will not stand for is people coming in and stealing our days off under these social justice pre- uh, pretenses. If you're going to, like what he says, if you're going to have an idea, you know, if you're going to say nay nay, you've got to have a pro for it too. So you can't just yeah. show up and say no more Columbus Day. You have to say we're going to have XYZ Day. I have a Everybody, pitch. You still, get, you still get the I day off. I have a pitch for you, Fine. Taylor. I think you'll like okay. it. We'll get rid of Columbus Day and we will replace it with a floating holiday of your choice. A floating holiday? Mm-hmm. Any day of the year, take it. Oh, this is way better. Yeah, right? Always. Okay, you know what? New plan. Get rid of all the holidays <laughs> and turn them all into float days, except for Christmas and Thanksgiving and the real, like, the, the trifecta. Thanksgiving, New Year's. You know, Christmas, New Year's, the, that little triage there. Dude, but all, this I was is, like let's get something going. This 35 when I realized what a bunch of horseshit the holiday season is, right? Like, Christmas, I was like, oh, my God, there's 365 days a year. We get six off over the course of three months, mm-hmm. and this is the holiday season? This is yeah. like the big thing, the big tuna that we all get together on. Like, can you believe how great we have it? We get six days off out of 90. This is incredible. It's not incredible. Yeah. It's horseshit. It sucks. You have low Thanks. standards if you like the holiday season. What are some of the, the, the holidays that we could get rid of and move <laughs> around like float days? We can get rid of Columbus Day. We can President's get rid of President's Day. Day. We can get rid of. Uh, but hang on, oh, they, well, we, let's we move Memorial pick... Day around. Let's leave that word. Uh, yeah, where, that, where, I didn't think about that. Says. That one should probably stay where that, it is. That's, that's, that's oh, mo- are you that's disrespecting the, the flag, flag, Taylor? My God, right, you fucking that's, Nike that's wearing flag. Memorial you can't see Day. That I'm kneeling right now. Yeah, I. 
it needs to be one of the ones that we actually get a federal holiday, right? Um, what are the federal holidays? Let, let me let's pull up a list of that. Because like a lot of them are bullshit. Yeah, it's not not as many as I thought. So we have uh, New Year's Day. We have Martin Luther King Jr. Washington birthday, which is also President's Day. Mm-hmm. Memorial, Independence, Labor, Columbus, Veterans, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. I don't think I got all these off. I never got Veterans Day off. I don't think I got Columbus Day off. All right, I say we keep all the days off. We keep Christmas, Thanksgiving. Uh, veterans, you're going to have to pick Veterans Day or Memorial Day because one of those, we're getting a float day for one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get one of those and Independence Day because that wouldn't make any sense to, to not do that then. But like yeah. George Washington's birthday. Hang uh, on a goddamn minute. You leave George Washington alone. He is my favorite president. I'm not. I don't. I don't dislike him. I just <laughs> want the day. You. You know what? If I were to speak to George right now, and say, "Hey, you know, we all respect the hell out of you. You know, you're you're still like ranked number one by a lot of people, and we've Chrono- had a lot of presidents. So you really you fucking killed it. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say that. But um, uh, would you mind if we used your federal holiday of a birthday and we kind of made it like a float day, like moved it around? He won't care. He wouldn't care. He would, he would like talk about how uh, to be wary of the red coats and things that aren't relevant <laughs> anymore. And I'd be like, oh my God, like we totally hosed those guys in World War II, took most of their empire by giving them loans so they could fight. It was great. Uh, you would have loved it, George. Land um, lease program, yeah. Yeah, and he, uh, uh, he wouldn't mind. So, Kyle, I think you're on the wrong side here. I think you're thinking George would have been offended. I no think way. It's about what George would want. Because, mm-hmm. because it's his because birthday. He doesn't. All right, fine. I guess I, if we could ask George, I would be okay with, with whatever he decided. But, 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 but I, I won't allow you to put, put words in George Washington's mouth. <laughs> I think I represent him well. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you need so. a okay, new okay, accent. Kyle, Kyle, which are the ones that, uh, that we can't move? Mm. That we, we can't ah, move? The ones these? that we like, you're, you're Mr. Strict over here. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Independence. Honestly, this is a good... I, I feel like we've got it really well narrowed down. Um, I mean, honestly... Mar- I don't feel like Martin Luther King Jr. is as important as the rest of them. He seems least important to me, but I definitely think he deserves his day. Um, but what if I mean, we move like New Year's. That's, see, so I, you know what it is. I'm a pants on head retard. Yeah, I could I explain why that happened to me. It's already near Christmas. I usually don't desperately need a day off, and I don't drink on New Year's Eve, so I'm not like, oh my god, I so need the first off. But it's the only holiday that's actually about a chronicle chronological event, though. Like it's it's the one that they're all cannot, chronological by definition. N- no, like, like most of them are made up. My like, birthday like, is a chronological event. Okay, fair enough. But we can celebrate. I think what, uh, what Kyle's saying mainly is like this is a date by which like businesses are making decisions on, like you know, setting their well, like, different New Year's Day plan. is is like doesn't ha- we can't just decide when it is. It's it's like it's well, fucking rename the, the, it float day. Float day. <laughs> All right. So, Kyle, you're saying we keep Christmas, Thanksgiving, Independence Day, and then the veterans got to vote on Memorial Day or Veterans Day, which one stays, and then Columbus, Labor, Memorial, or Veterans. Frankly, Washington, I don't know the difference between MLK, Memorial Day. And, and they all go, but New Year's stays as well. So I guess Veterans Day is for people who survived being in war, and Memorial Day is for those who did not yeah, you know that sounds that, right. I'd never broken it down like that, but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I never considered it really. What if Veterans you know, Day is for people who did and didn't survive, and Memorial is just for the didn't? As the subset group, we, that's the one we should get rid of. Yeah, 
I think the ones I don't know. I I think the ones that died deserve at least one full day of their own. But the ones that died are also veterans. By the time we're gonna be through this, they're not gonna gonna want all the holidays in the same place. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna. All right. You know, well, I think I, we need to expand. Like, throw Arbor Day in there, uh, mm, Earth Day. It's making you know, a lot of sense. Yeah, Pretzel Day. It's too bad. Like every president doesn't get their birthday off, or that we don't get presidents' yeah, birthdays I, off. That'd dude, be pretty. Dope. I would choose presidents based on their birthday. Be like, you know, we're really weak in uh, yeah. August. <laughs> <laughs> we had the August candidates running. You don't get shit off in August. What party uh, are you looking for? Add. It doesn't matter. I got it won't matter enough in my life. You know, it's just <laughs> You'll all agree with this. Fucking voting day. Presidential I voting like day one. should be the day fucking off. Federal holiday. <clears throat> Although those of you oh you leave the fucking liberal cocksuckers out there who are getting all <laughs> Yeah. They don't have jobs. There's a hole in your theory. Voter ID <laughs> law is mandatory <laughs> if you do that. All right. Uh, yeah, I was sure going to bring up voting day, but I didn't want to go like, politics. You're, not gonna, uh, you're never going to get pushed back from me, Kyle, on, we should get this day off. I'm like, <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm on your team with that one. Yeah. No, yeah, I do I'm like the idea of voting day off. I, well, I don't know how much it would impact voting. It'd still be nice, though. I, bet. I think it would impact it quite Most people would treat it just like a day off. Like we, I think that people are, would picture a huge resurgence in voting like patterns and, and volume, but I don't think we would. I think that there is just a percentage of people, naturally or whatever, that just don't care. Like, just apolitical. Like, if you just use, like, social media to try and gauge people, you're like, man, there's, like, 50% of people on this, 50% of people on this, and they don't like each other. It's like, no, really, there's a huge swath of people out there who don't fucking care. They watch entertainment shows. They watch sports. They don't let it, you know, like, those people probably aren't going to vote just because they get the day off. They'll be like, hell yeah, day off. Speaking of a divisive issue, obviously uh, Nike has chosen Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. as their spokesman for their 35th anniversary, 25th, whatever, um, like like ad program that they're doing. And uh, oh, they I, I lost saw... billions of dollars on a day where their industry also went down. You know, it's like settle down. Did idiots. the industry go down? I I, I looked yeah, at yeah. it. They lost like four percent, which they went down like... a little more than the other ones. But it's like, do you know how big of a company they are? Like that's they're going to be fine. Uh, I, I I you know I I. I, I, I don't really like that guy. I, I, I don't like the kneeling at the football games. I just don't. I, I just don't like it. And, and there's a bunch of reasons Why? for it. And, um, for one thing, I, I don't think you should be able to. I think he's at work. And uh, if his boss is okay with him kneeling, I'm okay with it. All right. But if his boss isn't, not okay with it. Two, I feel like it's disrespectful. And I don't care if one veteran somewhere said that it wasn't disrespectful because he doesn't speak for, for me or for all veterans or for anyone for that matter. He speaks for himself. Um, and an uh, argument I don't like it kind of ties into the space thing where it's like I, I, I mean can, it's it's exactly what I said like he speaks for him but he doesn't get to speak for other veterans I mean there's but, plenty of veterans who so are like no that's thing. fucked up that's disrespectful that what he's doing is he's protesting uh, violence from police against black, black people. people right that's his problem and uh, he used to sit on the bench right it started off as that he sat on the bench and the national anthem would happen and he just sort of sat on the bench and a veteran was like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you sitting on the bench? It's kind of disrespectful. I don't like it. And he's like, I'm trying to bring attention to this police violence against black people thing. Which, by the way, I actually have some personal experience with. Police can often be biased against black people. And uh, the guy says, you know what? I think you should kneel. 
That's a way to show respect. It's a thing we do at church. Take a knee during the national anthem. That way you're not just sitting on the bench hunched over, you know, like you were before. And he says, all right. So he changed it. And then he kneeled. And he's not trying to disrespect And wore, uh, like, uh, socks with pigs dressed in cop uniforms on them. Again. You know, so, like look, that. I don't love that. But it does tie into what he actually says. What I don't like is when they're like, ah, he hates veterans and soldiers and whatever, flowers and candies and apple pies. It's like, no, 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 no. no like, it, let's, if you want to dislike that he's protesting violence from police against black people at a disproportionate rate, then at least hate that. Don't act like he's uh, you know, hating troops. I just, like, I just I can't believe how fucking <laughs> simple this entire thing is and uh-huh. how we're still talking about it. Like, the beginning and end of this should be, hey, uh, am I allowed to protest? You know, oh, uh, uh, hey, boss, owner of the team or whoever, you know, am I allowed to protest? Yes. Okay, then you can do it. No, no, you can't do it. You're, you're, I'm, you're my employee. Like, that, that's all it should be. It should just be an employer-employee conversation. If the employer decides they think that's okay and that it's not too damaging to their brand or it's not going to hurt the bottom line of the NFL or whatever, they like, and they, however they want to make the decision, that's all it should be. Like, and people, oh, you know, free speech and whatnot. It's like, I, I, I personally wouldn't fucking care if every owner in the NFL said, yeah, sure, you can all do it. I don't care. I don't watch football anyway. I don't think... This is so not a big deal, and I'm shocked we're still talking about it. I like, threw all it, my Nikes out, cut them to pieces. That'll show oh. them. <laughs> I was going to make a Twitter or Instagram video. I was going to make a Twitter or Instagram video yesterday. I should have done it, where I lit my New Balance shoes on fire. Damn, too late now. I'm going to throw know, my curing machine on my Nikes and show them what's what. That was the most yeah, recent so one. Silly. What what did Keurig do? Do you remember? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know Keurig did anything. Oh, that was the thing. Yeah, they they, they were uh, conservatives throwing Keurigs out the second floor window to oh, show them shit. what's what. what you maybe now you remember, right? Maybe they pulled their sponsorship from like Rush Limbaugh or something. You know what's like interesting? Oh yeah. Is, like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, the, Sean Hannity maybe. The liberals was, leaned uh, on them Hannity. and they backed out of a couple conservative I think shows. It was Hannity. But but then like there. The, the protest worked, though, because whatever they did, they went they like made peace with Sean Hannity to the point where Hannity was like, all right, all right, it's cool now. You guys can oh, stop really? tweeting me the pictures of you, thro- you crushing your Keurigs. They, you know, they, they, they made everything that, you know, they cleared this up or they made it cool. Like Sean Hannity had to literally literally go and be like, all right, stop fucking sending me pictures of crushed Keurigs on Twitter. And, and like email like, and it's, like it's, uh, it's, cool. it's so insidious the way the media leaps on things intentionally to try and like create mountains out of molehills because they get yeah. paid by clicks and so they have an incentive to and so the pattern you'll see is it'll be like a handful of twitter users doing like retarded shit like burning their shoes or throwing a keurig around or throwing a huge fit about like i used to go to cabela's all the time but you you advertised mm. on hannity i'm never going back for my under armor hunting gear or whatever and then those people will find like a handful of those and then write an article about oh liberals or, or conservatives are doing this in mass there's a huge upswell of of protests and boycotts and then you check two weeks later no there's not like uh, all these companies that stop advertising on fox or stop advertising on msnbc flip your tv on they all start advertising again two or three weeks later when you fuckers stop paying attention you know why is because they notice a market decrease in sales 
and they go, oh, we got to get back on our advertising game. You know, oh, it turns out the 3 million people who watch Hannity or the 2.5 that watch Rachel Maddow, oh, that's a way bigger net benefit than the handful of, you know, people who are burning and doing these things. Because most people yeah. don't care. Like, these kind of these kinds of protests don't work. People misunderstand how these things are meant to work. It's like, oh, I'm going to go after fucking Keurig because they advertise here. No. They're going to... You know that that TV show is going to fill that slot with something, someone else. They're going to make that money. Don't be, don't be foolish. They're going to make that fucking money. The way to stop it is literally turn off your football screen, turn off the NFL if if you want to protest it. That's the only thing that's going to hurt them because then way the viewership is going to tank. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, the I'm like fifteen gonna tank. years gonna ahead have of you, to, maybe twenty five. I think I heard something about it like uh, like months ago, maybe even last year with like Bud Light or Budweiser, where you know enough people had stopped watching the NFL. You know, it wasn't because they threatened Coors or something, but it was like, oh, hey, we're Anheuser-Busch, we're a huge sponsor, and you're not reaching nearly the number of people that we've been paying you for, and so we're going to need you to cut these rates back. Like, that's what actually hurts these people directly. You attack some coffee company that has a 30-second slot on Hannity or Rachel Maddow, like, you're not, you're not doing anything. You're just ruining appliances and making yourself look like a jackass. <laughs> yeah. I love my Keurig. I, I don't care if they support <laughs> fucking pedophilia Fucking like anti-Semitism, whatever. Like, like I press a button. As long as I've they got, got a good cup of Joe. Fucking eight o'clock dark roast. I never catch the media running with story. Like you talked about, how the media runs it. They make a mountain of molehill and and get paid by clicks. I watch CNN and MSNBC and Fox. I usually don't see them running with it. I get exposed to it through social you have to media. Go to, uh, to print. Like, it, like oh, print is print. the way they push those is because like they'll they'll do the thing where they take like a screenshot of two Twitter users and then write as though it's indicative of an, a huge groundswell trend. Uh, and then the way journalists work off each other is they'll cite one another's articles yeah. and be like, oh, you know, Susie I... Johnson over here did this and I'm using that as my source. You know, look at this. Five sources all citing the same three tweets. It's like where I do see it is like regular dudes on Facebook. Like those are the people that have all the passion that show their the retweet videos of burning Nikes or Keurigs falling through the sky. Uh, yeah, they're, they're silly people, passionate on social media. Yeah. Anyway, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. If you've been playing games for a while, no doubt you've slayed a dragon or some other mythological beast. But in Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, you're tasked with felling creatures only found in this deep, rewarding action. Uh, RPG. Craft unique weapons and armor, then face down monsters like a giant inflatable shark, a T-Rex with a sword for a tail, and a falcon-dragon hybrid that has somehow gained the ability of jet propulsion. Each monster is a titanic challenge at first, but after studying its behavior and building proper gear, even the strongest foe doesn't stand a chance. Learn the art of hunting and master different skills to help you fight these giant beasts more effectively. Hunt alone or play with your friends as you join quests with fellow players in pursuit of a massive roster of creatures who will stop at nothing to kill you. These foes uh, and more await you in this solo or online adventure. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is now on Nintendo Switch. Visit your local retailer or MonsterHunter.com for more info. Sounds fun. Check them out. Uh, do you want to do one more while Taylor's out? Uh, yeah, Pinkle Already is uh, brought to you by Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Terrifying Zombies, Unforgiving Jungles, A Mayan Apocalypse, sounds like just another day for Laura Croft. Experience Laura Croft's defining moment as she becomes the Tomb Raider. In Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Laura must master the jungle using brand new skills, overcome, overcome tombs containing uh, challenges and puzzles, and persevere through her darkest hour. As she races to save the world from a Maya apocalypse she put into motion, Laura will ultimately be forged into the Tomb Raider she is destined to be. 
Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is available on Xbox One on September 14th. Pre-order the Croft Edition at your favorite retailer and experience Laura's Journey 48 hours early. Yeah. Nice. Early access. All right. I have a topic here. It was from Ask Reddit. What two hobbies go hand in hand? Right? So there's some examples in the comments. One guy wrote working out and cooking. Another guy said photography and traveling. Mm. I... uh, like, what two hobbies go hand in hand? I don't know. It was interesting to me. I came up with paramotoring and physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to fit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we mentioned Rogan earlier. Did you happen to see um, Cowboy uh, Cerrone's story about cave diving? No, I saw that there was a story about cave diving, and Mike Perry referenced it, but I didn't hear it. So um, it's like a 15, 20-minute story. Cowboy's a good storyteller. He, yeah. doesn't, he, he doesn't go he ABC. Sunny? No. Yes, <laughs> yes, he was in that episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fight belt. <laughs> and comedy, uh, right? Something? Yeah, and shit. Like yeah, yeah. Himself. yeah. He, um, I guess he's sort of a master diver at this point. He explained the certification levels, how there's like open water and then like another kind of open water, and then cave diving is, is, is about as extreme as it gets. And explain that there's this sort of rule in cave diving that if you and I are in the cave, something bad happens to you, I'm getting out. Because, like, trying to help someone down there, both people can often lose their lives. You often hear that in, like, uh, drowning victims, you know, in in certain scenarios. I won't, like, go through the whole thing, but basically his friend gets in trouble in a cave. Um, and he, and, and like starts freaking out and there's a lot of silt on the bottom Mm -hmm. of the, and that gets thrown up into the water and they're blind now. And he's like, safety's behind me. There's a cloud of silt and my friend tangled in a line in front of me. And I say, fuck it, I'm going to get him. And he goes into the cloud and gets lost. And so most of the story is about being blind in a cloud of silt, having no idea where he is in this cave and talking and, and repeatedly referencing how much air he has left until he gets to the point where he's like, this is how I'm going to die. And he starts thinking about right. He's got like a underwater writing kit, whatever you call that, like the and he starts thinking about writing the letter to his daughter and his wife. That he's dead. He starts thinking, like, I'm not going to drown. That's not how I'm dying. But I do have like this uh, this little uh, this little thing that has like 15 or 20 big breaths in it that I like a like a spare thing. And I can use that and I can just rebreathe the same air until I go unconscious and I can just go out that way. And then he's like, no, you're a fighter. You're a fighter. You're going to figure it. And he, he like goes through. It's, it's a great story. The, Joe doesn't say a word. Joe is just like spellbound through the whole thing. It's, it's uh, excellent. I feel like and, and like I could be wrong, but it seemed like Cowboy was about to cry at a, at a couple points during the story. Uh, very good story. Great. On, uh, great episode of Rogan. Is he way too big to come on PKA? I bet if Ch- that'd be Cowboy? fun to try. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he, he might come on. He, he's a really cool fighter. He's one of those fighters who he isn't the guy who has like the perfect record. He isn't. Uh, but but he, he he's the guy who who fucking shows up and, and gives it his all like that Nate Diaz fight where, you know, but Cowboy's getting destroyed by a, by a better opponent that? than that, him. So, yeah, go Nate ahead. Diaz is gangster and he's game and he shows up. And he often kind of does like a psychological warfare with his opponents ahead of time. He hates them. He hates them. And when you get into a fight with Nick Diaz, 
you're not entering into a sporting match like you are with a lot of people. You're getting into a fight, and he's going to hate you all the way through it. And Cerrone, I remember leading up to this, was game, right? Nick Diaz is flipping him the bird. He's saying, fuck you. And, and Cerrone is like, fuck ye, fuck me, fuck you. You don't understand. Cerrone thinks he's going to win. And I loved it. The whole lead up to it, Cerrone is like, no, man, fuck you. You know, and, and, and they're just equal powers and their physiques are very similar too. And they're just, you know, like they're, you know, you don't know how this is going to go. And at the start of the match, you know, they're, they're like angry at each other. They're flipping each other off and no one is giving an inch. Two rounds in, it's clear. Nate Diaz is winning this fight. It's rough. Any normal person would be looking for an exit sign. And Nate Diaz across the octagon flips off Cowboy Cerrone. And he goes, yeah, you're right. And then he goes out there and tries again. And it it was just, it was so courageous. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, he's there to fucking entertain you and he knows it. And so he does it, you know, like like (laughs) he could have, he could have, he could have, he could have given up his neck in that, in that previous round and gotten the fight fucking fight over with, but he, you know, he comes back out like a real warrior and just took an ass beating for our entertainment pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, that is their job. He's a tough yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, I don't even some of the, a lot of them don't see it that way. I, I, I if you ask Tyron Woodley, if, if his job is to take ass beatings for our pleasure, his say, he would say his job is to make as much money as he can and, uh, and, and win. It, you know, it's 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 not about how you get there. It's about where you're going. Yeah, you know, he, he's about winning, and he doesn't care what it, what the fight looks like to the fan necessarily. Yeah, it wouldn't be crazy to me if Tyrone Woodley lost the championship, lost a fight, and got cut, because yeah, nobody agreed. wants to see Tyrone Woodley. The Dana UFC does doesn't like him. like him. Of course, Dana said that word for word. He's like, who wants to see this guy fight again? Yeah, yeah. That's his champion. That's his <laughs> champion. This champion who's just spent the last ten rounds. Avoiding fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank. I, I didn't understand the ten rounds remark at first, but yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. It's Darren Till. Is that who he's fighting? Yeah, English bloke. He apparently started cutting weight days and days ago. Like, like, like. I he I saw him uh, today. Lean. He looks too lean. Oh, do, you I, think? Okay, I could be. Out I don't of know. I I'm not an expert, uh-huh. you know. But 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 I I just go off of what I read and what people say. And Chael seemed concerned. That he's cutting that much weight. Uh, he is an expert. Yeah. I, yeah. T- so I saw him, I'll call it four or five days ago, and I was like, damn, he's coming in fit. So for people that don't know, Darren Till didn't make weight his last fight. And beyond that, his last fight was not a championship fight. So not only did he not make weight, but he, uh, you know, he had an extra pound. So he only had to weigh 171, and he didn't make that. Oh, uh, yeah. He weighed 172 or something. Something like that, yeah. So so this time around, and, and it sounds like it's a small thing, but uh, to, to cut that, the last pound is the hardest pound. Oh, my it's, God, it's almost yeah. like exponential the way that they do it. So to, to be 172 and not make 171, like he really didn't make 170. It's a bigger deal than you might guess. And I saw him five days ago and was like, dude, like, this guy's looking sharp. Like, you know, he's got his nutrition on lockdown. But if Kyle and Chael are saying now he looks... Uh, what I'm guessing is like a, he looked awfully thin. What's the word? It's not emancipated. That means something different. emaciated. Emaciated is what I'm going for. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, he if he looks emaciated, then that's not good. He can. I was I, I was um I don't remember where I read it recently, but they were discussing how 
one of the things about about a hard weight cut is uh, the dehydration, and it's the your your brain has less liquid, and so you're more uh, vulnerable to a knockout because there's less cushion in there. And I started thinking how that that could definitely come in play with the the McGregor fight. I, I'm like like I feel, I feel like Habib supposedly walks around at like 195 to 205, and he's cutting to 155. I. And he and he's about to. I feel Connor's gonna KO this motherfucker. I, I, I feel he's gonna KO him. I'm confident in it at this point. I've I got I don't five dollars on on Habib. Here's the thing, though. Think yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. Habib can take him down, sure. Mm-hmm. But he finishes a third of his fights. He finishes a third of them just because he takes Connor down doesn't mean it's over. He might be like, "Hey, you wish you could get up, don't you?" And and Connor's gonna be like, "You wish you could finish me, don't you?" Because they're gonna stand us back up oh, at, mean, at the end of this round, finish. and I'm coming. Like yeah, knock out. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he'll, yeah. I, I don't see that happening. He, he, he it's interesting. Connor's going to gonna get stood up a couple of times, and and all he's got to do is hit him once. It's interesting to me that Habib hasn't developed his submission game more than he has. And for people that don't know, this guy gets you down, right? A lot of times, uh, the grapplers like they come in, they're great grapplers, they have a reputation for that, and then. They get up against a guy who knows all you're going to do is grapple, and they can't take him down. You know, they just do everything they can to avoid taking, getting taken down, and they succeed at that. Habib somehow still takes you down at will. This guy hits 7, 8, 12 takedowns in a match. He suplexes good fighters, and just it, he's great at taking people down. But for some reason, hasn't really worked on his arm bars and strangles. You know, he just I, he puts you down. He punches you kind of ineffectively for 25 minutes. That's his game. And it's just odd to me that, you know, he doesn't go for subs more than he does. He missed a lot of takedowns versus, versus Ally Aquenza. Like, like, especially in the later rounds. Like, like it's, it seems like he hit like a, he, maybe less than a third. I, I, I just don't see this guy beating fucking McGregor. McGregor looks good, too. I saw some photos of McGregor today. I think someone linked me. He looks fucking lean and powerful, looks motivated. I, I, you I'm, could I'm be right. super psyched. I'm super, I'm super psyched, psyched too. And, and so McGregor, he does look good. He always seems to look good. Even when some fighters look bad in between fights, McGregor always seems to look good in between fights. Doesn't mean his cardio is good, but he just, he's just lean and strong looking all the time. But man, when was his last fight? 2016? Yeah. Something and like if that. you're not going to, if, if you don't count the boxing match, yeah, it's two years now. I think that hurts him. He's fucking mental warrior, man. I don't think I think ring rust is in the head, not in your hands. Um, I, I I I wish that betting were fucking legal in my state, and I because like I said, I don't want to bet like even money. Uh, that doesn't seem fair, but but I would take those fucking odds for sure. I put. Oh, is he uh, the underdog, right now? McGregor's underdog plus one forty. Okay. So I would definitely I I put two hundred on that. Uh, McGregor to KO him, and I, I I'd love to get in on the little prop bets or whatever they're called, like like oh KO in round one. I'd, I'd put some money on McGregor to KO him in round one no and round way. two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think anybody was going to take that bet uh, versus Jose? I, like, here's oh, what no I want way. you to do. Here's what I want you to do. I hope you do this. Yeah. Write down the bet you would have placed, and then let's talk about how it would have worked out. Okay, I will do that. Yeah, I'll give myself, like, like I'll do that. Yeah, sure. And, yeah. and I might be able to get... Because I'll tell you, I've I've done not actually write it, but I've you know like committed to like you know I am so confident in this and that and that and then Hillary Clinton loses the election. <laughs> you know? That's, the, that's yeah. the biggest one in our lifetime. I think the biggest fucking like underdog story. Of, it. I, I wonder think who Trump won the most the on that. The biggest underdog story of our lifetime. 
it, it's definitely up there. But like, do you remember like a year before the election, the odds to bet on Trump were insane. Yeah, like somebody out there made millions off this. Like probably multiple people. Enough. What if it was him? Now, mm-hmm. it, it, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like get a, get a little bit of a Trump boner despite all the hate and and all the reasons we have to hate him? If he said, by the way, before I announced, I bet one million dollars that I would become president at one million to one odds <laughs> at another billion for big Trump. Yeah, <laughs> is that the, it might be the yeah, is that the million a million? Yeah, yeah, a million times a million billion. Okay. No, no, it's not. A thousand times a million is a billion. Yeah, it'd be a trillion maybe. No, so it'd be, it would be. He would crash the economy of Nevada. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A thousand a million times a million, a million is like, is that a trillion or a quadrillion? It's so many zeros. I don't know. Yeah, we don't really work with those a numbers million, often. A trillion. A trillion. First well, trillion million, right here. And guess what? I just bought a, I just bought Amazon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bought it through a shadow figure. An asshole would never sell it to me. Got it anyway, Jeff. Enjoy your life. <laughs> now, WAPO <laughs> has nothing but positive coverage on Trump. <laughs> yeah, just it's the exact opposite of what it is now. Just the next day, you clean house, new people. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Have you seen the black unemployment figures? We're running with yeah. that story every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that... Man, I, I wish I knew exactly what the odds were on that because, right, like, I saw little tales of people being like, "Oh yeah, I put five grand on Trump," you know, when the odds were, you know, a thousand to one. It's like, how could that be true? You show me that, your that's receipts. In the, yeah, that's that gotta be on, like the most exciting day of your life on to Wal- like have a grand on there and watch him win. The uh, I think the subreddit is Wall Street Bets. And they often show like screenshots of the actual receipts or clips that they made. Like, I'm rolling the dice on this thing. And they lose a lot, but it's pretty fun to watch. Let's see. Are you, oh, you're looking for I'm, Trump I'm, odds? Yeah. Uh, this guy won $2.5 million through the course of the campaign betting on Trump. Like, you know, as the odds changed throughout the campaign, he bet more and more. Um, the customer made several bets as the odds continued to shift with polls. The odds of a Trump win closed from 25 to 1 in August 2015. It was 25 to 1 in August of 2015 when he first announced his campaign uh, or returned 25 times. Yeah, we know what 25 to 1 means, Fortune <laughs> Magazine. What, so wait. Who do you think's reading? <laughs> Down to 6 to 4 ahead of the first debate and 5 to 1 on Tuesday night, which is election night. All right, it says one Betfair gambler was competent in Trump's victory with a future that has been widely considered delusional and improbable. He was the biggest winner over the presidential elections, 2.5 million. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. That's pretty great. That's life-changing. Yeah, for sure. Well, maybe not. Well, he bet at 25 to 1, and he ended up with 2.5 million. So what did he bet? Ten? Is that 100,000? Yeah. Yeah, he bet $100,000. Yeah. yeah. Man. Well, still, that's really cool. Good for him. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, that's I, one I, of those things that like would be in Biff's, you know, sports <laughs> almanac. If you could go back in time, and be like, hey, you're not gonna believe this, even when I tell you when you're living through it. Trump's gonna win. Put everything you have on him, and also buy Bitcoin seven years before that. Yeah, <laughs> like right. <laughs> yeah, that would be the big. That I, I think that's kind of the thing that any of us would do, right? Like yeah, the sure. the most recent in our lifetime thing. You know, go back, buy Bitcoin when it's six cents a piece and people are sending out what is now like a million dollars to buy pizza with future knowledge of 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 sports or stocks or anything like like you can 
you could just multiply the money over and over and over many many fold because you could you could you could bet argue that the stock's going to go up than sports. you could yeah cuz you can win it you can win on the way up you can win on the way down and you can just keep fucking bouncing it just 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 Plus just betting futures taking your money you're allowed to get as rich as Warren Buffett in stocks it's all legal nobody's Somehow, concerned about I, it I feel like Vegas had stopped taking my bets and I'd just be screwed Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have a hard time finding a sports book that wanted your fucking action because you'd never lost. Yeah. You'd have to you'd do have both to... and like diversify and then intentionally like 25% of the time make purposeful losses to I mean, like you throw could, people off the trail. You could, you could just win the lottery on one of those nights where it was like half a billion, you know, like, like, like there's pre-knowledge get, it would, is, 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 the, is the greatest mass uh, superpower ever. Fucking Doctor Strange is the most powerful Marvel character because he can see the fucking future. And he can do it twice. Yeah, a million times. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I uh, I think that's the biggest underdog story of uh, of our lifetime. I, I can't think of any. I think it was uh, Bill Burr on like Conan, like right after he won. And of course, like the whole crowd there was like all like boo and boohoo sad. Boo-hoo and sad. he was he was like, uh, this is the biggest upset ever. He's the greatest shit talker ever. What are you gonna do? The dude sat up there, got roasted by the president, and said. Motherfucker, in two years, I'm going to have your job. And he did it. <laughs> and he's like, I, uh, all, you, all you guys acted like the 1980s Olympics blows that out of the water. Nothing. That means nothing. But Miracle, on, miracle ice? on Ice? Please. Yeah, it's like, who cares? Like He's bringing up all these upsets. Hilarious. I remember him. I, mean, I don't know if it was the same show, but everyone's all boo-hoo. And Bill Burr is like, what? You're going to be fine. You'll be yeah. fine. It's, it's the present. Like, you're always fine. It doesn't matter. You're fine. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Yeah. And I was, yeah let me ask you about Obama. Do you ever, you ever come into your house, make you a sandwich? Yeah. Do anything for you? No. It's going to be fine. <laughs> that, was, that was so funny to me. To like That of everyone, Mr. Hothead Bill Burr is like the voice of, Cal- calm down. Like it's, <laughs> he was. He was. But, yeah. yeah he's, he's great. I, Man, I, I wonder I, when his next special is coming out because he's disappointed me with the last two. Not because they were bad on their own, but just because, you know, and I think, Woody, it was you last week who brought this up. Comedians, it just drops off naturally, I think. I'll tell you what the problem is, and I've I've mentioned this on the show before, so forgive me, but, like, life's too too well for him. He's married. He's happy. He, that, the wife needs to either the wife needs to leave him and take half his shit. If you want a good Bill Burr oh special, my God. that's He'd what be you get. On fire. She, she 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 fucking leaves him and takes half his shit. And I don't know if they got kids, but like maybe one, one of the kid, kid kid dies. Kid fucking dies and then she leaves him. Are we sure we and have to go all in this direction? You want look, look <laughs> this is this is how greatness is made, okay? It's through <laughs> adversity. I'm not sure I mean, he'll get better if his kid dies though, right? Can't oh, we just he'll have a be white... fucking hilarious. See, I think the kid die thing might be too far because that might send him into just a complete spiral of, of depression and suicide. All right, he a keeps lot of the kid. Would. Oh no, no, she takes the kid. But the kid still, the kid is not dead. Yes, He's not dead. I think <laughs> he should get to visit the kid twice a week, and he'll be properly and when he visits, pissed. The new stepfather is influencing the kid in ways he doesn't care for, though. Oh yeah, yeah. This, this and the kid's good. calling him daddy. This is mean, but it will make for a good special. That's a fucking it, it, special. Like, and a you half don't even right need the, the kid thing added. Just like a divorce, because you go back through his old, you know, old opinions and everything, and it's oh, I'm never getting married. He's he's a mm-hmm. he was a card carrying member of the Church of Kyle he for was. many years. He's a disciple. And then he left. He abandoned Kyle's flock, and his last two specials haven't been that good. If we're being honest, like they're not. Now the you poor guy's rich, famous, and happy. You know who's about to have the most killer special ever, right? Josh no. Wolf, Louis C.K. 
Ah, maybe Louis C.K. comes back. Ooh. You know, he, he's got like I got a whole lot of material. I'm about to I'm about to just spray it all over you guys. <laughs> I was Forgive say me. That same thing. I, I'm not asking permission. You're here. You signed a consent form. Let's go. Yes. You know, like, I, I want I wanted to make coats the whole, for the front row. I don't row. think you can. I don't think you can do that, Joe. I, I think like, there's so many people who have thrown him in the, and painted him with the same brush as the Bill Cosby's and the and the Weinstein's. When when he did it in, I can't remember who the comedian was that was just talking about this recently. I heard him. He, he's like he did it in the most polite way possible. Oh, Rogan. He was like he did it in the most polite way possible. He said he asked for permission to masturbate in front of these women, right? Like like like. There's no, it's creepy, but it's not assault. It's, it's not illegal. It, it, if, I, if, if I ask a woman if I can masturbate in front of her and she says, yeah, and I whip it out, like, like I don't think I've done anything wrong personally. It's creepy. It's creepy. And I wouldn't want it to happen to a lady that I, that I, that I, that I cared about, I suppose. But yeah, it's permission. I mean, I, well, I mean, like, 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 I might say that and then like my sister's like, ah, well, as long as he asks. You know, like, 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 I bet there's a ton of women out there who are like, oh, I'd like to see that. What's it look like? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carpets match the drapes. Yeah, hey, just keep your distance, you know. Just meaning, keep your distance. Meaning he shaves his pubes. <laughs> Don't point that at me or anything. Yeah, go for it. You think you can hit the cup? Yeah, he's, uh, it would be funny if he came back with a great special, but I think Woody's correct on this one. Like, he's, he's going to have to come out all apologetic and he's gonna have to like over apologize for it and like he hasn't done it do yet. the he's thing not, where it's that like weak you, yeah he I hasn't done it yet he's not gonna i i think i hope he did I, I mean i talked I about this doesn't. i think it was pkn but you know Pee Wee Herman came back and he's like you have any heard any go heard any good jokes lately i hope louis ck does that i hope he just owns it runs with it says yeah i did it it has some material on it that'd be great He's definitely it's, it's definitely like different that. than Pee Wee Herman because no one, not even men, care if you make other men sexually uncomfortable, and that's what that situation was like. Jacking the off weird thing about Pee Wee is he was a is he a was child's like, entertainer. He was a child's entertainer, yeah. and and to be found masturbating in an adult theater um, was especially during and at that time. I, I feel like I feel like morals loosen up as time goes on a little bit. People aren't so stuck up about little things like that. You know, everybody fucking masturbates, and it was a time before the internet, right? Like like. Yeah, was, there was not as many places for it to gain traction. If if somebody bust, if somebody gave everybody shit who masturbated to a little pornography in, in a public theater with a bunch of other people around, I mean, we we don't Come among more. us. Come among us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I can't I have imagine a, anything uh, more uncomfortable than masturbating in a public theater. You don't think it might be a thrill though, with a bunch of other men masturbating? No. What if there were some chicks there? Some like there aren't. Tum- <laughs> there are. There there like aren't. Some, I've seen videos where there's women there, Taylor. I've seen the videos too, and they're not produced videos. They're 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 fucking amateur shit that's that's on a cell phone and shit. Mine like, there, were meant some to real, look amateur as well. Don't know why there's there was some lighting. Real, there's some real cum dumpsters <laughs> out there. That any no, woman they, has ever organically walked in on her own and been like, "Yeah, I'm gonna flick my bean next to all these dudes they masturbating." Don't, that's not no, what they do, Taylor. They say they just, this is an environment where I can get fucked. This is an environment where I can have 12 loads tonight. I don't think... Okay, this sounds made up. Look, I, I mean... I, I, <laughs> I promise you, I could write, write a thesis on this shit. <laughs> I have seen my share of, of the material, and I can spot a produced amateur, quote-unquote, a faux amateur film in a heartbeat. 
where I, I could tell by the graininess of the film. I can tell by the lighting. I could tell by what the people are saying. If there's any, there's no small talk. If there's no, if there's no random silly small talk. If there's no copyrighted music just blaring because there's always music playing in these places. If there's, if there's a, if there's no, if none of the dozen gross guys that are there to like bust a load on this, on this chick. None of them have any like weird like warts. They're all trimmed and like I, groomed. He does seem like I've a subject matter a expert on this. If the lady you know, doesn't have you are making marks. points, you are making points as though you know what you're talking about. So I'll defer to you. I've never watched a porn video about a porn video being played. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, they go to no? a porn theater. It's like Inception. Yeah. Oh, there's well, whole well, subreddit like genres about uh, people yeah, jerking yeah. off to their porn. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not that necessarily a porn theater. It's it's often in there's lots of adult places where like pornography is played, whether it's like gay saunas or whether it's uh, adult bookstores. And there's like back rooms where stuff goes goes on. Just just like search on you know in your in your area like um, uh, what's the what's the what do they call them like fucking I think it's a sauna like search gay sauna. In your area, and and ah. somewhere in your area, there's a building where dudes go in. They go into a locker room. Everybody strips down, puts a towel on, and they go in the back and they mill around, and uh, in Dude, various believe, stages of I unrest and have that, orgies. That, I believe you one million percent that gay men do that. I'm it's saying that straight, straight men masturbating in there. It's hard to imagine a straight woman walking into that lion's den. Uh, they often are accompanied by uh, by by a man who's into watching her do this sort of thing. Cuck. A cuck, yes. A, yes, uh, Bernie Sanders voter. I think that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a... You know, I'm going to have to do some my due diligence on this, Kyle. You do sound like an expert, even though this isn't making sense to me. I have but a hey, I, I read a story about a guy who oh. plugged the space station with his thumb because there was a hole in it, and I didn't know that was possible either, but I don't know anything about space. So this did you? Kind of uh, here's thing. what I didn't know until that incident. If, if you guys are unfamiliar, probably Kyle heard of it, but... The Russian space station got a hole in it. It, it. Actually, what it turned out to be is someone drilled a hole in it. And uh, you're saying that's not the case? I don't believe the fucking Russians. Well, this was on okay. the International well, Space Station on the Russian side, right? It, yeah. I think Taylor's right. And um, they showed the hole, and it's pretty clear to anyone who's ever drilled in metal what happened here. The hole is a perfect little circle the size of a drill bit, and there's like sort of telltale... If you've ever, like scooted a moving drill bit across metal it leaves a certain pattern scratch mark thing and that was next to it and it's just like oh well freaking obviously someone drilled a hole in that perhaps by accident and the people on the ground noticed that the oxygen was dropping it was kind of a non-crisis i suppose and someone put their thumb on it and then eventually they repaired it with like epoxy and something else and there you have it Interesting. What I didn't know, I always imagined that if there was a hole in something in space, you got sucked out of it like crazy. I did too. Yeah, every movie ever, they just like they're they're grabbing like ah, holding onto the walls, feet getting pulled towards it, etc. And the guy just plugs it with his thumb until someone finds you know bubble gum. Yeah. It turns out the pressure inside a space station is like. 
one atmosphere. <laughs> eight PSI or something. Yeah, eight PSI, something like that. The same pressure that we have around us all the time. It's the, mm-hmm. Now, underwater, you get some serious pressure, but they only pressurize it to one atmosphere. And yeah. outside, it's pressurized to zero atmosphere. It's mm-hmm. not, a, because it's exponentially, it's not a lot different than being on top of a mountain or something. Like, it's just low pressure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah it's it's not that crazy. I, I I learned that from some Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> thing or something I watched a while back. Mm. Um, so I I, I kind of I knew that already. But uh, it, in the movie um, Alien Resurrection, there's a part where uh, she she flicks some of her acidic blood under the window behind the monster, and uh, it it gets stuck to that hole, and the hole's like the size of a quarter, and rapidly it is sucked through the hole like like sort of like mm-hmm. inside out like at first it breaks mm-hmm. the skin and then it sucks all the innards through it and they're just spraying into space as the monsters are going like, like suffering horribly and i remember thinking like that might be the worst that's one of the worst ways to go that, that this this magical hypothetical alien space death book seems excruciatingly painful because it took like a minute or something to kill the thing <laughs> forever oh i mean like if the hole's big enough you're going to die pretty quick. It's not actually. That was another thing that's kind of surprised. They made it. I've always thought that if you went into space, like it was just like an instant death ruining thing. It's apparently not that insane to like be in space. To be to be out there. I mean, you don't, yeah, can't I, breathe anything. And it's I don't like, want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I always know. thought like, I, your eyes instantly popped out and left your sockets and like crazy things happened. I don't think your that's blood the, boils. Yeah, I've never I've seen anybody do it. I've heard like the oh as soon as you're out there in space like free floating if you don't blow all the you don't if you don't have all the air out of your lungs yeah. when you get out there it'll do some science shit and and yeah remember Event you? Horizon yeah yeah that scene in Event Horizon is pretty rough yeah where you get depressed that stressed me out yeah man yeah yeah, yeah that man. made me not I don't ever want to go to space nah space is scary not like that's on my you know table hey, it <laughs> might be Elon Musk is just making all kinds of things happening you just I saw he tweeted out uh. The 2020 Roadster, fastest production car in the world. It's like zero to 60 in 1.4 seconds or something like that. Something insane. Things looks incredible. You okay there? What happened, Woody? Autoplay shocked the fuck out of me. I did. I still don't know why it autoplayed. So I was looking up what happens like to a body side. in space. Mm. And... I, if you're a listener, did out you there, get electrocuted or surprised? <laughs> surprised. Okay. But, but it, it, I know it looked like electrocuted. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a long article, but what exactly does happen? Do your eyes explode outward while your blood evaporates? The truth is less dramatic and more fascinating. And uh, it says the first thing you'll notice is the lack of air. You wouldn't lose consciousness right away. It could take 15 seconds as your body used up the remaining oxygen from your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. If you don't you're hold just, your uh, breath, you could survive. Uh, if, trying to get air. Oh, and if you don't hold your breath, you could perhaps survive for as long as two minutes without permanent injury. Oh. Wow. I yeah. can't wait for the first guy to break that record. Oh, man. Some of the Russian space uh, stuff is, is really scary when you, when you like, start learning about like, this, you know, the way they beat us in the space, all those space races where they didn't have the safety uh, uh, issues that we did, like like we were concerned with our astronauts. We were concerned even with our dogs that we were sitting up there or whatever, and they just didn't give a fuck. So like like a lot of people apparently just got burnt up, and they just and they never mentioned it. They were just like they they would only let you. In, they, they told you about their successes and none of their fail, failures. NASA is like, hey, tomorrow get this guys 
Like, come on, get, get the cameras around. Yeah, everybody. We're going to launch this gigantic rocket with four guys in it. Oh, they're burning alive. They're all burning alive. Oh, God. Oh, it God. is a it's dangerous at, job. They couldn't get out because we made the door funny. Shit. <laughs> like, like, that's the kind of, that's how NASA works. That literally happened, right? With the, I don't know which one it was, but the astronauts the all burnt alive yeah. In, in, yeah. inside the, like, inside the thing. Sergey, how did out. the mission seven go yesterday? What mission seven? Yeah. <laughs> it goes from <laughs> six to eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sputnik 31. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Made it. <laughs> we, yeah. we randomized the numbers. Pay no attention. Yeah, no. It's like the way uh, they'll do like military groups where they'll be like, all right, this is the 91st Marines. It's yes. like, does that mean there's 90 other ones at least out there? <laughs> like, yeah, SEAL Team 6 is like that. You know, they, they call it SEAL Team 6 so that like your, the enemies all thought, holy shit, they got six groups of these bad motherfuckers? Six of those? At least. Like, we don't in know if there's seven. I don't remember how many there are in reality, like two or three or something like that, whatever. Oh, how lame of them to tell us. <laughs> Not six, right? Can we watch this yeah. video because it makes me laugh? Yeah, man. All right, seven. this is a gentleman on a, um, a roller coaster, I think. I haven't, I haven't seen it for a little while. But he gets panicky and passes out constantly. So they put the windows, like, boot up and shut down sound on it. Are you guys queued up at zero? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready, set, play. No, no, no. Oh, I love it. He's not faking. That's dangerous. He should not be able to Look, he'll wake up. <laughs> How horrible. Look at him. <laughs> he says, oh shit, and passes out. She might be good for you to pass out as many times in the succession. That's that's pretty fucking good. That's that's not that can't be good. He should not be riding roller coasters. No, he he ended that roller coaster four IQ points lower than when he started. Yeah, he can't be passing out six times in a minute. No. Like, I, I watched like, a similar one. He wasn't on a roller coaster. He was. It was like a chair with two people in it. They want a giant bungee that they pull down and spring up, and it goes up like five stories. Like it's gigantic, and he passes out as it's surging through the air, and. Uh, He's out for he, he was out much longer than this guy, and he comes to and he's like, Oh no, never again, never again, never again. That was his big takeaway from riding the giant swing. He never wanted to do that again. I I, I don't usually take pleasure in other people's misery, but somehow these passing out videos seem like fun. Oh, he got on the roller coaster on his own. He he knew. I, like unless this was his first roller coaster ever, in which case it's weird for him to be filmed as though he was, you know, someone was anticipating it. But you know, what's weird is you, I don't know. Yeah. Actually, Why were they filming? In, environmental, uh, uh, like not environmental, like atmospheric thing is how you vomit on planes, but you don't vomit at all flipping around on a paramotor. Yeah. You know, it's, 
uh, sometimes I do get sick on a paramotor. I'll do a cross country thing and it just like it, it's midday and it moves me around too much. I don't get sick sick. I just feel bad. But um, I really think it's a loss of control thing and like a loss of vision thing. You know, when I'm in the airplane, when I'm in the back seat of a car, like I can't see what's happening. And there's this disassociation between what I'm feeling and what I'm seeing. Whereas uh, like when I'm flying a paramotor or driving a car, they're associated and I don't get sick. Same thing with the that big boat. Sense. Like if I'm on a big boat and I'm rocking around, but everything I see looks like indoors, uh, that gets me seasick. So glad I don't have that. I've never been seasick. Uh, never been sick on a plane. I've never been motion sick. It's a weakness uh, like, that I had. It was like a, it was like something that I didn't get with like I was with my <laughs> girlfriend at a, a roller coaster park, and like the way I do roller coaster parks is like, all right, we just finished. Let's run back and loop into the line. Like immediately, mm-hmm. right now. Like the whole point of the day is to be right as many things as possible. It's like, oh, you want to get like a snack? You want to go? No, no, we're here for roller coasters. I want to be riding all day. I have and- the same spirit, but after like three <laughs> loops, it's like, yeah, yeah. You know what would be fun? Like we should check out the carousel one time too <laughs> while <Yeah>. I recover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there, look at that. There's not even a line for the for the bench ride. Exactly. <laughs> 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 it's near the water fountain. Yeah. That's like I and I we got like five roller coasters into the day and like we were like about to walk in line and we got like the priority pass and I'm acting like a seven year old where I'm like way ahead of, of her, like, come on, come on. You know, we all these people are in the regular line, but they're this gonna is pass recently, us. like your current girlfriend? Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, this was like a couple months ago. And she's like, I don't I don't know if I can. Like, I need to really sit down for a bit. If I go on this again, I'm gonna vomit. And I was like, no, you're not. She's like, yes, I know I will. And I'm like, all right. Well, now I'm going to go. You know what you might I enjoy? Don't think, I don't think I have I bet you'd like this. I bet you'd like watching me ride roller coasters. <laughs> it's a blast. Try it. Let's try it twice. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of fun to not have that problem and ride with people who do have that issue with roller coasters. Because, like, I don't empathize at all. I don't get it. But they're so uncomfortable. And they're so like uh, either loosey goosey like that guy, or like so stiff they don't like they're having fun, like shoulders tight and up uh, and eyes closed, which is like that can't possibly make this any better. I'm um I don't want to pop myself up, but like I'm brave about amusement park rides. I'm just not as tolerant as my like courage matches up with, right? So you know the one where they spin you around and then it's a giant disc that eventually goes like five stories tall yeah. and you're swinging. I'm like, I should totally do that. That looks like fun. That's something that, that that I would like doing. And then about three minutes into it, it's like, how long is this ride? Can I endure any more of this? This is awful. That's that's my experience. That's I don't how like all those. those spinning rides are. Like it it it's it goes from very little fun in the first forty seconds to I how long are they? Did they forget us in here? <laughs> like, please take us down. Like, I, I want a roller coaster. I want to like feel and see the spanning of distance. Like you've got a an idea of your speed. Then like that's why it's fun. Just spinning, it's lame and as shit. Roller coasters. I hate spinning. If if you um don't go on them all the time, like I'll, I don't think I've been on a roller coaster in ten years. So when I get back, it's like wow, these have gotten better. You know, the they newest do. one is always like. You know, if you go to a big park like Universal or Disney World Six or something, Flags. Six Flags, they're usually trying to build world-class roller coasters. So the the yeah. new one is better than anything you've ever been on, if it's been a while. I don't do the spinning rides 
at all. Anything that goes in a circular motion, I refuse to do. I, I will get sick. I will vomit. It will ruin my fucking day. And it won't be that much fun uh, for, at any point during the ride. Uh, I love roller coasters, like wooden coasters, metal coasters, fucking electromagnetic coasters. Like, like I like it when they get cute with the uh, the, the seating. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's Superman the ride here in Atlanta where you are in the Superman position. You get in, it locks your chest in, and then it tilts you forward, and now you fly. And if you wait, if you have the pass and everything, you know you get in the very front coaster. So now there's not some asshole right in front of you. You are in front, and you have that visual of being Superman, which is cool. Uh, there's one where you stand up. You're standing, and it locks you in a standing position, and it does like this weird back. I can't explain it. Is it does this like the backflip, and like mm. when it comes down, and it's at the bottom of the uh, of the of the loop de loop, it like I pass out every time. I, I go unconscious <laughs> for maybe a, maybe two. Why do you two, why do you keep going on it? It's fun. You we know, need you some just video black of this, out. Kyle. I promise we won't put it online and laugh. You know, you black out for two seconds and then you're back. And it's just in that one part of the ride. Every time I've ever ridden it, it's called the Georgia Scorcher, maybe. I can't remember. Is but it, it doesn't. embarrassing I, to pass out? No. Like, like nobody knows. Okay. You know, I just black out and then I'm back two seconds later. I've been um, choked out a couple times. And I don't know why. Sorry to interrupt your story. But my... My reaction, which doesn't make sense intellectually, is to be embarrassed. Like, everyone's yeah. laughing. Everyone knows something I don't know. And I'm really out of the loop. And that's how I feel. Seems natural. The other kind of ride that, I'm de- that I <clears throat> like a lot, and it's actually the one that scares me the most. Um, they had this thing in Atlanta called acrophobia, which means the fear of heights. If you remember in the episode of It's Always Sunny when Dee got her, like, braid ripped out of her head... There's this ride where you sit in it and you're kind of in like a bicycle seat kind of thing. And then some shoulder clamps come down over you and it you just go straight up. You go straight up 200 feet roughly and then it tilts forward. So you're kind of almost facing the ground like, like, like face first. And then the operator starts messing with you. The operator's like... All right, blah blah blah. Welcome to acrophobia. It's you know, it's the highest point and blah blah blah. We're up to 225 feet, and th- mid sentence he drops you. He doesn't. There's no warning. You're just you're just gone. And the thing doesn't start. It's got an electromagnetic magnetic break, so it's incredibly good at breaking this enormous amount of uh, people and machinery right before it hits the ground, but in a nice controlled way. It's not mm-hmm. a jolt. It's mm-hmm. a it's it's full speed for like 95% of it, and then and you're on the ground again. But it's fucking terrifying. I love that kind of ride. That it's is open. my favorite kind of ride in the world. Yeah. I, I've been on some, like you're, the operator mess with you. I see moments where they mechanically mess with you, right? Where like you're up at the top, you're looking down, you don't know like what the fuck, and then it falls four inches. And mm-hmm. it's like, like the Tower of Terror. Did that. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. I the one I'm talking about was more of a chair, like outdoors. But um but yeah, it'll fall four inches and you're just like oh. okay. and then it drops you for real and, and usually there's a couple drops along the way, like Tower Terror to make the most of the altitude. But uh yeah, that kind of ride is I I don't get sick and I get all the thrill. Yeah, for See, sure. I I don't like those ones. Like I'll do them, but I've never I've never like, oh yeah, the fall ride. Like I, mm. I much I just like going really really fast on roller coasters. That's why I, the Top Thrill Dragster at Cedar Point is the uh, most fun roller yeah. coaster I've ever been on in my entire life. Like you, you go so fast the first time you ride it, and so quickly. Like it also uses magnets to accelerate you, and you hit like well over 120 miles an hour over the course of no time at all. 
Like, not at all. And it fires you straight up in the air, like 400 feet, doing a couple, like, you know, spins. Fires. And then you see, you know, the whole, the whole Great Lake, and then you go straight back down. And it's over in less than 30 seconds, but it's a blast. What's more fun? Getting pulled up the first hill with a chain as you anticipate and hear the clicking and clacking, or going up the first hill as part of the ride electromagnetically. I like both. I, like, like I really <laughs> do love so roller coasters. They're, they're it's one of my favorite things in the world. So like I appreciate the old timey wooden coasters because they're different. They're they're definitely different. They're rougher. They're it's a different mm. feel. But they I, I really like. Yeah, they, it, so it can be a rough ride, you know. It, it's 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 mechanical. It's old timey, yeah, and uh, and I love that a lot. But I, I like the ones that fucking ramp you up there, and now it's time. Like it's it's, it's it's I like it all. I love roller coasters. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. But the anticipation, the click 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 click, that's fucking classic. Like like I often have changed my mind uh, about fifty clicks into the <laughs> click 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 click. Uh, I'll be like, you know, I I think I would opt out of this right now if i could but i'm i'm <laughs> eight thousand feet up i don't I, yeah, there's no way to get out of this so picturing that in i'm, I'm not sure what no i'm not sure what you're saying um yeah we're talking about ads i don't have anything to hide i did want to make sure we did all the ad reads and we have a picture for youtube music that i just don't know if we did the ad read for i know i stepped away Ah, is that a post roll one? Yeah, I, I, I didn't even see that there. Oh, yeah, YouTube Music just announced. Uh, um, I, I I don't I don't even know how to read that. You know, like like what am I supposed to say about that? Even YouTube Music. You don't have a read <laughs> for it. That you've got what I've got. Uh, yeah, but I never look at it because you do the reads. So Here, I'll, <laughs> I'm I'll, taking I'll a show look. You. I've got a, here's a... Everybody, check out YouTube Music. You yeah. can follow the link yeah, somewhere. See that? That's, that's what I've got. Yeah, I don't know what to say there. YouTube Music, just announced... Oh, yeah. the, he, he gave an explanation oh. in the middle of it. We're good. We can move on from this. They yeah. haven't sent the read. Anyway, check out YouTube Music. They have music. I actually have it. Uh, you can see it whenever I play videos or something. I've got the YouTube Premium thing. They have every song. Uh, I listen to it in the car. It's a uh, it's a nicer version of YouTube, and you don't get ads. YouTube has this like premium music, all this stuff. I think sort of lumped together. Yeah, Eminem uh, just dropped a, a an album out of nowhere called Kamikaze that people aren't seeming to love too much. Oh but, wait, uh, really? Because I, I I haven't heard it, but I've got yeah. a different vibe for it. Even my wife liked it, which that's good. Uh, I, I listened to the Kamikaze track and I and I liked it a lot. I guess he spends a lot of time. I, I saw this big graph like showing who he's dissing throughout the entire thing, and it's like Trump makes up a good percentage of it. And I guess he, uh, you know, this guy named Machine Gun Kelly, who I've never fucking heard of, is a rapper. Um, they, and they, you know, they they going back and forth with some sort of rap battle, uh, which is mildly entertaining, What's, I suppose. I, I, I've, I've got th- something that is uh, that you guys will get such a kick out of. For mm-hmm. if you guys know who Chris D'Elia is, he's a comedian who's very funny on on Twitter, and he posted this like mocking of Eminem's style of rap and it went pretty viral. And like, I, I was watching it like, Oh, this probably won't be that funny. It is hilarious. There's no music in it. So it's fine to, it's fine to play. You guys will like it. Uh, I'm ready. All right. Ready to Re- go? Yeah. Ready, set, play. Of course I'm on torrent. I'm driving a Porsche over the floorboards over the, 
Four points, wearing a four tours, getting an abortion and a divorce at the same time they hear supporting. Look what I'm planning, planning. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking and you're looking and staring at mannequins and I'm going to fanikins trying to get up a planikins. All of the planikins, sanikin, fan, fan, panikins. What all the mannequins, sanikin, Anna in the cabana. You're in a cab I'm in a cabana in the Janet. I'm in a cabana chant on a stand-up banner. Well, you don't got the stamina, you're lacking the stamina. You're lacking the stamina while you're divorcing Harrison Ford, and I'm in a portion of ports while I'm on torrent. You're using way too many napkins. Papkins. Lapkins and chapkins. You're using chapstick and napkins while I'm papkin. Flapping around like a papkin. What a papkin. Flapping a babbit and pan a chapkin. Damn it, a Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what like some of his verses are in like that same like say it in a different voice. It's kind of raspy, which I don't think he's like mocking him really. Like it's just kind of poking fun because Eminem yeah. does do that. But yeah, I, anyway, I got I thought that was hilarious. It's funny. I, I I think I've made you guys sit through it before. This like evolution of the rhyming schemes in rap, and then suddenly mm -hmm. Eminem starts rhyming in the middle, in the end, like it's crazy, and now. It's gone full circle where a lot of guys write music like that. That's kind of inspired by Eminem. And we had a, a Patreon explain it as rapidy rap. He's like, yeah, it's rapidy rap. You know, and, and, and he just started talking about how other people are doing it even better now, which I like rap, but I like like 1% of rap. You know, I like the rap songs that maybe everybody likes. And uh, I haven't heard Kamikaze yet. I'll have to tell you what I think. But Yeah, he released it like as a Surprise. out of nowhere thing. Yeah. It was yeah, no marketing. Huge, and every it, it seems to work. Like it seemed like I don't know, maybe less hype got it a better reception, and then it has this like viral kind of hype, which is cool and cheap. So yeah, he, he doesn't need. Oh, sorry, what you you broke up? I lost you. I didn't oh, mean to step on you. Go ahead. No, it, I was about to wrap up, but yeah, it worked for him, and it's cheap, and it's going. And, and I think you're right with what you're about to say. He doesn't need a big push. Eminem releases an album; people care. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He's not only got his own 22 million <laughs> Twitter followers, he knows that every rapper on earth is going to start tweeting about it. And yeah. not even, like, I saw Arian Foster tweeting about it to his, you know, over half a million followers. Like, he knows that, like, the people who enjoy him are very active on social media. Like, he, why waste his money? Or why, why would his label waste the money? I don't know if he owns his own label or if he's, like, Dr. Dre's, you know, shady, prodigy. Shady aftermath. Oh, okay. It's, uh, uh, it's interesting, this... He started dissing other rappers, and a lot of the other rappers were just like, "Oh, happy yeah. day!" Eminem dissed me. You know, this is better than a Grammy. I'm so honored <laughs> to have been mentioned by Eminem. And uh, it's an interesting change how it used to be. It used to like legit battle with people. There was one guy who was so excited. I think it was on wholesome black people gifts, maybe. And uh, he was just like, "Like you don't even know the culture." And then he makes a reference to the guy's name. I forget it. But he's like, "Did you hear that?" He's like saying, I'm part of the culture. That's what he's saying. He, he was, I, I think he called his mom. You know? uh. <laughs> it was a really cool thing. I listened to Eminem's new song. <laughs> he really rips me a new one. <laughs> <laughs> In that particular case, he complimented. But yeah, all the rappers are just excited to have been mentioned by Eminem, it seems. And that, that's kind of cool. He's, yeah, yeah he's, bad for their career. he's had a great career. I, I, I started listening. I guess when the real Slim Shady came out, that was the first thing I heard. Uh, and then I started buying up everything that there was and every and and like after that, like it was like Harry Potter books. I was there every time one would get released. I was trying to find the explicit version because fucking Target 
would sell the the edited version, or maybe it was Walmart. I had to go one or the other to like get the legit version. And I'd be I'd be listening to that shit on the way to school. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 one of his songs, like all he wants to do is be in the conversation for like the greatest, right? You know, he, he wants his name to be on that short list. I feel like he accomplished that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think that's kind of, I don't know shit about the rap community, but I think it's pretty understood that like they all see him as one of the greats. Didn't used to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. He definitely earned his way. And he's got an interesting life story with his dad and his, his wife and his kids and 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 the, or his kid. I don't think I don't know how many. I think he's just got the one Haley. And uh, I, I don't know. It's it's been an interesting little road for him, uh, struggling at first. And then his fucking movie was great, right? Like, like Eight Mile was excellent. I watched, I remember seeing that in theaters and be like, wow, it's, you can fucking act. It, it, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then of course like the soundtrack off that. God knows how much money you made off that. The Lose Yourself song was so fucking massive. Yeah. Oh, was that the Call of Duty one? It's like, yeah, yeah, lose yourself in the music the moment you want it. Better never let it go. I wonder. I've got two things in video game culture I'm kind of wondering about. One is COD's coming back in his Treyarch this time, right? Yeah. Can it be good? Can they recapture any of that interest? Treyarch is the sort of best developer. Even if it Uh, is good, I think I'm about, I'm just kind of done. Like maybe I'll get a nostalgia. A lot of COD players aged out. Right, like like Taylor, I think you're a good example. You love that thing at 15. What are you, 27 now? Yeah, yeah. So you're I was, a different yeah, you. Oh five, like 12, 13 years ago, I loved that. That was COD two. <clears throat> that's when I started. So COD two. Yeah, yeah, COD two. You don't yep. mean Modern Warfare two or COD two? You, I, no, I mean uh, Call of Duty two. Like damn. you can play like four player. You're old where, school. Yeah, Xbox oh, yeah. 360 launch game. One sniper per team. <clears throat> I started <laughs> in COD four. You started before me. The, um, the, the, the interesting thing this year is the, the Battle Royale being worked into it. So they're, they're doing the Battle Royale mode. It'll be, see, it'll be interesting to see who makes the cleanest, best Battle Royale uh, by, by Christmas time or whatever. Because Battlefield pushed their release bit, bat, uh, date back to like November or something like that because of their really poor numbers that they were, they were seeing. Um, and, and it's going to have a Battle Royale. So there's COD, um, um, Battlefield, I think maybe Red Dead Redemption will have some kind of, uh, which is a much bigger game than you might think, uh, uh, will have a uh, Battle Royale mode. Obviously, PUBG is still innovating. They just came out with a big thing today. You know, they're releasing new guns, new attachments, um, a a whole, like a practice uh, area, which which I'm kind of excited about. It sounds dumb, but like the only time you get to practice is in the game, you know, when your life's on the line. They introduced a whole map that's a whole brand new map where you can just go and fuck around and be silly. And there's like a, a 800 meter target range, like in real life with targets moving. There's all kinds of ramps and jumps and there's an endless spawning supply of guns, grenades and stuff. So you can actually practice, you know, the skills you use in game that normally you're like, Oh, well, I only have one grenade. I can't really be practicing my throws here. So they, they, I don't know. They, they keep innovating, keep bringing stuff out. And then scum's got, I think seven or 800,000 players uh, right now. Like, like, uh, you know, I, I keep seeing my Discord light up over here, and I, I know it's people talking about wanting to play Scum tonight. Scum makes me wonder if people are going to migrate through the Battle Royale games much more quickly than they have other games in the past, right? Skyrim was sticky. People played that for years. COD was sticky, at least, and that people played it all year until the next one came out. It almost feels like people are going to go from PUBG to Fortnite to Scum to something else 
all the time. They're very different uh, player bases. That the, the thing about the all three of those games, so Fortnite is a much younger crowd uh, because it's free. Uh, PUBG is uh, more military esque, more like uh, military simulating esque, and it's got its own flavor. And Scum is more. It's taking the Daisy players. It's killing Daisy. Daisy is done. Uh, and it's it's. You just wait was, until they finish it. <laughs> yeah, right. Still an alpha or whatever. Daisy's actually more polished than you might think now. Daisy's okay now. Like, like, like it took ten years or whatever, but it is. Um, scum is. I, I don't know if I explained just how difficult scum is right now because it's it's been out seven days or something, mm-hmm. eight days. So like, it, there aren't a lot of features in there yet, but you can see that there are going to be features. For example, there are medications within the world like anti-malaria and anti-radiation and uh, antipsychotic medications, like all these bottles of pills that say these things. But we don't, our characters aren't getting malaria or radiation or, or going psychotic or anything. All that's going to get worked into the game as, as they go. Um, you know, you, when you pull up, when you press tab and go to um, your metabolism, it looks like a medical chart. There are dozens of, of uh, graphs with percentages on them. You can see how much your stomach volume is, your intestinal volume, your colon volume, your bladder volume. You can see how mu- what your iron deficiency is, what your, how much sodium you... I, am I, just a theory. I bet the antipsychotic prevents your teammate's name from disappearing. That's, a, that, that's good. Yeah. I doubt that'll be it, but 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 nonetheless, it's threw it out there. Lots of stuff in there, like like so much stuff, and and there's all and another thing that hasn't really been incorporated in is there's a whole skill based thing where you your character improves as you play and gets better at certain skills, and when he gets better at a skill, he can do things that other players can't. I think I think for example, one of them is like if your survival skill is high enough, you don't require like a lighter and matches to make a fire. Now you can sort of do it. With some woodcrafting and stuff like that, I don't know all the all the the different ones, but also within that game, at any point, I can start a uh, like a team deathmatch or a free for all. And if you want to play in it, you just click play, and we all get warped into a certain part of the map, and we play like a, a crazy respawn based like TDM free for all like within the server. So that that's interesting, but it's definitely for more hardcore people. I think the average Fortnite player would be like, this is stupid. This is slow. This is annoying. This is mm. bullshit. Because you jump in Fortnite and it's like 10 seconds and you're, and you're parachuting down with, from, from a wacky umbrella dressed as Darth Vader into a colorful cartoon world, you know, building and stacking and, and blowing shit up. PUBG, you're, you know, five minutes in, you, some, cool, some cool shit has happened. This game, five minutes in, and, and you, you just have figured out which direction to start walking in. Hmm. Like, like, like an hour in, you might have a quarter of the shit you want. It, it's, it's, it's a slow survival game. It's more role-playing than, than anything, in my opinion. It's survival. It's, it's extreme. Okay. I think I might have got the wrong vibe from it because there's excitement about it online. You know, people mm-hmm. talking about pre-ordering that are almost religiously opposed to pre-ordering, but they love it so much. And this made me think that it was, I guess, getting more traction with casuals than it maybe it is. Yeah, I hope it does. I mean, I, I'm enjoying the game. You know, I, I rented that server again. You know, if you guys want to come play on the server, I'm uh, quick. 172.107.179.162 colon 28702 if you want to come play with us. Um, uh, 
I want to watch the stats on that part of the show and see people like replay, 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 replay until they like get those numbers written down. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, um, we we had a uh, I think thirty five or forty people were in there the other night after or last night after PKN. Um, so I'm sure we'll get the server good and filled up after after this goes live. I've only got fifty slots, but I guess I could buy fourteen more if. I, I don't know. A couple of the guys gave me five dollars to help, like cover the the silly cost of the thing. I'm not asking for any money. Certainly, I'm not looking to profit from this. I just thought it was a a fun way for us to have our own little corner of the uh, of scum where we weren't, uh, you know, where there'd always be slots open for us, and uh, we we couldn't get banned for, you know, shooting someone at some point in the game and making somebody angry. And also, I'm able to like, I turned those mechs down to ten percent. Those fucking mechs are annoying as shit. If I could remove my wood, uh, do we have any post reads? Yes, we do. Let me make sure that I, uh, I, I get them done correctly here. Um, when you need energy on the go and you don't have time to wait in line, grab Espresso Monster. Espresso Monster is a premium blend of espresso and cream made with freshly brewed espresso coffee, hormone-free milk, and a unique energy blend complete with taurine and B vitamins. Each can has three shots of espresso and comes in vanilla espresso and espresso and cream flavors. Close your eyes, take a sip, and enjoy Espresso Monster today. Uh, also, this episode is brought to you by Square Enix. Uh, terrifying zombies, unforgiving jungles, Mayan apocalypse. It's just another day for Laura Croft in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Witness Laura Croft's defining moments as she engages in brutal combat, heart-stopping stealth, and challenging puzzles to stop the apocalypse and ultimately become the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider coming to Xbox One September 14th. Pre-order the Croft Edition for 48 hours of early access and let me just double check that that's all of them that's a minute. post post yeah that's it all right painkiller already episode 403